Curious Bards. I am your humble game master, Tom, and this is Adventure 74. We're so excited to have you here as things are ramping up with our campaign, possibly coming to a conclusion here. We shall see. Our heroes have been fighting against a group known as the Honor Crin, a tall race that deals with golden armor and traveling between realms as they are prisoners in their own city in another plane of existence on a giant cog of a machine somewhere out there in a magical land. Their goal is to get free and the only way they can do that is get to the world of Varen where our heroes are live and want to protect. Without letting the the Honorkrin through, the heroes have come to the Honorkrin's land and are determined to stop them. There is mention of a chain gate, a gate that may allow the Honorkrin through once and for all that the heroes are trying to stop. Let's get a quick recap of our heroes and we will start with Xanner, our gnome sorcerer. My name is Xanner. I am a, well, he said what I am. I'm a gnome sorcerer, but my mommy calls me Xandre. And then we have Sildren the Druid. Sildren the Elder Druid of Varen. Perfect. And <laughs> our swashbuckler rat folk, Piercy. Uh, sir, Piercy von Skeetenlever. Uh, at your service, always. Bolly, our dwarven cleric. Bolly Ashbid. And even more at your service. <laughs> Palik the Hapling Rogue. I'm Palik. This is my sword, Stormflash. We are here for the ultraviolet. And Yaru, the nice. catfolk monk. That's Master Yaru, where you get our damn titles right. <laughs> and let's get a recap of what happened last adventure from Jeremy. So we had succeeded in defeating Scordrenar. We actually arrived back in the Nexus. We were uh, alive, and after about a couple of days of rest, we decided to move on down into Corndell to find out what happened at the Bay of Sins. We weren't there, so we wanted to make sure that everyone was okay and, uh, well, find out what really had gone wrong. Uh, we also left an Arnacrin gate there, so we wanted to make sure that was closed. We ended up going uh, into Corindel. We spoke with Master Dagwin, who gave us a really good update that uh, about half of the battle was survived um, by a lot of the heroes that were there, but not everyone. We lost... Orophine, we lost the druids, we lost the priests of Karahel, but Idrisil and his wardens were, uh, were alive still. Uh, several of the knights of Calvier survived. Old Gabe uh, gave his life, um, so did half of the monks, but all the hundred plus of the Onokrin and their dragons were also defeated there, so that was kind of a win on our side. The undead, by the way, also completely dead. Every, again, they all fell, and nothing was alive or survived, which meant that the Varen, for the most part, was safe from the evils of Scorgenar. We did find out that Zexa is an ongoing and terrible threat that the Wizards of Azimir are, are still holding back. But the threat that was the most important to us, of course, was the Onokrin. We decided to head to the 11th Span to speak with Xanner's mom and uh, find out some ways to defeat them once and for all. Sildren had some great ideas. And we got there, found that in the temple that, that she was in, she had been taken by a Nair. And uh, Ian, who was one of her uh, co-workers there, who had been killed. We were guided by, we found somebody there named uh, Gadriel. And Gadriel was able to take us down to the lower gears where Honore told us her father was, Vilrith. 
And that was who we encountered right at the very end. So we're right there. We're about to speak with Vilrith, figure out how to get to the Honorcrin, stop them from coming into Varen, ending their chain gate, and possibly saving Xander's mother. It's no easy task, but I'm sure we're up for it. So with all that, let the adventure end. You are within an underground mine slash workshop slash makeshift town of slaves from many different races that the Honorcrin have somehow acquired over the years. By all accounts, multiple generations of slaves have been living in this area, mining, working, creating, attending to the needs of the Honorcrin. They are mostly allowed to self-regulate themselves. There are not any golden armored Honorcrin within this uh, gated wall. Old, uh, town and that is where our heroes are you have just made your way down through multiple underground levels past mining areas past uh, smelting workshops and have made your way to a workshop of a man you have been told about several times that has some connection to this resistance of non-honorcrin fighting against their overlords you have just knocked on his door he has just greeted you and he is there he is an old elf in his work coveralls tools he has a workshop behind him of all sorts of metal uh, contraptions gems uh, uh magic little uh, not even magic but alchemical bunsen burner type things uh he is definitely a, a high-end magical craftsman uh, come in come in it's so exciting to 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 meet you all uh, it's i've been uh, seeing you with with images that have been passed along by monira and i've heard all sorts of tales that she's shared uh, close the door and, and sit uh I've got some, maybe enough chairs. Bring that crate over, uh, and I'll I'll get some drinks for us. How exciting! Gilbert, I'm so glad you're excited to see us. Unfortunately, we are not here on a casual visit. Uh, Monray has been taken by Anire because of her connection to me. Monray? And... Yes. Monira. That's what I said what he calls it. That, that, yeah, that's what I call my mom. <laughs> mom Ray. Sorry. Uh, so, Manira, it has been taken, and we, we're here to get her back and to stop Anaya once and for good. I know she was taken. You do? Yes. When? Uh, a couple of days ago, I was, I was warned that this would happen. Warned by who? By the name, by a man... Of the name First Calibrate Denier. That bastard. Did you middle finger that once? <laughs> Why did he warn you? He was displeased with the delays. It's a very serious tale of what we've had to do and against our will. And 
I think Zinner and a young, attractive elven woman comes <laughs> running out from the back of the workshop. Zinner, it's you! And Arena comes over and runs no, no, straight no. at you. Put that dagger away. <laughs> throws her arms around your around your head and gives you a big hug. <laughs> Hi! I can't believe you're here. You actually made it. We did. Yeah. Um, we're trying to get my mom back and stop Anair. I'm so sorry to hear about your mom. She takes you by your hands. If you need anything, mm. you need to destroy the gate. I'm sh I'm here to help you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not part of this narrative. <laughs> it's it, it'll be okay. And she touches your cheek gently. It'll be fine. Okay. That's, thank you. I know you look uncomfortable, and I want you to know it'll. I'm here. She, she has a different kind of smashing in her in mind. <laughs> Mommy's here. <laughs> Can I cast faded confrontation between her and Balik? That seems like an appropriately named uh, yep, spell. Yep. Look, it's I've I've been to your world just twice, and each time it just seems like a dream. And every, and in this dream, I see you there every time. And now to actually have you here. And to be, you know, together and just to touch you, it's just so crazy. Don't you feel how crazy it is? You, easy with that touching, <laughs> lady. She says, no, it's all right. We know each other. I know. I know you too. Well, good. We're all friends. Uh-huh. <laughs> really good friends. Here she sneaks up to Xanner and it's kind of like, Xanner, uh, this would be a good time to uh, introduce Polik, yeah? Here, come sit next to me, and she takes your hand and pulls you in a chair to sit next to her. Come with me, Pleek! And who grabs? Goes, Remember what happened to the last chick? We, <laughs> we don't have time to sit around. We need to find out. No, where... sit! Come sit! We have much to talk about! We, we, we have a few that. things to talk about, and then... You don't know the amount! I'm starting to talk like Xander's dad! That's <laughs> not <laughs> 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 the effect Xander has on everybody. As a matter of fact, Xandre, I have something to tell you. <laughs> you are the father. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, we have plenty to talk about. Time is of the essence, I believe. There's, three hours. <laughs> there's more essence than you know. What are we discussing? Sit down. And uh, Arena again pulls you next to her and sits down on the chair next to you uh next to her and then uh has your hand on hers and puts it on her knee so you so you're safe because your mother's i know you're you're scared about your mother yeah no uh, thank you i appreciate that zinner will actually stand up and move towards Polik. <laughs> all right like, like, like actively moving okay. towards Polik. good choice <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, you're seeing she's available <laughs> he met my friend Polly. <laughs> He's single. I, I, I know I smell like shit. <laughs> Who's your stone daddy? Who's your stone? <laughs> Let me press the digitate for a moment. Oh, right myself, so to speak. Your choices are him or a rat. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear the diseases well. you get. <laughs> quite, quite the B team in the romance department. <laughs> uh, 
she's at least soft, fuzzy, and warm. <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Pierce or Bali? Yeah, Pierce. <laughs> well, you, Xander, Xandre, uh, uh, you are one of the few people alive who have ever been through a chain gate. Do you know that? I didn't know that. I, it doesn't happen often. They haven't been oh. used in many, many years. But you, you used it. You came through. Please tell me that is correct. That's what I've heard. Well, it's not exactly correct. Oh. I went into a chain gate, but I never came out the second time. I went through once to get here to the 11 span. When I went back, we destroyed the gate behind me, and I got stuck inside the I portals. cannot be held responsible for that. No, I, we destroyed it. It was it was a really, really impressive role. But well, answer me this, then. When you went through the way to the Onokrin, did it smell at all minty? Hang on. Yes. I knew it. <laughs> oh. Yes, it did. I knew it. I had a sense that that was the case. Oh, I've always been wondering about that, but no one's been able to go through as easily and then talk with me about it. Is there a way we could do it again? To go through a chain gate. Could we build a chain gate here that would take us to the Onokrin? You can't just build a chain gate. It... We had a master gear. We put the pieces together. I see you've got some outside. I mean, I can build a chain gate, but it takes months and months. Where is the chain gate you're building? Oh, built. yes. We have built one, a super chain gate. Is it functioning? It's... Uh, no. So where can you take us to it? No. Why not? It's hard to describe. It's been made. And I crafted it with my lovely daughter, Arena. You've met her, haven't you, Zanna? She's right there. This is Arena. Yep. And she comes over and sits next to you. <laughs> It's Arena, Xanner, then Polly yeah. in chairs. Uh, we were forced to create this chain gate. We created the original, and when it was destroyed by you, yes, they forced us to make another. Um, I've been handed these skills down from my father and his father, but I, I was also told about what our life was like before the Honorkin and where we were taken from, and so I've always fought as best I could to resist their efforts, and I fought to not make uh, this uh, device as well. But we had no choice, and I feel dreadful about it. But we delayed as much as we could, and the best way I could do that was with the power source. And so that is why there is such incredible commotion and mining here of, of amethyte down below. And all the work that they do, and they collect so little of the dust, and then all of that has to be uh, refined, and it takes forever to get enough of it. And if truth be told, with the massive amount of workers and laborers involved, and why it takes so long, and we haven't been able to get this gate in operation for months now, could easily have been powered quite some time ago with much less work. But that is what I told them, and that is, that is what has happened. Until recently, until just a few days ago, when Anaya said he he had learned something. What did he learn? He learned that 
There was another source of power. He figured out that there was one person who was able to power the gate themselves mm-hmm. through their blood alone. A sorcerer capable of moving between worlds and Varen if needed. And so they took her. Uh, Monira, your, your poor mother. Zandre, I, I know Monira very well. Very, very well. And we have spent much time together over the years. And she is a good friend. A very good friend. A very good friend. (laughs) I get it, everyone. Why do you keep looking at me? (laughs) I think Irana might be your sister, dude. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, all of our efforts have been communicating and talk. She's talked about you and what you've done. I've talked about the work I've done to slow things down. We've talked. We've made so many plans about how we could stop the honor crin or not. But everything seems to have gone completely awry, and everything seems to be completely doomed until you just knocked on my very door. Now there is a glimmer of hope, a glimmer that we could stop them. Perhaps you are the only ones who can. That's why we're here. We want to destroy the gate. Right. And what's more is we wish to free all of you from this plane. So how do we get the gate and destroy it? And rescue Manira. And free everyone? That's impossible. Why? You have thousands of knighted honorkrin that would come and stomp any efforts you would make. Only thousands. I'll drink to that. (laughs) Let's focus on one thing then. Destroy the gate. Yeah, you said you can't take us there. Why? It's hidden from me, particularly. I know that Anaya does not quite trust me. It's his pet project. For mine, yes. How did you build it if you can't find it? I am taken there. And how I get there is I'm taken every few days by some of Anayar's men, and there is a beam that they use with their traveling powers that takes me to the place where the gate is. Do they still need you? Yes. We've got to find a way in then. Do you? And no. Ah. Do you often go to the tavern levels above? Yes. yes. The Onokrin in the black cloak, what is his station? Oh, uh, you were speaking of the censured. They are on a crin who have been uh, done something wrong to their higher ups and have been sent down here just to keep an eye on us. And they hope to earn their way back up to the city proper. Could one of them show us the way? They would turn you over in a second to get their status back. You want to stay very way well clear of them. Vilrith, is there a way that the honor can, is there anything that they could have here or achieve here that would stop their designs on traveling through the chain gate and taking over Varen? If their lands were able to blossom and grow here, do you think they would give up their ambitions? Ah, I hear what you are saying. You do not understand the Onokrin, then. They do not seek uh, sustenance or survival. 
they seek uh, glory and conquest. Their ancestors were uh, uh, rulers of many worlds back in the day until they grew too big, too wide, and were kept in check by great beings of power. And those beings are the primals. The three primals, yes. What can you tell us of the primals? They are powerful, ginormous essences of, uh, of fire and earth and water. And where do they exist at? Do they exist here? They can their exist... presence be quantified? Uh, they exist beyond the great machine we are on. Uh, I do not know precisely where. I, the Onocrin have... The highest ranks of the Onocrin have. And as from my understanding, they are a bunch of old men who live in their splendor, but seek conquest, seek more glory, seek to have more people under their rule, and then they pass their orders on to uh, their calibrates. Does Bully know of the Earthen Primal? Uh, ooh. Make a religion roll. Well, the 51, you have heard of the concept of it before as though it is um, perhaps more powerful that, than your god, the Stone Father, but not a kind, benevolent, divine giving god, just a raw essence of it. The raw essence, um, yeah. Some people say he uh, was able to... Uh, claim power from it he was able to grow followers over many centuries from it he came from it but there's always a connection from that primal of some way what, what about you honore we've seen you travel these beams of light yes any way you could get to the chain gate I, I I I can make I can use their beams sometimes. I have access to uh, sometimes some ways to travel, but I don't know where it is. Uh, you're talking about the gate my father and I have been working on. Yeah. Yes, you've been through these. You've been to the gate, so you've been through their beams to get there. Can you can you can you make another beam to get us all through there? I would need the magical coordinates to 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 know where to go and then I could when do they come for you usually uh, she, uh, they they will come I think in the next 3 or 4 days right, that's too long how do you travel the beams i have access they don't know quite my connection uh to monira and the resistance which if you're here and she's gone is really just my father and I and you. That's kind of sad. Uh, but I have access. Uh, they they know. Uh, they know we can't go anywhere. They have control over us. So when you earn rights to move about certain areas of the lower gears between cities or the cities itself, they don't care where you go. They know you're allowed to be there. And I have access to some of the important magical chambers. And that is one. How do they prevent you from leaving uh, they 
haven't stopped me from leaving is I'm able to uh, travel away, but I can't be there uh, as a, in a permanent way. That's one of the challenges of uh, the beams that we use or the honor crin use. Um, it will pull you back after a while. If we were able to get you to Varen through a different method, would you be safe from the honor crin there? I'm, I might, but I'm not here to just be safe. I've been working and talking and plotting with your mother, Zandre, and... Can, can you get us to somewhere where one of these onocrine would be that we could get those coordinates for you? The coordinates, I know where they're at, but it's getting to them is the challenge. What's the challenge? Well, they're in... Where are they? They're in the personal quarters of First Caliber Denier. No, we need to deal with him anyway. If we were to destroy the chain gate. The 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 old work elf guy just winces when you say that. Oh, so much work. <laughs> and get you to Varen. Would they be able to create another without you? Vilrith says, uh, I would have said no uh, had you asked me that just a few days ago. But now with their knowledge of uh, the blood uh, and the movement between realms, uh, yes, no. Things have gotten very muddled the last two days. Do you have any idea where they're keeping Manira? I, I have no idea, but if I were a Nair... And he seemed quite, quite uh, proud of himself of finding this method, and I don't know how he did, uh, that I would keep her close to the chain gate. If not, they have already started it uh, with her blood already. And how often can you travel this way? In, in what way? There's multiple ways we're talking of. Through these beams of light. Uh... Uh, Arena says, uh, it, it depends on the distance traveled um, and how long you're gone for. It's really designed for quick diplomatic actions or quick strikes. Uh, any other travel beyond that with their beams uh, risks the ire of the primals, and that is what they want to avoid at all costs, and that's why the chain gates can circumvent that with our, our, our teleportation method. So if we kept a beam on for longer than it's supposed to, it could anger the primals against the Onocrin? Uh, it, it might, her father says. I think it might uh, draw their attention somewhere, uh, the, uh, the Onocrin's attention, and they might try to uh, shut it down, but the technology itself doesn't normally stay open for long as is. It is not our technology, it is the Onocrin's. Now, if you had a chain gate uh, doing that same effect, uh, that would be a disaster because they do not, have, the Onocrine do not have that technology. Vilrith, I've got two questions for you. But that is not possible. One, <laughs> is there a weakness of the chain gate in, for destroying it? You built it. You have to know everything about it. Mm -hmm. What is the weakness that would help us destroy it? Uh, there are four power conduits uh, that surround it. Um, destroying those, uh, they take time to spool up. And destroying those would uh, 
wouldn't end it entirely, but would certainly uh, bring a, a huge delay to the operations and stop it for months of work. And if I was able to somehow get away, um, would set them back even further. Any other way? To destroy it entirely. There used to be a master gear of the old gates. That's one we had before that they needed to open the gate. Is there one here? These do not require that. Damn. This is a much improved structure. I'm quite proud of it. The level 20. <laughs> <laughs> you said if we kept it open long enough, it would work like the beams and anger of the primals. Yes. How would you? <laughs> he's so confident with everything he says. How would you keep that open in that fashion? Not having it close. Locking it open, essentially. Well, uh, locking it open, you would just need to leave it open as it's going to a, a forbidden location. Um, they're hesitant to have their beams going for more than just a few uh, moments, and then a few moments to bring the person back later. I would imagine a chain gate going to the wrong location would be a disaster. It wouldn't take that long. Uh, an hour or two would probably have super repercussions. They're very, very... And he points to some scars on his backside. They're very uh, attentive to concerns about the gate and making sure everyone is aware of it. And do you have knowledge of the forbidden locations? Uh, well, that's the easiest question you've asked. Where are you from? From Varen. Yes, everywhere but there. That is the only place they have found. That is why they have sought out your world. Okay, so we reset its destination to some other plane? And the primals get angry? And come a-looking? Well, that's one problem We leave solved. through another method. That's perfect. Oh, except you can't change the destination. Why? It's just not possible. It's been... It's been... I cannot even change it. It would take someone who has complete mastery over portals like that and can move between dimensions and readjust or devices like that. A I miracle. I won't. <laughs> <laughs> or a miracle. Or a miracle. Or a uh, uh, Dagwin man. Perhaps. Children, you also was able were able to use the oubliette. Yes. And its portals, right? Yes. So there's a chance that you may have to do that. We need to get there. To the oubliette. Oh, no, we need to get to the chain gate. But if we connected those two, Sildren was able to use the portals that Nakori uses in the oubliette and reprogram them to get the different locations. Tell me about this portal at this oubliette. Um, hey, thought it was a beaming system. The rings on the ground. There yeah. are four different rings that were able to be used, and they had a different device that, that sent everything out. They had to do a very particular calibration, but it didn't always work. It used approximately what they were going for based on people. So it would send the rings out, it would grab them, it would bring them back in, or they would send themselves into other planes as they went back and forth. The rings were always the big part of it, and the whole machine was required to get the whole thing to work. And if it wasn't working entirely designed, then the rings would not either go to the right place or they wouldn't go anywhere at all. But it's always transdimensional operation. Stildrum was able to hack the entire thing and make it all work for him so he could get to the right place. The right time consistently he knows how the portals work <laughs> is that the one with the v head yes that one the weird creatures that's what you need 
What? What? We need what? What he said. Those are the only ones I know who know devices. He's saying we need a creature capable of operating this machine. To then change it to the right address. I think he's also saying Sildren doing it was just a one-time fluke. I mean, that's what I've heard, right? They have these strange crystalline-headed things. Those are the ones. We kind of killed one. Yeah, they're very disagreeable. Not very trusting. They tried bringing one in here before, but we had some problems. What problems? Uh, I may have caused it to plummet down to the bottom and die. That way I was in charge of the whole project. <laughs> Fiercely actually laughs at that. About <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, maybe if we get another one here, then uh, they could help, yeah? No plummet? Oh, no plummet, yes. Uh, a, a wheel ref. What? Uh, uh, where where are you from? Uh, I uh, sadly am from here. Where's your ancestors from? Uh, from a, a kingdom called Ricor. Don't I, know I, it. I know little myself. Uh, what this... what do you? Uh, remember about it from uh, the stories you've heard. Uh, they say it was a beautiful place with uh, fields of blue flowers as far as you could see. Sounds sounds quite lovely. Piercy, I don't know why you're asking these questions. Uh, do you want to go there? I would very much. I think we can make it that happen, but we need to all work together. Yes, I agree. How are we going to make that happen? How do you do that without a deception uh, roll? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, let's get uh, <clears throat> one of the, the crystal head guys. I have no idea what you guys are talking about. I know you were, and the you were over there. I wasn't there. I've got my second question for you. Can you lock open one of the beams? Yeah. Who are you asking that of? Vilrith. Vilrith. He says, If oh. we use the beaming technology, rather than it being temporary, like uh, Honoré was telling us about, or, or sorry, Ariana, I don't remember your name very often. No, you're, 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 you're dwarf uh, Balin? Thorin? <laughs> what was your name? Thorin is a good family name. <laughs> He asked the same question, but we don't know that technology is in depth. Uh, Arena has used it, but but no. And I think if even if we were to succeed, we have to do it within their city, and they would be alerted to it within moments. They'd Heroes, be swarmed. Sidebar: What if we have Arena send go to Anaya and tell him that Vilreth needs him to fix the chain gate to assemble some? piece of it missing something to help with the chain gate issue and then we arrive if we're looking for a way to get to Anair why don't we just go to Anair I don't know if the beams they, if they work that way well if Arana was saying they summon her no they then summon her I think from what, uh, uh, if, they, if, they, if they're the same I beams. I think I understand, like, what what if we made a disturbance down here that would bring a nigher? 
here. How would we guarantee Anaya's presence versus just them sending? Well, then perhaps our presence will draw him out. I'm not sure Bali had any idea on this, but I thought it was discussed. Did you have something with Anaya speaking a passphrase or some such? I do. I, I wasn't sure what that was about, but that yeah. was just tickling the back of my head. It's, uh, that's from Nakor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of a curse that was put in my if head. It's, if it's not an IR, we, we take one of them alive and we get the information on how to beam to the chain gate. Here's my thought, and Arena, please let me know if, if this is correct or not. Oh, are you done with your sidebar? <laughs> <laughs> you <Wow>. know. <laughs> You know I where felt this <laughs> second date. Uh, <laughs> you shut your mouth. <laughs> you know where Anayer is, where, where his head is, his chambers are, where the chain gate is. is all you he, said you know the coordinates. He, I know, yes. Could we travel a beam to get there? Yes. And if we did, and you ch- headed back in the beam, would we stay there or would we have to come back with you? Uh, it depends. How long do you want to stay there? Until we destroy the chain gate. Wait, but you want to go to his quarters. The chain gate isn't at the quarters. Yes, you, you said they were. You said that's where he lived. No, the coordinates the... are at the quarters. Oh, so we just need to get the coordinates to find out where the chain gate is, and they're in his quarters. Right, she says, looking at her father. Yes, he said he was keeping him there for safekeeping, and I would never know. In that case... We'll probably be there for no more than 20 minutes. Oh, I could def- I could hold it open for 45 minutes, I think. <laughs> we'll take it. But it wouldn't be constant. Uh, I could. I would have to uh, trigger it again at a, at a set time. At 45 minutes? 30 yes. minutes? Uh, 15? Whatever you think. Can you do it every 15 minutes? Uh, that would might draw too much attention. How about twice? Once at 15, once at 45. I can do that. We're going to do that. Is everyone okay with this? Oh, yeah. I love it when a plan comes together. Smash and grab! <laughs> Villeth says, uh, what? Bang and bang. Uh, so that will get you to the chain gate, and you have some sense of how to uh, disable it. But I think you're missing a couple pieces. First of all, uh, there's the, the army in the field. Second, there's the god killer. And then the third, there's the Onocrins themselves, and you have to figure out those. The God Killer? God Killer? Oh, did I not mention that? <laughs> no, you didn't. Maybe we could dig into that a little more. It's it's the name of uh, Nair's personal titan that he uses. It's called the God Killer. He's slain some uh, deities he claims in the past. So any of you with divine connections, I would stay mm-hmm. very far away from this titan. Takes notes. <laughs> <laughs> so does Sildren. <laughs> That's not good. Then uh, uh, there's the gate itself, which I've built. But uh, in the last two times I've been there, they have created a massive field of energy above it. And it is funneled down. Uh, it is several miles wide, uh, a field of blue energy that is slightly angled down and funneled directly over the gate. And can you imagine what is on that field? 
massive hundreds and hundreds and thousands of automatons and these brown bronze dragon things all these machines that are all just jammed they have been doing a whole other construction project completely unknown to me and readying for their invasion all they need is for the amethyte to power up the chain gate to then pour in all of these this army this uh, endless army to wherever they decide to go except now they don't need the amethyte and then there was the last thing. You had said that my friendly black cat of the Onocrin themselves. How, how do we stop them? I have been holding out with the chain gate. Monira never had any, has any good ideas about how to defeat the Onocrin. I believe... The primals are the way we defeat the Onocrine. When we get the primals' attention and they see what the Onocrine have intended, what they've planned, the god killers, the automatons, the chain gate, they will not stand for it. And we will make sure they know. We will make sure they know. Very well. Arena says, well, what can I do? looking at Xanar closely eye to eye. You are our way out. You're the escape. If you're not there, we're stuck. You have a very important task to make sure that we get in and get out. I will I will do that. She holds on to your hand. Believe me, Xanar, I will not fail you. Okay. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Police so your point of contact. <laughs> <laughs> she should jump, man. <laughs> You're saying something, Bali? I'm saying so. I should not prepare the gate then. Um, You've already prepared your spells. It's the next day's rest. I don't know how long this goes. I mean, it might still come in handy. <laughs> There's still a lot that of questions. Especially when this one fails us. <laughs> Pointing at uh, I believe in all of us. We've gone through so much to get here. There's a reason that this is all happening right now. We uh. can stop this. We can stop this forever. But we have to make it happen, and we have to stay on point. Yeah. And I'm Zana. not anxious about a god-killing titan, but... Uh... Let's go save your mother. It's I, a I was gonna do like a woo, but that was like that was like worth holding holding on to that second. Okay, woo, let's go. <laughs> All right, uh, what's the first plan? Uh, <laughs> montage scene. Yeah. Okay, this is what's happening. So, uh, Palik. We look like police officers, and we'll come in <laughs> from the Vegas showroom. <laughs> You're gonna be the one that's uh, gonna help us get into the rooms. We'll work on uh, yep. defense and, and magic and breaking in. Um, I will work on uh, detecting magic. We're also going to need eyes, Piercy, to really determine what the coordinates look like and how we can get to them. Then we can get back to the gate and or get back to the beam and then travel over to the gate. Once we're at the gate, there's three different things that need to happen almost simultaneously. We need to locate my mom and how they contact and how they connected her potentially to the chain gate or the power conduits. I'm hoping she's still alive and they haven't drained her, her of all of her blood yet. I'm sure she's fine. But we then do need to take out the power conduits and get those done. 
because that way we'll stop the gate. We're going to draw attention, so there's going to be a lot of attacking that's going to happen at that point. Well, uh, we're using the chain gate to draw the primals in. If you turn it off, how do we draw the primals in? I think we can get the primal's attention without having to activate the chain gate. I think there's a way that we can make that happen that doesn't require a bunch of my mom's blood. I'm all ears. The whole idea is that the primals are paying attention to very specific sets of rules. They're always watching what the Arnachron aren't doing, and so they are using the loopholes to get around that. We need to find out what those rules are and break a different one. And make it so big and so impactful that it can't just be talked away or ignored. And you're hoping to do this by what rule needs to be broken? Or do we have to find rules? The primals are deities of elementals. Elemental magic. Oh, yes, absolutely. I plan on bringing everything I've got, hopefully with connection of my mom, and the two of us together will create some magic that's not normally seen here on the Eleventh Plane to really draw the elemental attention. I'm going to rain down fire. That I believe. That's an oxymoron. But are the rules <laughs> for the Onokrin are the Damn ones... Damn it, Yaru! <laughs> those are the ones that have to be broken. You doing it may be fine, but the Onokrin have to break the rules. I think the Onokrin have already broken the rules with the... With their army, their god killer, them assembling to take over Varen. If they had, then the primals would be stirred. Agreed. So how do we get that to their attention? I believe the way to do that would be to open and maintain the chain gate to another location that is forbidden. And that would bring the primals fury down upon the honor grin here. I, 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 your idea is intriguing, Xanar, but there's a lot of what-ifs of how the primals may feel about that. So now we're to the point where we need to redirect a gate that we don't know how to operate. Correct. Okay. I'm all set. I love this plan. <laughs> As I mentioned... Oh, yes, no, I know. It will take a miracle. It will certainly take a miracle. Have fun storming the castle. Are we ready? Yeah. Let's go. All right. The biggest plans, decisions have just been made quickly. And the group uh, is heading off. Arena is going with you. She is going to help you guys get out of the gates and then get you back up to the other side of this gear and towards the city itself where there is a, uh, a transportation machine to beam you where you need to go, which is further deeper into the city uh, towards Anair's chambers. Correct? Is that where you're headed? I want to make yeah. sure I understand. Yep. Okay. Uh, Just take whatever you got from that and go with it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you guys uh, are put in a cart, and some of you pull again, and you head out. It's the same cart. Smells a little bad. And head out through the lower gate. Question. Um, so, Sildren has some natural resistances. If I cast Energy Aegis on myself... Will they be on top of the natural resistances yes. I have? 
Highest. Okay, so they won't stack. Correct. All right. And then who did I give the energy ages to? All right, then you get some too. Woohoo! Um, so Piercy gets a seventh level energy ages. What's that do? Uh, plus five to uh, force negative, positive, sonic, acid, cold, electric, and fire damage. It lasts for 24 hours. Xander gives the same thing to Yaru. But Yaru has that already. I know. No, Palik has it. Palik does. Palique, oh, I'm sorry. Palik has the ninth level version. Okay, gotcha. He has a seventh level version, and I imagine Yaru has a seventh has level seventh version. Level. As well. All right. What's Did different with one? the ninth level? Uh, they get plus five, you get plus ten. Oh. Force fire, negative what? Uh, force <coughs> fire, electric, cold, acid, negative, positive, sonic. And I need Shunka's new health. Two oh four. That was the same one as before. Um, did did uh, Shunka not get improved? Should have automatically. Okay. Hold, please. So many pages of character sheet. Uh, two twenty six. That's better. Nice. Yeah. The group goes outside the gate. You continue up towards these stairs, which there's also a ramp now because I need to put that in for this card. And you guys go. Uh, and she, uh, well, you guys, half of you pulling, make your way towards the city. There's another cart in front of you, another cart behind you. Some are carrying materials. Some are carrying uh, some people in them. Uh, they're just sitting. Uh, look like they're heading into the city for some sort of work-related tasks. Uh, there are carts that are passing in the opposite direction. You're approaching this great city of the honor crin uh, as you do so uh arena pops her head into the wagon itself because she's outside and leans over next to you and says uh Sandra, i'm so excited to be here and helping you out this is so incredible yeah i'm, I'm glad we're able to get this done it's not something to be excited about though this is this is super super dangerous you'll be okay and she touches your cheek again i don't know if you will what <laughs> And Look, <laughs> we've been doing this for a very long time. This is your first time. I want to be really clear with you. You could die. Why would you say that? I don't want you to die, but I'm letting you know it's very, very dangerous and it's completely possible. All NPCs that travel with us die eventually. <laughs> he just keeps looking over at Polik as he said, yeah. you could die. Polik at any moment. the NPCs for some reason. <laughs> for any <Okay>. reason. <laughs> Magic machine, a, a bronze dragon, a dagger in the back. You don't know. <laughs> uh, you get close to this giant gate uh, with a giant wall made of this uh, bronze copper material. It shines uh, in the light from a star off in the distance. There are flying dragon patrols above and all of them are completely oblivious. Your greatest asset and strength right now is they have no idea any of you are here. You make your way through the gate. The gate opens. More carts go in the opposite direction. Maybe a dozen uh, slave slash workers leave, and then you three or four carts go in. Um, you hear Arena uh, point out different directions. No, more right. We need to go down to the second avenue. Uh, the buildings here are 
a very narrow in design, uh, stacked next to each other, and then there are strange, not strange, but little strips of grassy parks in between each one where you see your first ever bits of plants, uh, Sildren. You don't recognize these plants, but there are, there's grass, little mini shrubs and plants in between each of the places. And they are, so the ground has all been like brass and copper and stuff yep. like that. What are these plants, in, like are they in like a potter or are they just growing out of? No, it's like the space between these condos, these narrow condos, uh, have been turned into a long strip of a garden plot. Okay. Cultivated, yep. obviously, yep. and is like dirt been imported? Yep. Well, you don't know about that, but there's dirt there. Okay. All right. Uh, she motions to some uh, big machine type uh, building that has a uh, an, an angled device sticking out at the top. And she says, it's that one and pulls up to the side. And she says, well, wait here. And she goes inside past two honor crin guards. And you guys wait outside. They can't see you, but you heard her talk and say, hello. She goes inside, and then a few moments later, uh, there is a side door that opens up, and she says, all right, quick, quick, come in, come in. Jump out and follow her. Okay. You follow, you close the door behind, and you are inside this beam transportation device, one of several that they have, but you can see it now, and it is a circle, maybe 10 feet in diameter, with multiple golden beams uh, going brightly down around it, almost like bars, with a one beam missing that is a way in. There are some controls off to the side, a control panel that has several lever levers and dials with strange magical symbols on them, and she he says, uh, okay, so I'm going to try and get you as close to his, his chambers as I possibly can. How will we, if we're not there, how will we know where his chambers are? I, I don't know. I've never been there. Very well. Also, what are these coordinates going to look like? Um, my father said they are most likely looking like a bunch of numbers. Do you know how to read? Oh, yes. All right, so they're going to look like numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Yaru's wincing. That was cat fight, and I'm used to cat fights. <laughs> uh, and and how many are going through? All of us. Oh, okay. Seven. Seven. Shunka. Shunka's in children's pocket. Yeah. Six. <laughs> six point five. Make it five. I'm getting in the yeah. pocket. <laughs> Jeez. It's still seven people. <laughs> All six of us. All right. Uh, I'm going to watch you do the controls so I can see how it works in case we have to do it another time. Uh, no, you, you won't. You're okay. Gonna, you're going to be gone. Chickens. All right, I'll get inside. Um, And don't think about food. That's my recommendation. Okay. Uh, Bolly's thinking about food. Yeah. <laughs> Why? What happens when we think about food? And you guys all get inside, and she goes to the control thing and starts making some adjustments. And then the final beam comes down that now creates bar. You could easily slip between the bars, but they're crackling little zzz, energy uh, golden bars. And she says, all right, it's, it's going to be any moment now. And you hear this uh, electrical whirling. of And the whole beam starts to get brighter and brighter and brighter and start to fill in the empty space between them. And now it becomes a wall of brightness and it becomes incredibly bright. Then you feel this jolting sensation as though you were on like a bungee cord that suddenly yanked you back up really hard. And you 
feel yourself flying up. You can't see anything but bright light, and all of a sudden you feel uncomfortable hitting of the ground uh, on the on your feet. And then you blink, and the uh, light starts to fade, and you find yourself in a darkened storeroom. It has crates and barrels, stacks of dried uh, meats. Uh, I'm sorry, hanging dried meats from the sides, um, and all sorts of foodstuffs. Some stairs up, and a uh, door. Uh, off to the side metal door a small uh, two and a half by two and a half door oh a little door so any idea where his quarters are from here it's the six of you oh Um, sorry I thought she was with us Sildren says may Keth give us guidance and casts um, show the way what the hell is this? Third level spell. You and affected allies gain uh, preternatural knowledge of the path ahead, allowing you to intuit the best way forward and avoid potential obstacles such as difficult or confusing terrain. For the purpose of long-distance urban tra- travel during exploration mode, traveling through difficult tr- terrain reduces speed, blah, 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 blah. Um, but basically it gives us, allow us to intuit the best way forward and avoid potential obstacles. So... Nice. Lasts for eight hours. It's a five-foot emanation. You and affected allies gain knowledge of the path ahead, allowing you to intuit the best way forward and avoid potential obstacles such as difficult or confusing terrain. Um, Yes-ish is what I'm getting from this. Uh, uh, It's not a specific, I want to go to this specific room, but it can guide you away from some major things. Maybe obstacles being like battles and... Sure. Things we don't want to run into. Uh, that will take you 10 minutes to cast, though. While you're okay. casting that. Yeah, I would have probably cast that earlier than if I had known that. Okay. Yeah. Let's do that. Okay. Wants it to... last eight hours. Sure. So. Piercy wants to pry open a couple of crates real quick just to see what's in them. All right. You see a bunch of dry foodstuffs. You see uh, some very fancy-looking cooking utensils of gold uh, in them. Uh, some fine plates that do not look like anything you've ever seen before as well. Who thought about food? <laughs> <laughs> All of us, because she mentioned it. Polik's going to go up to the access door all right, it is bolted. You open it up. It swings inwards, and it is a thick metal door. And on the other side is the edge of this building and also the edge of this giant gear you're on. And it's just a huge drop into open space on the other side. Oh, not going that way. Nope. And so, yeah, she shuts it. All right, you shut it and lock it closed. Is there another way? There's stairs. Stairs. Well, right. Open it again, see if it goes to a different place. Um, so Polik will lead the way, going very, very quietly. Stealthily going up the stairs, you hear a lot of sounds of some arguing and cooking and can smell food being made. Uh, and there's a kitchen just on the other side of this door at the top of the stairs. She's going to peek her head in. 
right? You open up the door and peek inside. You see there are about a dozen people in there that are quickly, frantically making food as fast as they can. Are they onocrine? Not a single one is onocrine. They're covered in flour or sweat and working hard. You see three of them that, uh, no, three more come in from a big door uh, and they also do not appear to be onocrine, but they have veils that are over their faces and have little chimes, uh, uh, crystals on uh, their veils that make little clinking, tinkling noises as they come in. And they come in and they grab some big plates of food and then they leave. And a little bit later, a couple more come in with these veils with tinkly sounds. Hey, we we what are find some of the tinklings. Yeah, what, uh, is Sildren aware of any... Um, like like why why those bells are important or if there's a purpose to them make an honor crin lore 46 yeah i was wondering if there's anything in the storeroom such as like an apron or uniform anything like that down here make a perception 36 leak is going to pull out um a beret of disguise okay never mind what did you roll? Uh, I rolled a uh, not thirty-six. Okay. <laughs> I rolled a forty, so okay. I didn't pass. And dons it and wants to look like one of the servants with the veil. You do so, Piercy, uh, because he has prescient planning planner. Um, he pulls out of his cheek pouch. Five more of those tinkling veils that he found in that crate when he was searching just previously. Mmm, moist. Um, but I think it's one item. I can hold up to four i four items of, of holding is one thing. Right bolt. Prescient is no. Yeah. Okay. Carefully remove well, an item you haven't previously declared that you purchased. I'll take out one. All right. You have one. You look very pretty in that piercing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna uh, grab a plate and follow, not so closely behind, and see where these are going. As does piercing. Can't play chef for too long. We've got to find this place. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm thinking that this will get me close, if not directly there. Okay. Uh, uh, give, us a, give us a couple of minutes. We'll wait here then. Okay. We'll go back to the storage area where we won't be seen. Here. Xander gives Palik the stone that he uses to talk to Yaru. Oh, nice. Thank you for not giving it to him. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What was the name of that? The Majinor. Got it. Uh, Majinor's IP. Yeah. That doesn't help. <laughs> Ruby from Majinor, I guess. Is it 20, 20 gold? Does it need to be attuned? Hopefully not. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It needs to be attuned so it doesn't work that way. Ooh. That's a good Sorry. No worries. Yeah, got to keep we'll go, it in. We'll go blind. Okay. Shout. Or you and Xanner go together with the veils and we stay behind. Xander, you used to be, pretend to be a slave. Go ahead. That did not go very well. People <laughs> died. Yeah, go ahead, Piercy. It's all right. Yeah, I trust let's you. Let's go. We got to go. That way we can stay in communication. 
you'll hear us if uh, you I, need yeah, to. Pelik and Piercy going, something will go wrong. Hopefully. <laughs> That's we'll... the other reason why. <laughs> Piercy. Piercy grabs the plate, looks at Pelik and says, after you. Yep. So Pelik and Piercy are going. Yep. All right, you step out of the storeroom, close the door behind you, and are now in the kitchen. There is a big, round uh, half-orc who is commanding the kitchen and says, uh, Hurry along! Get that out! And he points to a bunch of uh, bread that's warm and been sliced with some cheese. You hope is cheese. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, yep, Piercy grabs a plate. Yeah, well, uh, will grab a plate and lead lead the way. Alright, you grab a plate and you lead the way. As you go out, several more of these chime-wearing folks go back in, and you step out into a beautiful courtyard. The most amount of greenery you've seen. Gorgeous thick grass uh, everywhere. There are tables and chairs and lounge chairs type things set up, and there are a bunch of honor crin, 30 or 40 of them that are all sitting around chatting and talking. They have uh, food being brought to them, uh, beverages that are being served to them all by a bunch of non-Honorcrin wearing these little veil things. And all of the Honorcrin have the same veils on too. They appear to be having a delightful but restrained good time. Uh, Do they and- have COVID? What? Do they have COVID? No. <laughs> They try not to get cooked. And uh, they're laughing and having some fun. And the two of you are out there. And it's uh, this courtyard is ringed by arches. And there's a huge other part of this uh, fortress structure on the other side. There's multiple floors above it as well. So you're kind of surrounded by three or four stories of of windows that overlook this courtyard as well. And one of the honor crin uh, snaps his fingers and says, Ah, I'll have some of that cheese. Now, how, how big is this courtyard? Maybe a 180 feet by 60 feet rectangular. There seemed to be a head table. Yes. Um, Piercy starts heading in that direction. Do you guys want and to no. just tear apart your character sheets now? By the way, Pleak will head to the one that just snapped. At, yes. At uh, at us, and go that direction, and let Piercy. All right. You're going to Captain Steubing's table. Sure. Okay. Going, going, just heading towards the head table. You're there. And when he gets within 30 feet of the head table, he, he wants to use. Oh my Chris God. is shaking his head. He Alistair wants to use um, perception to try and see if he can sniff out first caliber denier. Okay. We know what he looks like. Oh, there's wearing a mask. Never mind. Duh. We know what it looks like. Uh, make a society roll. Good luck. Do I get I get a plus two because I'm because I'm a long snout rat? Uh, I'm using perception to seek. When have you dealt with a Nire before? You've seen him. Yeah. Not smell wise though. No, that was an image. So yeah. no, you don't get the smell bonus. All right, you make the society roll. Society. There's, there's a phrase not said often. <laughs> don't get the smell no bonus. smell bonus. At thirty-seven. With a 37, you are confident Anire is not here. Okay. You do uh, overhear the person who appears to be in charge, and that is uh, a second calibrate is brought up. 
And that was, what What was his name? You didn't get that. You just heard someone refer to him by his title. And uh, he's an onocrin that is also wearing one of these masks. Everyone's okay. tingling around with their crystals attached um, to it. I, I accidentally fumble my plate, and I need to go back and get a new one. All right. You fumble the plate. It drops all over, and you catch a whole bunch of eyes looking at you. I, I pick it all up, and I rush back into the kitchen. Um, he makes some motion to a guard, and you run off. On our way out to this courtyard, were there any hallways that shot off from the kitchen, or was it like kitchen? Kitchen goes right out, but there are multiple big arches. So there's multiple arches that lead to like a little deck type area, and then there's multiple big arches that lead into the structure itself. You can see there are some guests that are going in there uh, for a more relaxed experience. Okay. Um, Well, uh, Polik will go over to the, the one that yelled at us for some cheese and then uh what she's hoping to do is serve serve them and then uh make her way inside following the other guests all right you deliver some cheese exciting finale action with some cheese delivery and then you head uh (laughs) off (laughs) did you say tom when they came out of the storeroom three went into the storeroom no three went into the kitchen Uh, you you go out uh, and go into the structure itself, and there you see some guests lounging around on some chairs, uh, warming themselves a little bit. You see many different doors, stairs, all sorts of places. This is the large castle-like environment. She would like to duck out, like duck away from the guests. You have done so. You are all alone in a uh, long hallway. You can hear laughter behind you and some voices down at the end of the hall. There's multiple doors here, multiple floors. Any indication of like what these rooms are or... Uh... You want to check a door? Yeah. You check a door and it appears to be some sort of gathering space of honorific trophies and flags. Each door is, does not appear to be labeled. Um, she's going to go down the hallway a little bit and look for more like a residence or All right. offices. Back over to Piercy. Piercy rushes back into the kitchen um, and goes up to the, you said it's a half work? Yes. Chef? Uh, the, the first caliber is not a happy, but the bread and the cheese. The says wants to talk to uh, all right now. What? That's right to now, he said. Oh, no. And he dusts himself off, cleans his hand off in a dirty rag, fixes his hair, his orcish hair, his half his half orcish hair, and then... There's more of it. <laughs> and then says, uh, take me take me to him. Uh, <laughs> Pinned you again. After you. <laughs> <laughs> He says, he says, very well. And he uh, walks out and walks past the courtyard scene and walks into the interior area where Palik had gone into. And, and Piercy is a couple steps behind him. Okay. And he walks over towards one of the servants there and says, uh, you, tell me, tell me where uh, Nanaya's quarters are. He's very displeased. And this uh, young guy behind the veil just says, I have no idea. And goes over to another one and says, you, Anaya's quarters, He's. We, I need to speak with him immediately. And it's you he's grabbed onto. What do you say? Oh, I'm not sure where they are. I was, uh, yeah, ah, I'm, I'm sorry. He backslaps you for two points of bludgeoning damage. 
You tell me. And the third one says, uh, oh, oh, can you write this way? And this lady goes uh, upstairs quickly. I can't believe this. This is a nightmare. And they go upstairs. And she says, oh, it's right here on that door. And she goes slinking off. And he straightens his, his um, Chef Ramsay white chef coat and slowly approaches the door. Piercy is still just a couple steps behind. All right. He's at the third floor. Leak is a bunch of steps behind. Okay. And he goes to the door and he goes, knock, knock, knock. And he waits. And there is no answer. First caliber denier, I'm here. I apologize for any issues with your food. We can make whatever it is that you need immediately. And there is no answer. He turns around and looks for you, Percy. He sees me because I'm right. standing right there. Ah! <laughs> There's no answer. Uh, I don't. Maybe he maybe he stepped out to go to the the, the party. Uh, I. I've I've a go I've a go I've a, he threw it all over I've a go I've a clean up inside and. You can go back to the kitchen. I I will take care of this for you. And you will, obviously. Then uh, 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 go get some better bread. and Yes. And let me know the moment you see him. Yes, yes, and let you know. He grabs you by your shoulders with strength, and then it becomes much softer, and he looks very seriously in your eyes. My life depends on you. I am trusting you. Please. It's, o- it's okay. I, I, will, I, will, I will have your back. Thank you. And he leans close and licks your forehead. Great. (laughs) Great. This is all I have for payment. (laughs) And off he goes, and he leaves. I've just figured out Sildren's new favorite way of greeting people. (laughs) Saying thank you. (laughs) He walks by, and Pleak make a stealth roll. Yeah, Pleak would have, like, ducked into a room. Make a stealth roll. Quick, make a stealth roll! Uh... He doesn't see you, walks right past you in the shadows, walks downstairs. I'm Palik! I'm Palik! So as soon as he passes, Palik will, you know, slink out towards the door. All right. Uh, Uh, It's you and uh, Piercy at a a locked door. uh, Palik. Very, very quickly be unlocked. All right. Uh, You have some sort of uh, thievery skill? Quick unlock. Open this door. One action. Wow. Um, make a roll. Uh, I'm gonna use a hero point. Okay. So I rolled a three. Uh, you can do it. That's much better. I rolled a sixteen. I don't know what you want me to use. Thievery. Yeah. 50. Wow, you opened that door instantaneously. It had no defense against you. The door swings open. You are inside. The place is uh, slightly darkened, but does have a magical light that slowly comes up a little bit when you enter. You see uh, Spartan quarters. You do see some uh, flags. They tend to have, uh, uh, how would you describe it? 
almost like a rectangular flag, but with a triangle out of the bottom shape of it. And then they have different symbols that mean different things and honorifics and glories that they have. This is the highest ranking calibrate of the Honor Corinne's personal chambers you guys are now in. His most prestigious and valuable honorifics he's ever had. His very room, his sock drawer. I mean, it's here. Everything <laughs> you've ever wanted of his personal space. Like sniffing underwear already. And, and again, he's a, he thinks you're <laughs> Somewhere else or dead entirely in the world of Varen. Yeah, we start looking for some start coordinates. Looking, don't mess anything up. It's okay. That's and okay. It's got to be something with a bunch it's of numbers. Okay. Keep putting things uh, up. With a bunch of numbers. He's like rolling it, rolling through his bed, just <laughs> messing up the sheet. Or you could just reconstruct it to make it look. Uh, Percy is, is looking for a, a book, a scroll, a box, like yeah. anything. All right. That looks like it might have some coordinates in it on it. You find a box. It is a safe-looking uh, device that is underneath the bed but attached to the floor. You even okay. think it is constructed magically with the floor. Right. But it has a uh, has a latch, and it has some sort of magical uh, lock-type concept you've never seen before. Oh, uh, yeah. Polik, I think I found it. No, oh, that, that looks promising. Can I open it? Polik have any knowledge? I mean, she's been around. You think that you've got the tools? You might be able to do it. Okay. Um, make a just a d twenty roll for me. Um, twelve. It is not only locked, but it has had a lock spell attached to it uh, that increases its. It's a level two. Lock spell <laughs> that's been attached to it. Um, while while Polik <laughs> is looking at. The, the safe piercing goes over, shuts the door, locks it, like puts a chair up, like is just barring the door. <laughs> oh, and there is and light the that does come through a window that overlooks the courtyard. Okay. So uh, so the door is closed, locked, and, and barred to the best. I'm not 100% positive I can open this. Uh, can, can we take it with us? Does it move at all? No. I cannot open it. Um... And it's what kind of lock does it have on it? Some sort of magical thing that needs some. You haven't. You don't see a key slot, but you do see a means to get tools into a a slit where the the little locking mechanism go. Have anyone seen the lockpick lawyer? Come on, work with me here. (laughs) So we do. There is a way to pick it. Yes. Okay, Palik gets on her belly, leans in close, and starts trying to figure this out. You shove some tools and work on it. Make a thievery roll, please. Um, 49. There is a click and the door opens. <laughs> Shit, nice. yeah. Can I ask what you rolled? 15. Okay. <laughs> There's a click and the door opens and it swings open silently. What's in there? Uh, inside, uh, you see there is a, a ring that you cannot identify and there is a scroll in a scroll case. Piercy grabs the ring, puts it in his mouth. Okay. Oh, oh, oh man, I'm conflicted here. Right, so there's there's a rat ass jammed out <laughs> hanging out. The bed, and there's Bleak in there too. Uh, and I didn't mention the Nyers are sleeping and waked yeah. up this whole time just watching. Uh, what the Bleak hell? Will open the scroll case. All right, you open it up. Inside is a scroll, and you take a look, and the scroll has all sorts of strange magical hieroglyphics and numbers that you, a simpleton, have no idea what they mean. 
but it's a bunch of numbers. It looks to be. And I've seen scrolls before because I've pilfered scroll cases before. Does this look like another, like a. Does not look like scroll. a spell scroll, okay. no. Okay, I think we got it. Okay, let's go. I guess we took the ring. We're taking this, so taking taking the ring. You're giving me whatever. Half. Half that ring is mine. Let's go. Let's go. And uh, Felique will shut the. Shut the. Uh, yeah, safe. 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 All right. Make sure it. you poop on his bed first. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amber. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. That's deprivation. I mean, deprivation. On a critical failure for your cheek stuffing thing, do you accidentally swallow? <laughs> I don't. Th- there's no role for that. <laughs> don't give Tom any ideas. Jesus. Starts choking, and all the Heimlich does is return it back to the pouch. Uh, okay, so Palika lead the way, sneaking out of the room. All right, you open the door, and immediately, I'm so sorry. What are you doing here? Says the big half orc, who has returned from the kitchen. I I had I asked her to help me clean. He looks around. If we cleaned it all. Make a deception roll, Piercy. Yeah. Sir Piercy von Skeetenlever. Honorable. Sir. Where'd my other 20 go? Okay, Where's my lion 20? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right. So 18. I still have. It's still with, is it still within a week? I've got about one day left on my week. Oh, my God. I've got about one day left on my week. I'll allow it. All right. <laughs> a ripped out so, paper. <laughs> so a 46. It's like the most valuable buff that's ever been. It's very yeah. small. It's so long. A 46? Yeah. He says, all right, come with me. And he pulls you harshly, Palik, by the hand. We've got much work to do. Okay. Piercy follows that. All right. And he's just dragging you like the lame slave you are, Palik, down the stairs roughly. I don't want to see any food dying on my window. We've got to go. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking donkey. And uh, pulls you across and then realizes he's kind of making a scene as you guys cross the courtyard and lets go of you and just pushes you uh, briskly on the back. I think that's an ayer up on the podium. And he stops and looks. I don't think so. Looks like him. Stealth. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And he starts looking. I know know where the, I know what needs to come out of the kitchen. I'm going to go, I'll go. Deception roll, please. (laughs) I know food. Uh, 50. 5-0? Five, oh. He's fretting over. Oh, man. He I rolls won't. a 13, and he's like, oh, oh man. This <laughs> Only half of a hundred. <laughs> uh, he says, uh, I'll be back. And he goes yeah, walking we'll, over. We'll get the bread and the cheese out. All right. This poor half-orc is going to go cause trouble accidentally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We... We're heading straight yeah, straight to the storage yeah. room. Okay. You guys walk past the frazzled-looking cooks. You ignore them, go to the storage room, open it up, head inside, close the door, are killed by Yaru, and then, then you're downstairs <laughs> in the storeroom. I finally find an apron. Oh, I'm so sorry. Can't like reflexes. One millimeter punch. We got it. So uh, we're waiting then. I uh, think. Here. A couple minutes. Let me get my hands and enter the scroll case. Can Xander read it? Yes. It does definitely it's look like some sort instructions. of... instructions. says, yeah. suck it, Villa. The real instructions are... <laughs> yes. Totally magical. Uh, they are instructions that have something to do with teleportation. Of course. Perfect. This is it. 
shit! When's your girlfriend coming to get us? She's right here. He handed me a scroll. You... And the other one is... The other one? <laughs> the other one? <laughs> the, other one. <laughs> the other one what? <laughs> Zandra? Not important to me. <laughs> Look, let's not get into a three-way argument. Oh, wait a Campaign's going to end with a divorce. <laughs> With that, there is a golden shaft of light that appears. And we uh, walk in. You walk, walk in. in. You guys walk in. The light fades. Maybe a minute later, some uh, Honorkrin guard is sent to investigate who arrived, but sees nothing unusual in the storeroom. And the group is safely away back in the teleportation <sighs> chamber across the city. Wow. And we will take our break there. We'll be right back after these few messages. <laughs> <laughs>
you arrive back in the teleportation chamber in this circle with uh, beams of light, uh, almost like cell bars that slowly shrink in uh, diameter, still bright, but then one disappears up into the ceiling and you can step out of this transportation beam device. Um, Arena is there and she comes over to you, Xander. Did you get it? We did, look! Oh, I knew you would. And she gives you a Polite big hug. It. Oh. Yeah. We wouldn't be nothing without her. I'm She's sure, the I'm, best part of our team. I'm sure it was easy. Best part of our team. <laughs> so can, can, you, can you read that and get us to the coordinates? I can. Uh, let's see. And she looks it over and starts pointing. Okay, and this goes. Uh, yes, I can. And how long, I guess, I just keep pulsing backwards. Don't set a timer. <laughs> don't, don't set a timer. It's a, it's a one-way trip. This might be one way for us. Are you serious? Check on us in 30 minutes. We're not back. Try one more time. Then... Get yourself to safety. Okay, so don't do anything, but do something at 30 minutes and then at some other undetermined time? In another 30 minutes. Okay, every 30 I, minutes no, twice. I'm trying to be patient with you. In an hour. 30 minutes and 60 minutes. I heard you. <laughs> <laughs> How much oblivion vial do you have? <laughs> um, what is the ring? Oh, what ring? don't know about the ring? Piercy hasn't. Piercy didn't spit it yeah, out. Yeah, no. Oh, okay. We're not telling you. That's our ring. <laughs> oh, it's always good to keep that secret. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I mean, the ring I have It's a ring-shaped hole in the gate. It's a magical <laughs> element, but the ring doesn't fill a hole. Uh, are you it's ready? Piercy. I'm not going to go into his mouth for nope. it. Nope. I will. <laughs> you guys don't know about it. It's true. We don't. Oh, yes. We're ready. So this is it, then. This is it. And she comes close to you, Xander, and says, I believe in you. I think, I, I, I know you can do this. That's why you're here. Piercy comes up and says, uh, <laughs> She tries to kiss you, but this wet hand gets in between the two of you. Ooh. Xander uh, looks at the ring and magic saliva. detects magic on it. Detects magic. I'll let you make the, the tech magic roll. Arcana. Ooh, a ring. It's uh. Man, I want to keep rolling 19s. Uh, that's a 52. With a 52, it is a ring that uh, is a protection for... Po well, yeah, you know it. It is a ring of protection for possible failures uh, of uh, energy or anything coming from the God Killer Titan that uh, hmm. First Caliber Denier uses. He no longer needs it, but it might provide uh, one-time protection from someone who has it on them. He he no longer needs it because he has control and he's inside. <gasps> okay, um, he's inside. inside. Oh. Uh, Piercy, this is for protection against the God. <laughs> I thought Killer that's Titan? what you said when yeah. you described it. Oh, it's just it's the one that uh, kill. He can kill. Uh, uh, who? Children and uh, and Bolly, yeah. Or Keth. Or the Stone Father, if it's if rumors are true, according to what Vilris said, it's supposed to be very strong. So I would hang on to this. This might be really valuable. Or give it to Pleek, because she's really valuable. 
I, th I think <clears throat> Sildren or Bali. I think so, and I think Bali. I think Bali too. <laughs> Bali gets the ring. Uh, Bali, stay alive. Here you go. What well, we don't know what this does. I said stay alive. Just put it on. I'm putting and it toot it already. Oh, it's only a size put your seven. your belly aching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not not really for me. It's a pinky Can you ring wear my neck? of protection. Okay, so Bali has the ring. Okay. Okay. Nice. The ring is on Bali's hand. You feel a sense of power around it. She nervously goes to this beam device. It's really interesting to me you guys are using the very device that's been used against you, against them. Uh, and she is there, and she says, I, I hope to see you uh, again, all of you. If we survive this, we will come and get you. And she presses some controls, and that beam of light closes off the circle. Things get brighter and brighter and brighter, and then in crazy bright, and boom, you feel a lifting sensation as you're yanked up, bright light everywhere, and choom, you feel uh, yourself arrive. It is brightly lit. You can't see much of anything. You can hear lots of mechanical sounds of gears and cogs uh, grinding and moving against each other like you're within some giant clock-like machine. Your eyes start to focus, and it feels warm very warm. As your eyes focus, you sense orange around you. You feel yourself on big plates of steel, metal. Uh, underneath the plates are strange clockwork pieces that stick out, uh, that look crazy strong, that are connected to each other, moving around dangerously. There are more sections of these steel that lead out almost uh, like a bridge or small island of maybe three, four hundred feet long of space over an endless uh, seeming chasm of lava that's all around you. Uh, it is super hot. This mini island you're on is maybe, I don't know, 70 feet wide and almost like a pseudo barbell shape. So there's a narrow section and a wider section on the other side. As your eyes adjust, uh, you can hear above the din of uh, mechanical noises. You can hear a voice off in the distance. And it is a, a lady saying, Zandre, is that you? Yes. You look around. Far away, several hundred feet on the other side, you see a large chain gate, uh, similar to one you've dealt with before, but unlike it at the same time. Instead of an arch, this one has a central core of energy that is vibrating energy, almost in a dome, with several chains that pull into it. And hovering above that is your mother, about 20 feet, suspended in some sort of restraining magical field and hanging there. Um, on, I'm guessing 60 feet in an like an X formation, like the like a five on a five-sided die, five pips. So in the four corners okay. are magical glowing power sections um, that are slowly um, getting stronger and stronger and stronger as you slowly start to piece this all together. Um, uh, you don't see this, but what happens is there is a uh, automaton that is not too far away from that that goes by the name Clockwork Amalgam. You guys fought one of these before uh, at the Shifting 
Nightingale or so, or somewhere around there, or the or the the Wavering Sphere, something like that. I think it was the Wavering Sphere. It was below, before the Wavering Sphere, and underneath uh, Azimir's water. There you go. So you fought one of those. So there are two of these machines that have the five different arms, and they start. They rise up. You see. Also, there is a bronze clockwork dragon except this one is larger than you've ever seen before uh and uh, it is a clockwork dragon master a machine that it is used as templates for all the other smaller ones this is the main one it rises up too upon your arrival and at the far side is a gargantuan titan a machine of huge metal with a big uh, halberd like blade sticking out of its arm uh crackling with energy and magic you do not see because it's so far away but you do uh, but a figure does climb within it mm. as he does the machine steps forward towards the gate area in the middle as you guys are still trying to catch your bearings someone stopping piercy from tumbling accidentally into the lava and you hear a booming voice coming uh amplified by this titan that says <clears throat> So you're here. Enough lies. Enough games. This gate is as ready as it will ever be. Let the Onocrin expansion begin. And as he says that, there is a blue field of energy that lights up. And for the first time you see maybe 90 feet above you, there's a blue magical field that extends far, 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 as far as you can see. And on top of this blue field is tons of metal. More of these machines, automated beasts, I think more in the level 15 to 16 range. I can't remember, clockwork something or others that you fought in the past. Uh, big automaton beasts hundreds thousands of them and then there are hundreds or thousands of the smaller bronze clockwork flying beasts that you've seen ridden before they're all just in there jammed and you see this field all gathers together with a small magical field that is suspended almost like a portal in this blue thing that is right over the gate um, and that is what you see the last thing i'll say as the titan steps forwards sorry two more things i'll say for this explanation the four sections start to power up. The Titan steps forward and makes a big sweeping motion. Xanar, you catch your breath as he you see him attack your mother, and she falls lifeless in her suspension, blood now pouring out of her body and falling down into the gate herself as Anair has just slain her. Just just now. Her? Just as you start to see what's going on and get a sense of this, this big cut with his titan and your mother gasps for a bit and hangs there above the chain gate, her blood spilling down onto it. The sections, the four I mentioned that are around it start to power up, all four, but something doesn't quite go right with them all. You're not sure why. All four of the sections don't power up. Any guess to how many of the four actually power up? Three. three. Correct. <laughs> Just three power up. And you hear, it doesn't matter. Each one brings our glory ever closer. And he starts stomping and stomping. And he says, arise, my army, and take this new world for the honor, Kryn. The slot above in the blue field disappears, and the creatures start falling in, almost like an hourglass falling in, crashing through the corpse of your mother and falling through into the chain gate itself. Five, ten, just start disappearing as you guys start racing over there, and we have a battle on our hands, my friends. 
So the assumption is that they are pouring into Varan right now. Yes. Right? Here we go. Sorry, Angry Xander. <laughs> wow. It's all happening inside of a pocket watch. <laughs> Essentially, that is actually fairly accurate. That you have there, because if you guys recall, when we encountered the Clockwork Dragons the first time, Ignal and Xaner were sh shrunk mm -hmm. into the box. So this is what you see: this these giant plates of steel. You guys are on. There are. Uh, Cogwheels everywhere, super strong cogwheels that are moving around. You can cross those if you so choose. You will take 20 points of bludgeoning damage. Sorry, 25 points of bludgeoning damage if you were to cross those and not walk on the steel plates. So that kind of creates little, I don't know, little river type things of just gears that will get in the way. And then outside of this mini island is uh, molten hot magma uh, that's everywhere. In addition, every so often uh, through control of uh, Nair, you can see his uh, Titan that he is within make a subtle motion with an arm and a giant gear will come grinding out and over the area and it grinds and destroys metal plating and violently where 10 seconds ago you guys had just teleported in and walked away from. So he doesn't seem to have perfect control of it and is absolutely trying to grind you to your bones. That is our situation. We have an initiative on our hands. Quick question. How tall is this? Is there a There's not a ceiling. It's open air now, 90 right? feet is where the barrier of the... But it's just a... It's a. Would that be considered a ceiling or just a barrier? That will be the ceiling. Okay. 90 feet. Yes. After you. All right. Piercy is doing an after you. I'm rolling initiative not good perfect uh, uh piercy you came in last anyways <laughs> first up is uh oh stand by stand by stand by <laughs> you guys all have two more because your level increase oh and that one doesn't matter <clears throat> And actually, that one is the leader, so this one comes down to here. That works, and Palik. You have a pretty high initiative there, Bali. That's our situation right there. Wow, that's is the chain gate that spot attaining. in the very middle? Yes. Okay. Yes. Good question. I would assume the three lit up big gears are the conduits that are lit up. Yeah, they're conduits of power that are rising up into the air. all that difficult terrain at just the flat range. I don't care about the terrain. A bit. <laughs> 300 feet. 300. Okay. All right. Anaya's up first. He's going to delay. Bali, you are up. Oh, I don't like that. Uh, Go, my yes. army! Go, my army! Uh, Bali casts regenerate on Yara. If you do it again, I'll scroll in and, and oh. regenerate. Regenerate. Fifteen health per. You can reattach limbs that you lose. 
You cannot die for its duration. And that's on who? That's uh, on me, Yaru. <clears throat> Anything else? Xanner, you're up. One shield and that. No movement, shielding up. Xanner. Xanner casts Meteor Storm over a Nair and the two power conduits in the top north there. Okay. Meteor Storm, that is a reflex save and roll your damage. All right. Five. Fifteen. Every turn? Oh. Natural 20. Anaya's come to play. Oh, oh shit. Right off the bat. Kidding me? That's ridiculous. Does this Titan have to get one? No, too? that is okay. the stat I'm right. rolling. Same Fair enough. There, yeah. Just wanted to make sure. Nine twenty-six. Uh, yeah. So sorry, that was twenty-six uh, bludgeoning damage that falls, and then uh, that is. So let me see. Ten d six bludgeoning damage to any creature in the ten foot burst at the center of its area of effect before exploding, then dealing fourteen d six fire damage to any creatures in the forty foot burst. Okay. So that dragon is caught in it as well. Ten, twenty, twenty-five, thirty, thirty-three, plus fifty. Oh no, that was eight. I don't want the interior hit; just the main hit, the the radius, the forty-foot radius one. Which is the the fire damage? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Boom! Meteors come smashing down. The dragon uh, passes its save, but it takes half. That's uh, 55 points. 55, okay. Flame damage. Uh, You light it up. You smash. Fire comes raining down. Giant meteors smash around. The uh, god killer titan seems to have come through unscathed. The clockwork dragon has come through unscathed and is immune to the damage. The two portal, the two power sections, conduits of the chain gate that are maybe 80 feet away from it diagonally uh, come through unscathed. They are not resistant to fire in any way, but you immediately sense that you have to be very, very close, point blank, to trigger any effect on those power conduits. Xander stands there shaken, not sure what has caused all this chaos. His mother, everything, nothing is going right for Xander. Yeah, um, I got one more action. Uh, Xander will, he'll pull up a shield. Get ready for the next one. Xander's gonna pull up a shield. The uh, dragon is going to delay. Uh, Yaru. Um. I will... Okay, I can do that. I will use my first action to activate my Anklets of Alacrity, giving me 80 foot speed. And then I will move 160 feet to the first cog in the north, going up like through the metal bar there so I don't take damage. 
Um, but it's you don't have to physically do it. You're gonna go. Up. I'm gonna go up to where Piercy is and through the metal. So you'd have to go back, left, and around. It's gonna eat up a lot of your movement, I think. Yeah, unless you're gonna like oh, you really teleport somehow. Can you jump that distance? Um, Teleport, right? You fly? How high is the the bar thing? The bar thing. You're, you're What's right in front of them? The the. It's a bar, computers. right? Yeah. No, it's uh, this. It, 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 it's it's plates of ground, and underneath it are these cogs. You would have to jump onto as they grind up your feet and jump back on. So can level, you jump over level. It? You can jump. Oh, I can jump over feet. that pretty yeah. easily. But that's that's what I'm saying. It's an action. I'm trying to get. There. Um, get halfway there. Well, if it's 160 feet, I should be able to make it. You got to figure it out, Seth. It's 160 gotta... feet, like as a crow flies. You're gonna have oh, to go yeah. up here, here. It's gonna take. You can get uh, halfway there. Um. Okay, I will do that. I'll run around because I don't want to waste what, my. What about floor. your wind jump or your teleport? I don't, I don't have wind jump. I'll, I don't want to cost any more focus points than I need to right okay. now. Um, and flight is kind of not necessary in this uh, plane. So how about this stuff? For the first one, I'll just I'll, I will do a jump for my first action. Second two actions will be to go 160 feet towards the cog. So you can get just south of this. Cog so as he's here. moving to confirm, Tom, you said that Monira. Is dying. No, She's... she was. Uh, if she was had any sense of life left to her, she is gone and been. Uh, all these machines have just fallen. They fall. Okay. Through her so... onto her and and down into the gate. Okay. Um. There is an uh, master. Yara, you're moving like crazy. You leap over and you're running like crazy. Is that right? I do, and I have no more actions left. All right. The dragon then goes. It interrupts Sildren. It flies right towards you. Mm -hmm. Oops, I'm cheating. I want to make sure it's the right distance. And I just moved it. Let's keep it legit here. The dragon is moving to there. Okay. Dragon flies with this clockwork thing past you, Yaru, and then blasts a blast of fire, uh, enhanced fire that blasts out in a straight line, catching Bali, Shunka, and Sildren. I need all of you guys to make reflex saves. Your target number is a 45. Jeremy, roll 1d4 for me, please. 1d6 for me. No, 1d6. No, 1d4. Sorry. <laughs> 47. Success for me. Nice. Uh, both Sildren and Shunka failed. It's a white. Okay. Uh, that is 66 damage to Sildren and Shunka. Fire damage and 33 to Bali. Flame goes flying across. The dragon is done. Sildren, you can go. It's charged up. It's only one. How much damage? 66? Mm -hmm. 66. These guys have immunity to fire. That's nice. I don't know if it's immunity. Um, and actually, as Sildren is damaged, is injured, um, that will create a um, effect. 
which is going to be dun, 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 dun. Mr. Dragon's going to have to roll something here. Bear with me. Okay. Do, 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 do. Blinding Fury. Um, he needs to make a will saving throw at this moment. The dragon does. The dragon sure does. Okay. It tries to resist with a total of 47. Okay, it's fine. Okay, good. Uh, Sildren, your turn. All right, lovely. This is fun so far. Um, okay, so that dragon is right there. Sildren will... It's flying, I presume. The dragon? Uh-huh. Uh, yes. Just maybe 50 feet off the ground, though. Okay. Uh, Sildren actually is going to cast uh, Mask of Terror, and then it's going to affect him, Shunka, Piercy, Xanner, and what's the range on it? How close is Palik to? 35. 35? Uh, I think it's going to be 30 feet, so the other one's going to be Bali. So the five of us are all affected by Mask of Terror. Okay. Five creatures, one minute. Yeah, 30 feet. All right, are you done? Um, no, I'm not. Uh, next action is going to be Sildren moving forward 35 feet, uh, crossing over, and then heading up kind of to the north, getting out of line of sight of the dragon. Uh, that is a lower cog. That's beneath you. So you're allowed to run on top of those. It does not block line of sight. Got it. Um, okay. Then I'm heading somewhat close to the... Yeah, just straight across there. 35 feet. Yep, that'll work. All right. Shunka going with you. Uh, Shunka is traveling. Yeah. Um, Shunka's going to go and head more to the south. And Shunka's movement is 50, I believe, 50 feet. What? What? <clears throat> you cast a mask More south parallel to Sildren, so. Um, so on the same line as what Sildren is, just straight south of him. Yeah. Okay, one of the clockwork amalgams go. runs stomping, but it's only has a move speed of 30. It's five different arm, crazy arms, each with a different ability, ready to go, and it's blocking a small bridge onto the last section of this island. The other clockwork is holding to see what's happening. Pleek, you're up. Then Piercy. Okay. Uh, Pleek's going to light her wings up. Nice. Shoo, wings up here. Bat wings. Yep. Yep. And get right on top of this thing. You're racing right towards the clockwork amalgam. Yep. All right. Ugly bucket of bolts. And that will be all three of her action. Oh, you're just right up onto its face. Mm -hmm. um, let me check what we have here. Stand by. Let's look at that. Let's look at that. What is the range on that? Okay. Uh, it is uh, Anair's turn. He's going to interrupt, and he's going to stomp forward close and be a beam adjacent the uh, chain gate. And he is air walking about 10 feet off the ground, by the way, in his Titan. It's hovering above. It's a freaking Battletech mech is what it's yeah, become. Yeah. Piercy. Designed by Phineas Tumblepot. <laughs> <laughs> Phineas. Yeah, um, I'm looking at my anklets real quick. How much does that increase my 20 speed? Feet. 20. 
Right, 20 feet for the anklets. Yes, alacrity. 20 feet movement speed and uh, acrobatics boost as well. <clears throat> All right. Um, so I activate uh, my anklets of alacrity mm-hmm. first off. Uh, so now I have, with panache, 80 foot uh, speed per turn. Super fast. Um and I I do that and I tumble behind the uh, other side of this clockwork amalgam. You're gonna make a tumble th- tumble behind. Tum- tumble through. Which is what's the difference through and behind? I know. One gives you. Um, I can't remember. Uh, flat-footed status, and one doesn't. I will use the. Yeah, one. you always want to do that one. Yeah, the better one. All right. <clears throat> Roll uh, forty-five is your target number. Okay. So I'm flanking now. Well, you're t- you're tumbling through. You got to make that roll. Yes. Acrobatics, forty-five. Yes. Uh, six. If you it. fail, you end up in front of it. Yeah. Just, right. So there's a sixteen, seventeen. I get. Uh, I actually I get a plus to that. Eighteen. Um, that's like a. It's like a fifty. Okay, you're good. Yeah, you tumble through. Now what are you doing? All right. <clears throat> And now I'm, uh, was that one, two? One to do the anklets. One to do the anklets, one to move. One and to tumble. tumble. Okay. Three. okay, there's my three. Okay. Piercy has done the master Bali. Sorry, Bali goes first. I need to be with two within thirty feet of me. Uh, that's gonna take two movements. You're seventy feet away. Of course, I'm freaking good. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have to be within thirty feet. Okay. Within thirty feet. Within thirty feet. I think I can be right up on. So you have to move 45 feet to get there. Sorry, I might have messed you yeah, up. Yeah, you moved a little bit. That's cool. <laughs> okay. Well, leaving me one. And Xander, you're next. Action, okay. uh, that will be a flying action. That will be me activating my wings. They're not bat-like. They're more... Gossamer. Yeah. <laughs> Gossamer. Um, the... Uh, Clockwork Amalgam, the second one who hasn't gone, is going to interrupt, and he is going to go. He's going to stomp forward closer towards uh, Piercy. We essentially have this main island of maybe 150 feet wide that has the chain gate and its power sources where Anire and he's at. But then we have this small little bridge where the kind of this uh, front line is forming. The second clockwork is there, and it gets close, but then stops maybe 30 feet short of Piercy, raises an arm, and fires a metal bolter twice at you, Piercy, from behind. Do I get to do any kind of save? Uh, he's going to make an attack roll. Don't forget your resistances. A 52 to hit and a 44 to hit. Damn, that's one hit. One hit to you. Shoot, a spike comes flying through the air. You are hit for 33 points of piercing damage. Okay. Shoot. I take 33 points. Okay. Uh, it is... He is not useful. Xanner's oh! turn. Xanner. Your 
screaming with rage after the meteor storm had no effect, casts his storm of vengeance. It is a 360 foot burst that he will cast over the chain gate, over the, the titan, over the amalgams of the clockwork dragon, and even over where the uh, all of the, the conduits are for power. That entire part of the island. A massive storm. And creatures are literally falling into your storm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, so like, hopefully this affects oh, some of the creatures. And I do need to go back since we did do a new round. Also at the same time, at the start of the new round, there is a counselor in the private chambers on uh, the top of a spire going, the end is here, the end is here. And a big knight says, my queen, we must get you to protection. We are under attack. As tons of these machines start falling down into the capital of Calavier. Yeah. Okay. Xanner. Oh, and we're so like, we look up and can see that. No, now? that's happening in Calavier. But how do we hear it? We don't. We don't. Oh, we don't. just telling you. Just this telling you. It's just a story. story. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Flavor. So, <laughs> inside okay. the storm, rain begins to fall, and gales of wind impose a negative four circumstance penalty to physical ranged attacks and weapon ranged attacks, as the air becomes greater difficult for terrain for flying creatures. Okay. Uh. Also, uh, because I can choose what happens each effect that goes on, uh, there's going to be massive amounts of hail bludgeoning uh, the, I don't think all creatures, uh, damage to creatures beneath it. Nope, that's everyone in there. Fortitude save. And do we have a radius and location we can mark on this map? 360 foot burst. What? Where? From the Yeah, where do you want it then? Uh, I I want it over the chain gate. But where does the end end? Maybe Uh, a little bit. Right before Piercy or or Palik. Really, oh, we're falling. That is so huge. Okay. Yeah. So you're going to capture the everything to the east of Palik. Everything to the east of. Palik. Okay, including two allies. Yeah. Okay. Which they can, which they can make fort saves uh, against hail. I will make sure you're not hit with lightning later on. What's the, give them the target number? Uh, forty-three. You okay. can't shape this. <sighs> it's a storm. I'm sorry, buddy. Forty-three fortitude. Uh, for this time it's fortitude. Yeah. Um. 43. Damage is 23 bludgeoning damage. If the triggering effect was me failing a save throw, I re-rolled. You haven't even rolled it yet. I know, I'm just reading the skill. Let's get those saves rolled. We still have a lot of battle going. That would be... That's a 9. How about a... uh, How much damage was it, Jeremy? Uh, uh, 23 23. What was the roll I need? Uh, 43. I'm going to use Impossible Technique, which is a new skill I have, to re-roll. And I will reuse the higher result. So I just rolled a 6. So I got 42 on that roll. And it's going to be 42! (laughs) I'm going to use... uh, So 23? I fail. It's only 23 damage. I'm going to use my cheat death with the new luck. 23 to that I seem to have developed. Xander, anything else? Uh, that's it. That's all three actions. All right. Uh, Piercy fails. All right, 23 Piercy points of bludgeoning. Three, two, the uh, Clockworks and the Titan take half damage. The dragon took it all. All right. And then all, you're wounding all of the attackers going through into Varen as well, which is great. Xander, that hurts. Uh, <laughs> 
Master Yaru, you may go. Xander, you may also get a, a hero point for the situation you are in. Thank you. You deserve it, you bitch. (laughs) Um, Being rained on and hailed on, Yaru will immediately move north to the uh, um, chain gate cog. And Xander, how long does that last? It's a conduit, thank you. It's sustained. Okay. Um, Hop up there really easily. And I'm going to. That's one action. I'm going to use my next two actions to do a one-inch punch. On this power conduit for the on chain gate. On the conduit. Which doesn't, get a hit, uh, which doesn't get a roll. You would roll. You get a critical. You double if you don't expel it. Right? Yeah, um, make, yeah, make an attack roll. Let me check what that skill does. I have a new skill called Perfect Form or Perfected. Yeah, if you roll less than 10, you get a 10. Oh, okay. That's Nice. Let's see what you get. How about a 45 to hit? 45 to hit is a hit with your one-inch punch. You punch into this pure form of energy. It resists, but you do hit it. How much Uh, damage? Are you sure it resists? I have adamantium. You feel physical resistance, but don't worry about that. Just roll your damage. That's what we're looking for. 5d6 plus 17. 5, 10, 15, 18, 19, and 17 is 36. 36. With a big crack, you uh, send the thing crackling and shimmering. It is still there, but it is very weak right now and almost uh, collapsed. This is one of three of the power conduits. I do have another action remaining. Continue. That will be a flurry of blows. Not enough. (laughs) (laughs) Hadouken. Uh, I don't uh, even. That's the background. I love it. Punch I'm, I'm going to take the roll that I rolled. It was a nine. Um, Saving throw. Stage alive. <laughs> a 40? 40 is a hit on this structure. Oh, and I'll roll the second. Uh, 14 plus 27 is a. Forty-one right? is a hit on this structure. Nice. Two more. Uh, six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-two for the first one, plus uh, ten, so thirty-two, and five, eight, eight, plus another ten. Uh, so. What did I say? 22 or 32 and then 33. You destroy that power conduit. Energy oh, dissipates. Sh- it smashes you for 10 points of electrical damage. I'll take it. Oh, and um, at the beginning of my round, I regained 15 hit points. Um, and you also have resistance 5 to that electrical damage. Yep. Because yeah, the oh, energy right. so, is wow. 5 damage. 5 damage. Wow. Plus you're, 15 you're minus 5. Man. Oh, yeah, I said to Jeremy on break, the first thing I'm going to be doing is helping his mom. But since she's not really Help around people. anymore, this is my mission. Yikes. Twist that knife a Yeah, little. I know. So, what do you mean? <laughs> that's my turn. Uh, the Clockwork Dragon Master gets to go. And it lets loose with a... Uh, I want to try and get a line situation. What's the best line to kill people with? Thinking something like that. Oh, it's gonna miss. You got a line for him. It can't quite (laughs) get that. No bollies, no bollies, no bollies. Big lines, no bollies. All right. (laughs) It moves between the amalgams right behind Uh Piercy, and then creates a big line that hits Piercy. Its uh, first amalgam 
Palik misses Bali by a single square. What? No. Yep. Nice. I wow. tried. Uh, and gets Xanner. No. <laughs> so fire, a blasty fire bit comes out, and that is a reflex 45. So just it's like still in the storm of vengeance. I don't know if this will affect, but it is a four circumstance penalty to physical ranged attacks and weapon ranged attacks. Uh, this is an, an area spell, so it does not apply. It's not an attack. Is it movement impairing? Flying? Uh, yes, it, flying is. it is. Uh, what was the movement impairment? Uh, greater difficulty terrain. Greater difficult terrain for flying creatures. Let me check. It has a massive amount of movement. Where it was no, at? It was here. Oh, no, no, no. It could easily get there. Good good catch, but it it, yeah. it has 150 flight. Piercy has a success, and it's critical. Yeah, so no damage? No damage. Palik, no damage. Pre-rolling. Xanner? Uh, 38 for Xanner. Is a, not a fail. fail. Right. Not critical. The amalgam takes half damage. What what size is the amalgam, by the way? Uh, he is huge, huge. large. large. How many sizes bigger is that than Piercy? Piercy small. Huge. That is two. Excellent. Um, so Xander, you took full damage. It's only yeah. sixty-eight fire. Okay. Not a ton. Is this how this feels? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> In fact. <laughs> and then roll a d4 for me, Jeremy. Sildren, you are up. Two. Two. Um, so, so, God. Um, yeah, Sildren is going to very simply just cast Eclipse Burst. Um, you have good reflex, right? Yeah. I knew you were going to ask. Okay. God, that's a terrible question. Um... <laughs> All right. Ooh. At least he asked it. What's your reflex? 36? Xander would have just been like, oh, you, it'll be okay. Okay, you, okay, you just need to roll a nine or better. Um, so Eclipse Burst, and I'm going to hit, um, it's going to be centered on the dragon. It's a 60-foot uh, burst, or at least to where it hits the two amalgamations and the dragon. Oh, yeah, that's, that's like 20. And yeah. they all need to make reflex saving throws. Okay. Good luck to your seat. Thank you. You got a piercing? Screw the rest of them. And it Fuck needs to be guys. what? A 30 or a 45? Uh, language. Yes. Sorry. He's learning from his girlfriend. His mom just died. <laughs> Don't tell him. Don't tell him. 50. What's wrong with my mom? <laughs> I rolled a two. That's a hero point. She's going to go live 50. on a farm. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> That's not cool. <laughs> wow. How do we do? Uh oh. Can I get reflex saving throws, please? I I wasn't I was looking at something else. I'm okay, so sorry. I need reflex saving throws from the clockwork dragon and the two amalgams. Both of the amalgams? Yeah. And what do you physically what does it look like? It is a globe of darkness just basically goes and appears there. And it's also oh. very, very cold. Cold. Very oh. cold. There was a natural twenty and it became a two. Uh, I have a thirty eight and a thirty seven. They are both fails, neither critical, so they will take full damage. That's 50 cold damage and 11 negative damage. Wow. Oh, and a 38. I rolled a two, a three, and a three. The dragon gets hit, too. Yeah, so all three take full, natural 20 at the beginning. full damage. <laughs> and what was the damage type 50, one more time? Uh, 50, cold, 50 cold, 11 negative. Thank you. That's got to be something. What did you roll? I passed. Okay, good. Critically, I don't take any Good. damage. Oh, I kind of figured. 
I knew you'd be so fine. You wanna, I don't yeah. care about the dragons. I just care about the damage. <laughs> Send in, send in McGruff in. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and I'm going to save an action so that Shunka gets two. Uh, Shunka is going to stick yes. on Piercy's yes. side because that seems Shunka. to be the uh, safer side. No, Piercy's oh, side. Bleak side. I'm sorry. Uh, and do a leaping attack at uh, the Amalgam. And one more time, it was cold and negative, right? Cold, yeah, 50 cold. Uh, all the damage was enjoyed by them. Excellent. That is good to know. And he, right. that Amalgam is flat-footed, by the way. Shunka is attacking against the flat-footed amalgam, which will make his attack a uh, 39. 39 is a miss. Oh, shoot. Okay. Um, And that is is my turn. Okay. Uh, Next up is the amalgam, who is surrounded on uh, all three sides. Um, And I think it would... I think it will go ahead and just do its whirring doom then. That would be the perfect time to do that. It starts spinning around and oh, making God. multiple attacks about everyone that's within range, uh, which is going to be Polik, Piercy, and Shunka. Uh, it makes one. It doesn't do any penalties till after it's done. Its blade comes down. We will do on Piercy first with a 53 to hit. Ah, oh, yeah. Regular hit. Regular. Is, that's still pretty good if that's a regular that is only 34 points of slashing. Then a uh, blowtorch comes spinning at Shunka. Oops, no, with a regular chance to hit. Oh, that natural 20 doesn't count. Ah, damn it. 55 to hit. It's a critical hit. On Shunka. Oh, God. That is 50, five zero points of fire damage. And then a stamping foot comes down on Polik. For 47. For the hit, you take bludgeoning damage totaling 35. Are you flanking? Are you always on? Speaking of Palik, it is your turn. Mm. Angry and upset, she's going to swing her sword at this amalgam in front of her. Uh, I rolled a four. I'm going to use Halfling Luck to re-roll that. That's terrible. Total of 40. 40 on the Amalgam is a miss. Okay. Are you encountering flat-footed? Yes. Oh, it's everything's flat-footed to her as long as she insults them. Got it. Pretty standard. Uh, 44 is a hit. Okay. Um, 64 points of pierce, uh, sorry, 59 points of piercing and five points of fire. Sweet fire. Um, Call out the fire. It takes it all. Okay. What's the total? 64. 64. It resists. I stand corrected. It resists some of your piercing. Okay. Um, and does need to make a fortitude saving throw. Okay. Fortitude saving throw coming up. Here it comes. The machine gets a arg 41. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Hold on. Nice. This is a master strike. Failure. 
the target is going to be paralyzed for four oh rounds. All right. Paralyzed. Wow. You zap the creature, you get it in just the right spot, and it is completely resistant to paralyzation. Oh, God. Oh. So sorry. Um, next up, who's next up? The uh, God, till- God, God Killer. God Killer Anire. Well, why not? Shall we? Yes, That's we not. shall. What is the range of this? Okay. And what is his speed? Okay. <laughs> He's in greater difficult terrain. Oh. For flying? Yep. And he is up in the air a bit. That would at least slow down his first action. Oh, that's going to mess him up. Good, no, good sorry, spell. That one amalgam is enfeebled too. Okay. All right. Shocks, that's annoying for him. Well, we're glad we could do that. That's annoying for him. All right, he is going to step forward and nigher um, and not get very far with this, what, giant wind that's coming down? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Fighting through it with big stomps. He gets close enough, and he is going to cast on Polik a spell. He reaches out and energy zaps out from his robotic giant hand. Make a will save. Target number is 47. Nope. Failure? 42. All right. You are afflicted with spiritual epidemic. Uh Uh-oh. You are enfeebled too and stupefied too for one minute. Oh, my God. In addition, you are enfeebled one, and after that minute, you are enfeebled one and stupefied one for the rest of your life. You are cursed. Hmm. In addition. More? Yeah. In addition, Christopher's already knowing this, uh, it has sapped away some of your spirituality and contained it. You're fine, but any creature that casts a divine spell on it will also have to be possibly infected by this curse. The God Killer begins the God Killing. Also, he's getting close to you, Sir Bali. I need you to make a stealth roll. What the hell? Close to me? Yes, make a stealth roll, Bali. <laughs> Do you know I'm on the other side of the map? That's with, close enough for you to make a stealth roll. That's the stupid God Killing thing. I'm wearing a ring, by the way. I don't know make a matters. stealth roll. <laughs> Making a stealth roll. Uh, that is 32. 32, his head rotates and looks at you. You know what he gets? <laughs> big, big middle fingers. Put that in your right article. Sildren, you suddenly feel some incredible uh, pulling sensation on your feet. Make a reflex save, please. I don't like that. Uh, reflex save is going to be 44. Oh, that is enough. You are able to not you step out of this weird, strange effect, and suddenly a giant, huge, spiky cog goes grinding by as Anaya is trying to control some of the environment and instantly kill you, but doesn't come anywhere near enough. Piercy. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Can, we, can we back up to the part where you just said instantly kill? Yes. Okay. Big giant cog goes over this bridge and then disappearing down underneath. Hey, uh... Piercy von Skeetenlever, you are caught between a dragon and an amalgam. Piercy is going to use Titan Wrestler to try and shove the amalgam off of this little bridge. Ooh, okay. Wow. 
What the heck is happening here? So the amalgam needs to do a fortitude save. This is the shove. But he's enfeebled too. Keep that in mind. <laughs> good, good call. Oops, sorry. And I believe I do an, uh, an athletics. Pull. It's a fortitude save. Yeah. Um, it is. Let's double check. No, you make an athletics versus his fortitude DC. That's what, yeah. So roll it like that. I don't roll it. You roll it. Oh, I see. And does enfeebled affect uh, strength? Just strength. That strength. won't affect fortitude. I thought the fortitude was a strength. Shit. No, it's oh. constitution based. Well, that's why I chose that. Does enfeebled affect that? I don't have enfeebled handy, guys. <clears throat> What's your roll, Piercy? My roll. Um, is 37. 37 is not enough. Okay. You push, you shove, it doesn't do it. That does count as an attack. Okay. Really? Yep. As the attack keyword. Yep. Oh, okay. Um, second action is to do leading dance. Oh, okay. What does that do? <laughs> it. Uh, I swoop him up and move him, hopefully, 10 feet. Is this there's some sort of music that's involved with this? Make a performance roll versus the enemy's will DC. Exactly. This where's, is fun. Where's my performance? Performance. There we go. All right. Forty is a critical success. Yes! <laughs> oh god. Oh, this thing enjoy it gets going with the music excitedly. Uh, and he moves 10 feet south. Your foe swept in the dance. You both move up to 10 feet in the same direction, remaining adjacent to each other. So you walk to the edge. So I walk 10 feet it. south, and I'm still on the uh, platform. He moves 10 feet south, and he is in the <laughs> He in the falls down. <laughs> I will give him, I'm going to give him, it's very klutzy, but it's such a cool thing. I'm going to give him a reflex save, but a big minus four to try and get, nope. And he... <laughs> tumbles off and crashes down. He has crashed hard and takes 30 points of bludgeoning damage. He has not fallen into the lava, but he's below about 40 feet and he is prone uh, and is going to be out of the battle for at least a little bit. Alright, that was my second action. He's still paralyzed, too. <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. oh, no, he, that's right, he, oh, he wasn't paralyzed. Nope. Um, third action is going to be... Ooh. <laughs> Where do I go? That's way too far. Um, third action is going to be to... Bolly, you're next. Roll, roll up to this dragon, I guess. Rolling up. All right, now to the other, to the other amalgam. Okay. To the farce, like in between... In, in between the amalgam and, and the... Can yep. In flank space? Oh, okay. Bolly. Uh, I need the exact wording on your curse. Uh, spiritual epidemic. It has cursed divine necromancy traits. You curse the target, sapping its spirit, and leaving contagious trap in its essence. Uh, any creature that casts a divine or occult spell on a target is targeted by this as well. I am not casting on this target. It becomes a target retroactively. Well, how do you mean? Uh, if I heal Shunka directly with a heal spell, the ability of a feat would then reflect 
part of that spell onto that creature. Cast a spell. Um, Requires a ruling. Yeah, no, I'm going to say that would be like an area spell that would still affect. I, I see what you're trying to do, but no. All right, I try. Or just take a big mouthful of it and go for it. It's, it's, it would debilitate you, and it's not, I mean, it's not awesome, but it's, it's not you, affecting my attack. We're doing a thing. Uh, this is casting uh, Deific Herald. Yep. So just north of the dragon, uh, in the middle there. Mm-hmm. Uh, just north of it. Uh, there a, a giant statue. Boom! Slams down. It's very pillared, but gets eaten away and takes shape of the uh, very masculine stone father there with Bali serving at the bottom. And uh, begins to move and take shape. It radiates out 120 feet, 120, 100 feet. Uh, the glimpse of redemption, which if you get attacked, you uh, the creature must decide to take zero damage on you. Or you take the damage and it enfeebles, and that's a reaction based off of anyone who's around. Within a hundred feet of the herald for one turn, it can now help to protect. Correct. Yelena is the statue. All right. <laughs> oh, I just I put a thing there. Oh. But whatever that works. All right, nice, Bolly. Next is an amalgam no that is next to Piercy. It whirls around on its upper section like a cool robot, and is going to. Reach out with that metal hose thing it's done, its predecessors have done before, and tries to do some damage with a 50 5 0 to hit. 5 0 hits. All right, you have been hit for 39 points of bludgeoning damage. I take all of it. Then he spends a action to grab you with his second action. I'm actually going to, uh, since he hasn't rolled for that, uh, I'm going to cast. A react against that. Can I have a range to him? It's probably 100 feet. Would you estimate? To Bali? To Piercy. Uh, 75. 75. Uh, Piercy drops dead at the first hit. <gasps> okay. I still take the damage, correct? You yep. take the damage. Okay. You are now invisible. Okay. And the and machine, it, when it hits you, then it doesn't try and grab you. And it turns around and stomps. Oh, that's still slow. It'll spend two actions to close over towards Polik and Shunka, replacing the spot where the other machine got, just got knocked off of. Nice. Uh, as a reaction. <clears throat> um, uh, Christopher, uh, what? Step lively, and if or a larger order enemy ends ends its move adjacent to you um, I can step to a different um, uh, adjacent square and I will just move behind it what are we saying Dan? what are the mechanics of that spell you just cast on me uh, you're invisible mm -hmm. it's, it's, uh, you step to another space adjacent to the enemy anywhere you want adjacent to that enemy mm -hmm. I'm just going to get uh, flanking with Shunka on the other side nice you're flat and invisible uh, everyone who tries to attack you or believes you're there has to make a flat roll. Okay. Um, There's a chance that they just don't have it. And on my end, it's a sustain. So right now, you're invisible as long as I'm concentrating. 
Okay. Uh, Calavier continues to have more of these creatures spill forward, but not as many, thanks to Yaru. And uh, those that come through have a bit of damage on them. <laughs> uh, no one can quite see. It's still quite terrifying, but uh, you've made it a little less intense. Xanner. Xanner, uh, in his rage, sustains the storm for free because of his uh, his concentration. And uh, We're level twenty. The dude. rain in the air. <laughs> we'll I, tell you. I have, I have a feed. I, I can explain. It, you know what? I, I, we I win. Can sustain concentration for free. Awesome. Uh, turns to the storm, brings it down even harder, and changes all of the rain to acid. There is no saving throw. Oh shit! Everyone is going to take uh, nineteen points of acid damage. What is this? Spell? Same burst. Uh, this is the same spell. It, this is oh. the. Uh, it's the storm of, storm of vengeance. I have to change its effects uh, each time it's sustained, and this is acid rain. Okay. Each creature in the storm takes forty-eight acid damage with no saving throw. Four eight. Four d eight. Four d eight. Which is what I just rolled. So, eighteen. So, yeah, eighteen points. Okay. That's but Palik and Piercy. Yeah, you yeah. have resistance. So oh, actually, I need to... And Done. Eight oh, yeah, you both have He then casts resistance. Chain Lightning. Chain Lightning! Oh, wait, there's no uh, save. Straight so, out at the Avalon no that just walked up. But you do have five The resistance. one that fell, uh -huh. you said that was 40 feet down? Yeah, you can't right? be that saved. Be... You can't see that one. Okay, so uh, this yep. is going to hit Thank the first you. Amalgam, the Dragon, and I don't think it'll reach. I'm pretty sure it won't What's reach. What's the range? So Chain Lightning is 500 feet. The Bouncing Range, I think, is 30. Yeah, it's 60 to the Titan. Can't do that All right, hitting um, the, the amalgam and the dragon. This and, is reflex the, saves. The bouncing range, I can't reach Thank that, you, right? That's not a metamagic. I you can cannot. say that, only the actual casting of it. Okay, clockwork rolls a 44. 44 is a success, so it'll only take half damage. Dragon rolls a 45. Uh, also damage. a success. So they take half damage, half damage, though. And then the creature must decide to do no damage to you. I'll take an empty witcher. Uh, that's max. That's so that's 12, 24. Oh no, that's a nine. That's much better. Uh, god, 18, 12. That's 32 plus 35. Um, nope, not plus 35, plus 42. 32, 42. That's 74 points of electrical damage. 74 cut in half cut is in 37. Half. 37. That's pretty significant still. <laughs> Done. Those. Um, and Xander will just try not to make himself hoarse, but scream across the the room. Freaking, I had my finger on it. No matter where you go, Anir, Narcadian is there. Oh no! I forgot about that. <laughs> nice. I forgot about that. Wow. <laughs> Can we retcon that never? So, <laughs> Narcadian, the leader of the Oubliettes, does not have a great uh, friendship at all with the Honorkrin and has passed along a secret to Xanner to help uh, uh, just disrupt the actions 
of the honor crin, and this was perfectly timed. I thought you would use that before, but you didn't. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> say that, and what happens is uh, every single one, a couple things happen. Every single one of the creatures loses an action for their next turn, just slowing down. The uh, god killer titan with a nire loses his entire next turn. Nice. Wow. The two remaining power conduits lose 25% of their health. Good. And the gate, it's, I'm sorry, the section up above, this it seals for one round and no creatures come falling down through into Varen for a full round. Nice. Oh, awesome. no, nice. that really held him off for a round. He is super big, too. Master Yaru. Thank you. Um, first thing I will do is Good regain job. 15 hit points, thanks to Bali. Yes. Then I will... How far away is it as the crow flies, as the Yathane flies? Or bounce? Yathane flies? Or as the Yaru bounces? I can get, it doesn't matter. I'll use 110. So I have a question about these power conduits. Uh -huh. Are they, are they something we can walk to or get to? Or you, you can't walk on them or you'll take 25 points of damage, but Yaru, I'm letting just leap onto the small little ledge that they're on. If so, you just leap over. Okay. But don't get knocked into the grinding gear. Okay. Okay. So two actions to get back on to the second one. Same place I'm on now. Mm -hmm. um, third action will be a flurry of blows. Or right. a, a regular attack. Excuse me. Just a regular attack. Regular attack for the third action. Okay. What'd you roll? It's like a side roll, and it was really good. So I'm gonna go ahead and re-roll okay, it. That's fair. Uh, that's not horrible. Thirteen and thirty-five, forty-eight. Forty-eight is definitely a hit on the on the power conduit. Second yeah. one. That would be five, uh, twelve, sixteen, twenty-six points of damage. It is still functioning but flickering badly. Okay. Well, for my fourth action, we'll do a flurry of blows. Oh, I nice. thought you were done. No, sir. Uh, that's a. He could flurry of blows first, but he <laughs> saves it to taunt me at the end. It just to get um, uh, I will use a hero point on that one. I rolled a six. It's not great. It's not too great either. Uh, a 39. Is a hit. Okay. Nice. <laughs> so what? The animated. Dun, dun. Rash. Five. Fourteen, twenty-four points of damage. Uh, you smash, smash, smash away, and the power conduit to the top right vaporizes in a big pulse. You do take five points of electrical damage, which actually I think you. I don't actually. Yeah. <laughs> I absorb five points of electrical damage. Niaro destroys another um, one of these conduits. I will say to Anir, just kind of as Xander did, a little something. I'll just say. There is no place you can go where we will not find you. No place you can hide. And nowhere for your army to run. All right. And I will make my way, well, moving as if I'm going to make my way to the next conduit. And that's my turn. Okay. It is the Clockwork Dragon's turn. 
And oops, that's why I'm in the wrong mode. I need to be in yeah, character he's mode. from us. Clockwork Dragon um, is recharging its breath, so instead it will do my favorite ability is Draconic Frenzy. So efficient. For two actions, it gets three attacks. It is directing them towards... Palik. Who has Mask of Terror on, I believe. I don't know. What does that mean? No. Sure doesn't. Oh, she was too far away. Ah. (laughs) Palik, with his jaws, the dragon does a 54 to hit. All nimble dodge to make that a regular hit. Oh, nice. Stop one second. You have a reaction available. Um, Prior to that, to activate glyphs if you want. The Herald. Herald. Oh, to take just to take no damage. Glimpse, uh, the ally. Hold on, they must the foe must choose. You are either unharmed, man. So, or the ally gains resistance to all damage against a trigger equal to two plus the herald's level. Do we know what that is? My level twenty. Okay, so twenty two, and then it becomes enfeebled too. Oh god, that just sucks. All right, it'll do that. You resist 22. The energy from the Herald absorbs 22. The dragon becomes enfeebled too until the end of its next turn. Um, the damage was a regular hit, mm-hmm. and that is 51 minus 22. In addition, you take 2d6 persistent fire as it bites you and blasts you with fire. It has another attack coming at you. And resistant it's an, to ten, you're ten resistant yep. to fire though. With enfeebled two now, it is a forty-six to hit. That's a hit. A regular hit. You take forty-five minus twenty-two. Thirty-three. Okay. And then twenty-three. Take four 23. less than that because of the enfeebled two we didn't do for those two attacks. I know it's a lot okay. of math. That's twenty-nine. So nineteen. And the fire. 19, not 29. Uh, that's piercing and fire. Well, how much of that's fire? Uh, it's important. Uh, 11. So you resist 10 of that. Oh, geez. So, yeah. Nice. So, so you took... Um, so you, did, you take 9. Yeah. Wow, 9 out of all that. Huge, yep. Harold. <laughs> then it claws at you with its draconic frenzy with a 36 to hit. <laughs> no. no. Oh. It still has one action left. Son of a biscuit. Suck it with my Does it, even though it's slowed? It loses that action. Um, and it starts emanating a frightful presence around it. It is Sildren's turn. Um, I'm going to step forward to the point where I can catch um, the dragon and the amalgamation in a 60-foot cone. Soldier, while you're doing that, make a will save as you are possibly frightened by this dragon. Is it a mental effect? It is. Uh, okay, because I get plus two again. It is. Uh, so that's going to be 44. Is a success. You are frightened one. All, su- all will successes are critical. You are frightened zero. Okay. <laughs> nice. Um, Pleak, duck. Um, and I'm going to cast Cone of Cold. And it's going to emanate out and hit the dragon. And I guess the one amalgam is safe down yeah. low. Okay. So it's going to hit two of them. They have to make <laughs> reflex saving throws, as does Pleak. A reflex? Yeah. 
I'm all fucked up with shit. Okay, dragon 49 to save. It the saves. amalgam th- critically fails with a natural one. Okay, so that's it's taking 88 points of cold damage. Who is? The amalgam? The amalgam. 88. And then 22 to the success, and unfortunately 44 to you. Sorry. Uh, and then Shunka leaps and attacks. The amalgam. The amalgam. All right, it's at half health. Uh, that's going to be a 41 to hit. It's a miss. Shoot! Oh, uh, do you, did you add any flanking stuff? Oh, no. So 43. Is a hit. There we go. Nice. Trying to be honest. Um, ooh, good damage. Uh, 15, 18 plus 8. So 26 piercing damage on that. Um, it doesn't take all of that. It is prone, though. And it gets dropped. <laughs> grabbed by uh, its Achilles gear. <laughs> <laughs> dropped it down. Someone stamped Kong on the back of it. <laughs> the clockwork that was knocked down loses an action due to the effect of the magical curse that Xanner spread out with his phrase. Uh, spends another action Frankly. gaining uh, its feet and then slowly starts trying to climb up and does not accomplish much. Palik, your turn. Palik, you, you did gain 10 resistance to that cold, though, so you should have only taken 32. Okay. Um, Palik is going to take a healing potion grater out and drink it and heal 50 points. That's two actions? Yep. If it matters to you, I will be laying down a heal and the the healing field too. Hmm? I can still heal you. I can be in field. Oh, you just can't. Okay, okay, okay. That's all right. If that matters for you. Then uh, I will not take that heal. Okay. Um, And I will just... Swing away um, at the dragon. Question. I'm assuming not, but can the dragon be paralyzed? I don't know. He does know. Would you like to make a recall knowledge roll? (laughs) Nope. Uh, I'm going to hit it. I'm going to swing and uh, the... 53 to hit. Swing at the dragon is a hit. Nice. Sixty-three some damage. Huge hit. And it needs to make a fortitude throw. Fortitude save. Uh that is a forty-six. Never mind. Uh and then we'll swing again. And miss, probably with a 38. Is a miss. And Hail Mary. And miss. Oh, is a miss. Polik's turn is done. Finally, it is Anair and his godkiller Titan to finally make a huge difference in this battle, but his machine will not function. He tries pulling the legs. What is this? No! And cannot move his machine and is furious. Piercy, you are up. Made in China. <clears throat> um, Piercy was gonna try and take out some of those energy things, but noticed uh, Yaru seems they're to not be, there anymore. <laughs> notice Yaru seems to be doing fine, so he's going to uh, sneak up uh, and flank the badly injured Clockwork Dragon Master. 
And then... And you're on the ground, so you're not affected by the movement penalty. Is that right, Jeremy? Correct. Okay. Yeah, the Storm of Vengeance is, is for flying uh, terrain. And now, is his invisibility uh, going to end once he takes a swing? No, he has super... Awesome. Um, so he, then he's going to take his first swing. Okay. At the dragon. So that's uh, da, 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 50. 50 is a hit. Wow. You right. slice the dragon from behind. Like Turns around, screeching. Hitting the dragon. So that's 10, uh, 16. So that is 20 uh, piercing and 11 fire. Got it. Uh, third action, he's going to use a finisher. He's going to choose targeting finisher to target its wing, one of its wings. Okay. So. So that's a 46. That is a hit. Sorry, I'm refreshing the map here. Okay. Um, so that's 46. Uh, so that's going to be. 10, 19, 22 piercing, and 8 fire, plus 24. Slashing and slashing away. 24 more uh, piercing. 24 more. Nice. Yeah. And what was that from? From my new uh, um, eternal confidence. What was what does that do? It it adds confident finisher uh, damage onto onto whatever other finisher that I use. I don't think so. Yes. Because <laughs> 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 it done. What was it called? That's eternal confidence. Eternal com. No, I think it gives you the confident finisher to any finisher. Right, you gain the ability of confident finisher. Can grant the failure effect from confident finisher. To right. Any so finisher. if you fail, confident finisher kicks in. Oh. Uh, so it's a, it gives you that safety net in case you fail. Right. I'll give you that one. All right. <laughs> Are you done? You still last episode. Uh, no, that's, that's uh, three actions. All right. So that's pretty good. Uh, hacking up this dragon. It is someone else's turn. It's a new round. There is still chaos going on in the city of Calavier. They've got creatures swarming around, but not as many coming through, but they still have quite a few to deal with uh, as machines are pounding through the streets and flying dragons are everywhere. But it is Bali's turn back within this crazy realm far away. Bali uh, takes a step forward to adjust for range and lines up a 60-foot cone of healing. Yes, please. That cone is 21, is 51, healing to Balik, Shunka, Piercy, and uh, that's a straight thing. Yeah. No, no, no. 51, you say? Okay. Uh, that's 51, yes, 51. And then at the completion of that, the um, the uh, Herald glows brightly, cracks start to form, and it too goes boom 
And another burst of healing comes along. Sure. For... 33. So in total, 80, uh, 84 points of healing. That is awesome. Thank you. And that's going to be a spiritual epidemic, so you have to roll. Yep. Willpower. Willpower will 47. Roll. 47. That's big. Rolling on this is, uh, will fail, 46. 46. <gasps> you are enfeebled. I'm actually going to, I'm going to spend here. Okay. <laughs> Not a bad idea. Good Not luck. Idea. Yes, it'll, it'll be something. Uh, that is better. We are... 47 target number. Uh, 50 is the roll. All right. You have a success. You're enfeebled two, stupefied two for just one round. Except for the fact that uh, all my wills are critical saves. Ignore this effect, and you are not infected by this. Nice. Um, Nice. Worth the hero points. Yes. That wipes out a lot of health here. I have me at zero. I have Palik back full health. I have Piercy is... He's 120 feet from Xander. Towards the... Far out? Yeah, towards the gate, the chain gate. All right, and before we move on, um, my estimate, just by the way, for timing-wise, I think we still have like another two hours or so of our adventure. But I know Tim, you had to do some dinner stuff, and I don't want to walk right uh, over tomorrow. Through that. I do tomorrow. Okay, so we're good there. That's right. All right, great. Yeah. Okay. That's Clockwork amalgam goes. It is between Shunka and Palik, and it really wants to destroy. Let's do Palik. Palik Blade coming down upon you. <clears throat> A 52. Uh, Nimble Dodge will make it a regular hit. All right. A, and then a second attack is a 35. Nope. And then a 45. Wow. Yes. Two hits. <laughs> hits. Uh, not great. 34 points of slashing damage. And then 54 points of slashing. That's a big difference. Completely undead the 88 total of 88, 34 and 54. Big slashing blade from this creature. Yeah, you still have that potion at least. (laughs) It is Xander's turn. Xander, who's still far to the west, casting long range spells, (laughs) hasn't taken a step. Xander (laughs) sustains his storm again, bringing lightning out from it to every single enemy that he can reach up to 10 of them, starting with uh, Anire. Hitting the clockwork dragon and Only enemies, right? Just enemies? Oh, just enemies. Nice. I can target them. Ooh. Reflex saves? Uh, reflex God. saves. Ooh, Anire got a 50. He should be able to hit that other. Xander's the only too. creature I can't dodge. I can dodge everybody else. I can't dodge Xander. Uh, <laughs> 42 is a miss on the dragon. Uh, that is a miss. And make sure I'm ready. Should I roll it or should I just take my. I'll just. I'll roll it. Oh. The amalgam that's on the bridge uh, passes. The one on the bottom critically fails. Nice. He's having a rough day. Okay. <laughs> this, this is not what I wanted today. Electrical <laughs> uh, damage. What do you got? So that is 10, 27. 27 points of electrical damage. So 13 for those who made their save. Okay. And 52 for those who did not make their save. 
Then Xander will cast out 150 feet from him. Right well, hold on, hold on. Sorry, yeah. I got a lot of math to do. Uh, you said 27? 27 is the damage. The amalgams seem to One be taking failed. more damage than you expect. Nice. Oh. So when the, when the critically failed, obviously got double that, 54. 108 plus more. You did, uh, it was 27 doubled, right? 27 doubled, correct. Oh. All right. Okay, go ahead. All right, and then Xander will cast Prismatic Wall right in front of a Nair, 150 yeah. feet out. Which means that he also has to make a save. Uh, I thought it's when he moves through it or is it just on So it? the wall sheds bright light out to 20 feet to each side and dim light the next 20 feet. Creatures other than you that come in the, into the wall's light must attempt a will save. And if he succeeds... So you are casting the wall? Correct. How wide is it? Uh, it's 120 feet. North to across. south? Six, I'm sorry, 60 feet long. It's 60 feet long, 30 feet Yeah, long. that works. Okay, we'll save. Shoom! Colored wall blasts Anire, who is trying to get his Titan to work. Will save coming up for him. Big save that he needs. 55. Uh, 55 is a critical success. Oh. So he is not dazzled or blinded. It was a shame. Piercy, the uh, invisibility is worn off. Okay. Yep. We don't have anything that makes someone re-roll saves, right? I felt like that was a thing. I mean, if they come for me. <laughs> Great wall looking there, Seth. Yaru, you're mm -hmm. up. Master Yaru. I will yeah. gain 15 hit points. Thanks to Bali. <laughs> you're almost healed. Um, how many actions to get or how many feet to the bottom section there? Looks like 160-ish. What's yeah. Palik's health like? Is she half health or an above half health? Half, half health. Above half. Okay. Just, just, you can get there. Okay, uh, two actions to get there, about 160 feet. Third action, punch. With a 45 to hit. Oh, that is a hit. It's nice. I love the perfected form. It's the mm -hmm. nicest thing. I didn't do it last round by accident, but that's okay. Uh, five, seven... 10, 14, 24 points of damage. His uh, significant amount of damage. It is still flickering and still there. Okay, I'll do a flurry of blows. <laughs> confidence. Uh, that one's not going to do much with a 34. It is not much. And that's going to be a reroll. Uh, I, I, does anybody have a hero point? Yes. I'll take it. I roll the natural one. Uh, it's plus 27. Is that a nine or a six? That's a nine. Um, that'll be 36. 36 is a hit. You only need to do 20 points of damage. Okay. Two zero. You can do it. You can do plus it. Plus 10. Four, six, eight, plus 10, 18 oh! points of damage. Oh, the last conduit <laughs> remains in place. Yara was like, yeah, it flickers off. <laughs> and it flickers back on. Just just a, a point of order. Is this uh, uh, thing still in the path of the storm? It, take the lightning. Oh, lightning damages the creatures. Nah. Excuse me. Uh. All right. Master Yaru is uh, done. Good effort. Good effort. The Master Clockwork Damn. Dragon uh, takes flight and even with the storm flies over Palik, the amalgams, and lands between Sildren and Bali. Hello. 
Shh. Oh, um, real quick. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know, why not? Because why not? Um, difficult terrain. Yeah, it's still good. Okay. It's got I'm gonna a huge invoke, fly speed uh, just to get Viper's out that last fang and get an attack of opportunity. Oh, okay. So that's burning a talisman. Mm -hmm. It crumbles away, but you get an attack. Go for it. Uh, that's pretty good. 56 to hit. You get a critical nice. hit on an attack of opportunity. Wow. You yeah. just gut this metal machine as it goes right over you. Nice. Wow. Way to use it. 118. Yeah. Whoa. What? Critical. And the beast appears ah. in pieces behind you, <laughs> shattering yeah. around your friends. Holy cow, what did you just do? On its turn. That's right. Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Sildren. Yeah, it lights gently and then just falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Gain a hero point for that. Oh, my God. That's insane. Very cool. Been holding on to that uh, little talisman for. You heard you say two hours. So he's <laughs> like, we got to pick this up. Okay, um, Sildren is more or less out of things, but I, I, ha so I realized that Sildren's druid ability is a cantrip called Electric Arc. I'm going to use that now. <laughs> okay. So and I can affect one to two targets. So I would like to hit both the amalgams if possible. You can't see the okay. bottom one yet. All right. Climbed out. So just one. Um, and that's going to be an attack roll, and that's going to be a 53 to hit. Is a critical oh, hit oh, with oh, this oh, cantrip. Nice. Oh. Wow. Gain some fours. Yeah. I'm just going to do because it's on level 20. There's five there. So it's five. I got that. I got that. Three, five. I just realized something. Ten. Plus seven, 17 doubled, 34 points of electrical damage. All right, it takes more damage than even that, reacting and jolting and... Um, Shunka will attack as well. Um, probably going to miss. I'm going to use a... I'm going to save the hero point. It would have been a 35, 36 to hit. Okay. Uh, there's a miss. Okay. Um, I actually have one action left. I'm going to go northeast through the gears. I'm going to take how many points of damage? 25. Do I, is there any saving throw? No. Okay. How far? Uh, 35 feet. Ouch, 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 ouch. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, you are done. The clockwork amalgam that has been... Uh, Shunka stays where he is. That has been knocked down no has attacking. finally climbed up. Hmm? No attacking. Uh, he did. He missed. Climbed up and is bounding leftwards towards Bali as uh, Anaya says, That one! That one is a godly one! And... I'm not that godly! <laughs> Uh, the Malgan comes racing towards you and only gets one attack, though, Bali, at you as it was still... Oh, that was almost a 20. Instead, it was a 44. 44 is uh, a hit. 44 is a hit. Just a hit. Just a hit. On poor Bali, that is only... 47 points of slashing as its big blade comes down. Polik, you are up. Uh, so she sees Xanner... Um, hit these guys with electricity. She sees Sildren hit the one with electricity. 
And uh, she has this blade in her hand that's like ca always cackles a little bit of electricity. And she's like, ah. And uh, she attempts to shoot a lightning bolt. A um, eighth level lightning bolt. What is this from? From uh, Stormflash or Rapier. Oh. Uh, and to hit both of these amalgams. Oh. In a 120 foot line. Oh, Barely. That'll missing. work. Nice. Yeah, he's splitting right between. So it's a reflex saving throw. Reflex save. That is. Oh, that was almost a really good one. 43. That's a, a critical success. Really? Well, it says DC 33. But I don't know if that's. I don't think that's keeping up with you. Yeah, I think you. I, I would assume it would be cast at. What your is it called? It's eighth level. level. What, uh, what's the name? Lightning bolt. No, what's the name of the item? Oh, a storm flash. Storm flash equipment. Um, uh, electricity. You try to divert. Choose an eligible creature. Uh, roll a mate. Plus uh, Riper when uh, when it's out do it cause a storm you cast a six level no that is a thirty three hard bag that's a level fourteen item yeah okay all right they both ignore it I'm afraid okay uh, no um, critically yeah sorry no electricity zaps the sword away <laughs> uh, but she just wanted to have I'm assuming that was two actions yes she will then uh, strike out. Uh, and hit the one that's right next to her. Good luck. A 49. Is a hit. Nice. Um, 60 points of damage. 60. He takes most of that. I need you to do a quit retcon because I had a Mask of Terror upon me for my oh, yeah. hit. And what, what does that mean for uh, me? It's a flat roll of whatever... Yeah, so for a Mask of Terror, blah, 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 six level. They have to attempt a will save. 46 will. Barely passed. Passed? Yeah, okay. Passed. Oh, my God. He's he, huge. He's good. Palik is done. Next up is Anire, who finally gets to get involved in this battle. He's finally stepping out from this uh, prismatic wall. And is walking on the ground instead oh. of flying. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Yes. <laughs> uh, so it, to go through the prismatic wall, he has seven different layers. But hold on. I thought you cast it on him already. Didn't we already no, do it's it? in front no, of it's him. It's a wall in front of him that if he just tried to walk through. But why did I make a will save? Yeah, it was for the blinding. Because, oh, the blind. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, the, the blinding light. But let him walk through it. It's fine. No, no, no. Okay. What do we got? <laughs> um, so have to be done in order. I, God, I got to get the chromatic wall up. Enough. This is going to happen. Um, so he's going to go through each of these in order to try to d defeat them. The first one is going to be the red wall. What kind of saves? Can we quickly automate these saves? Let's try. I got it. So I it's reflex, 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 fortitude. It's all eight of them. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All seven of them. Can you get the spell up? Uh, then I'll make the grab, saves. Yeah. Otherwise, can I have to do both? Uh, sorry, I have. Next to zero internet, so I'm, I'm trying. Target to... number is 43. 43. All right, his first save is a miss, a failure. Okay. Someone track this somehow. Then it is a critical success. The third one is a success. That's uh, red failure, orange success, yellow success. So they're taking half damage. Okay. Um, then it is a fortitude. God, I can't believe all this stuff here. Um, 
Our next system is just going to be roll a six and see. Yeah. What <laughs> uh, is a success. Then it is. Where to go? The wall stops auditory subject to flesh to stone. So man, that's so that's so nested. Warp mine. I got to click on a spell within a spell within a spell. Yeah. We'll save. Uh, I'm only. Uh, this is a weird chart I'm looking at because eight then says re-roll. So it's only seven colors. Yeah, it's seven colors. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. Um, so we got four covers. The eighth one is you do it all Three again. More. Warp Mind is a will. Oh my God, so much back and forth as he goes through this nasty wall. Will save is a regular save. That was the Warp Mind, uh, which is the Indigo, yeah. the Blue. That was, uh, that was a success. Okay, and then the violet is the last one, which is a will save. Coming up now, the last save for him. All this craziness. Ah! He goes running through this like a spider web. Ah! <laughs> uh, is a critical success. Wow. Okay, so uh, he only had one failure. Everything was a success and two critical successes. Is that correct? Correct. And warp mind, he gets an additional level of success. Jeez. That's incapacitation. Okay. All right, so he takes uh, he takes twenty fire damage, fifteen electrical damage. Oh, slow down one more time. Yeah, twenty fire damage. Okay. From the red wall. He does not take any acid damage. Okay. From the orange wall, he takes fifteen electrical damage. Okay. From the yellow wall, uh, he takes ten poison damage. Hang on a second. Deals 10 damage to anyone passing through and makes them feeble for one minute. Basic producer reduces and negates other success. So, sorry, uh, five poison damage. Okay. And uh, looks like enfeebled one gets negated. Okay, yeah. Uh, blue was a success. Yep. So he just pushed through. Uh, indigo stops divination mental passing through. So that warp mind that you said that was a, a success? No, that was uh, with an additional level. So that's a critical success for critical him. Critical success on warp mind. Okay, so that didn't happen. And then violet was uh, being slowed on a critical failure. It was dead. Okay, not critical failure. You succeeded. So it looks like you're not slow. Okay. He's tough. He goes wow. through. Bounce. He took some damage, but bounced through. <laughs> he gets in a position where he wants to be. And the reason a lot of that worked is this is the most dangerous thing you have ever encountered in all your adventures. This is an equivalent of a level 23 enemy that you are facing. We're in a straight line, guys. He yep. is blasting in a straight yes, line. Mm-hmm. A powerful magic that has never been experienced by anyone in this group before. Uh Quite possibly never been experienced in Pathfinder before, as this is an augmented in his realm with his machine level 10 spell. So it's almost like a 10.3 type spell that he lets loose with an augmented range and level capacity and damage capacity of a 10th level normal spell called Massacre. Oh my God. He lets loose a wave of necromantic energy to snuff out the light force of those in its path. Uh, the path goes all the way out to Xanner. I think I catch Xanner in that line. Yep. So he is hitting 
Pierce seats slightly wide line. Oh, yeah. He, he's hitting Piercy, Palik, Shunka, Bali, and Xanner. It does not affect his amalgams in any way. When it goes through, Xanner has a ring. Well, let's deal with the ones in order first. So you're the last one. So does Bali. Well, I, 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 got, I got two things I, I want to clarify. Yes. Uh, the ring of spell turning, I don't have its details. Does that affect level 10 spells? Not area spells. Not area spells. And I don't know about the level. What about nullify? Nullify is level 9 or less. 9 or less, okay. <laughs> this is not a level 9 uh, spell. Just what I it's a great, know. great, great idea. All right, so all of you need to make, and don't roll yet because this is huge. Huge, I say. This could be campaign ending. I don't know what's going to happen here. Each creature uh, that I just listed, the four of you, uh, let's do it in order because uh, this is big, right. needs to make a fortitude save. Your target number is an additional boosted, and I'll call out who's going to roll first. A boosted 48 is your target number. Oh, my God. Jesus. I'm glad I moved. <laughs> 48 fortitude? If you critically succeed, you will take uh, no damage. If you succeed, you will take 10d6 negative damage. If you fail, you will take 115 negative damage. If you critically fail, you are slain immediately. Wow. <laughs> Get those hero points ready. Okay. The, the blast goes firing out, and it first hits Piercy with a fortitude save. Um, does Piercy have a mask of terror or anything like that? Yes. It's uh, area of fact, yeah. though. It, okay. it, oh, okay. um, let me read the context of it, though. Um, when any creature attempts a hostile action against the target, the creature must attempt a will save. This would be considered a hostile action. Sure. What's, and what's the end result? Um, success, it's unaffected. Failure, the creature becomes frightened, too, before using its action. Oh. Critical failure, the critical becomes frightened, too, and its action is failed and wasted. Oh, that could be huge. That could be huge. Yeah, that could be huge. Does that have the incapacitation trait? Yeah. It does. It says nothing of the sort. Okay. <laughs> uh, what type of save is this? It is a... Uh, no. Your 44, Will isn't save, it? Right? Uh, Will save. 45 Will is my 45. spell DC. 45. Here we go. Fortitude. This is Will. a will save. Will. will save. I will re-roll, or do you want me to keep the roll? I'll let you decide since you didn't see it. Uh, re-roll. Re-roll. What was the roll? It was a 12. Okay. It is a 47 total on this roll. It'll succeed. Okay. Well, what would the 12 been? Uh, better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All I'd right. I'd be willing to slot my level 10 spell slot to... Piercy. Uh, Piercy failed, not critically, but did fail. But has failed. You take 100, uh, I stand corrected, 115 points of negative damage. Okay. It continues out. You have energy ages? Yeah. Yeah, you're protected from some of that. Yeah, five. five. Ten. It continues out and hits the next person, and my map just refreshed. Who's the next person on there? Palik. Palik, make your, f uh, what do we say, fortitude save. 48. Correct. <gasps> Natural, Natural 20. 20. Whoa! Polique, oh you take no damage whatsoever. Next up is Shunka. Shunka's in that beam? Yep. Uh, Shunka rolled a 45. Wow. That is a fail. Mm -hmm. 
100 takes 115. 115. Next up is Bali. Here we go, folks. Good luck. He does love Bali. Re bullet. That was going to take a new roll. Hero point. What, you roll bad? Roll the four. Ooh. Yeah, Good luck. Thank you. Roll the nine. Is this uh, enough to save Bali? Uh, this is a 42. This is a 40. <sighs> Bali is alive. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bali takes 115 points of negative damage. as this, power, this line zaps and goes out and hits oh, Xanner as well. Sorry. One, one second. Yes. One quick recon. Could you roll a willpower save for that attack? And does Bali's ring uh, effect that he's wearing that protects him against? Yes, you get a whole, the ring evaporates and is destroyed and absorbs half of that damage. Does no. it stop it from moving uh, well, let's on? Well, let's see what happens with your roll first. Uh, willpower save is 49. Uh, that's a success, and I will divide this in half. What's going on? Is 115. You succeeded. Yes. So that means it made contact. The ring activates. Oh, chops this in half. Okay, gotcha. Um, one last thing before Xanner goes. The God Slayer ability kicks in. When the Titan damages a creature capable of using divine spells, you need to make a willpower 47 roll. And before you roll, you don't want to fail this. <laughs> well, no. that's all I need. Well, I mean... I mean, like, if you fail this, Bali, you are useless to the group for the rest of this battle. Uh, that would have happened prior. This is just icing on that cake. So we'll oh, see what yeah. happens. Will 47. Will 47. You got this, this Bali. This is bad. And I, I can spend the hero point on like this one. You yeah, will be, absolutely. like, just sit out the rest of the campaign pretty All right. much. All right. We're looking for 47, right? A natural 20. Oh! oh yes! <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> Fuck you! The way I'd like to see this, because I'm pretty sure nothing shit, happened. Holy shit, whatever's, whatever's left of the uh, Herald tries to form and takes the blast. Oh, my, oh God. my God. Roll of the campaign. <sighs> if you succeeded, you could not use divine spells for one round and are frightened too. If you had failed, you could not use any of your divine spells, which is all of your spells, for one minute. Ooh. If you critically failed, which was definitely a possibility, you would lose your spell casting for the rest of your life. Ah, oh, my God. Instead, I will increase that on top of it, and you are now permanently immune to his God Slayer ability. <laughs> all right. He shouts, no! And gain a hero point on top of that. Oh, Holy moly. Quick question. For Palik, would that mean he can heal Palik with her afflictions? No, there? that curse oh, is yeah, still okay. still in play. Xander still needs to get hit by this ability. I don't wanna. <laughs> oh my God, Xander rolled a two. He's gonna use his last hero. Point. This could kill Xander. No, no, no. Turning that into a forty-eight. Oh, is a God. success. You do take damage, and it is only twenty-five negative damage. That's crazy. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, sh. However, 
it's not quite yet done. If Massacre doesn't kill a single creature, the negative energy violently explodes back towards the caster, dealing 30 damage to the caster, that is a Nyer's Titan, and everyone who just made that roll takes 30 points of negative damage as it comes back. I was going to mention, except oh, for maybe Bali. No, Bali's still going to take it. Mm. 25. <laughs> we all take that hit. He doesn't take a cumulative? Palik, you get 10 less. <laughs> when he didn't oh, kill? Thank you. On both ends of that. Yeah. Oh. Well, I didn't take any damage. Okay, good, 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 good. And Anire has finally entered this battle, if you will. He is done for the turn. Uh, next up is Piercy. Okay. Is that a thing he needs to roll the D4 for? The, the um, beam? That is X amount of spells of that type. Okay. Just like you, right. he has to have those pre-planned in advance. All right. So I, um, you do not know how many he has. Uh, yeah, that's bothersome. Wow. Um, Get out of the line! <laughs> oh, damn. Spread out! Now you Just say Just do it. a circle Go around him or something. <laughs> no, definitely not that. Don't listen to that guy. Piercy is going to... Well, a circle, a cone, a line. They're all bad. To run, leap... Like, where is he really standing? Like, is he hovering? Is no, he uh, he's straddling. Okay. <clears throat> he's going to run, leap, and tumble, whatever, through or behind, whatever makes him flat-footed. So that's going to be all three of his actions, basically. Uh, right? Uh, if you're going to tumble, you need to make a... I know. I'm going to roll. But you're just right there. There'll only be t two actions, two right? Two actions? Yeah. I think you can do a third as a strike. You're not affected by the movement penalty. That's only for flying. Okay. Okay. All right. Acrobatics versus reflex. Oh, that was a two. That's stupid. I'm going to use a hero point. Last hero point for Piercy is gone. Natural 20. Woo! Yeah, you are go. on the other side and do not use that action. Thank you. Woo! Uh-oh. Thank you. Um, So I have two actions then. Bolly, what a I roll. Have, <laughs> and I have uh, Nash. I'm going to do a normal hit for the first one. Swing in here. All right, that's a 30. First melee attack on Yeah. Anire. So 38 and 16 is 48, 54. 54 is a hit. Okay. So let's roll these ones. That's 12, 15, uh, 24 piercing. He takes it all. Seven fire. Uh, what's the total damage? Uh, 20, so 24 plus 7, 30, Okay. Uh, 1. Got it. He takes it all. Okay. Um, second attack is going to be a... What's the perfect finisher? Uh, I've got... Perfect finisher. Oh, I get to... Uh, Roll twice and take the better result. So he's going to take a second attack with the perfect finisher. This is a 33. 15 is 349. Is a hit. Nice. Yes. That's going to be 5, 9, 10. Oh, got the stupid amalgam in front of me. 19 and 8, 27 points of damage. Total 27 damage. Takes it all. 
You're getting him. Uh, Take it, it. Is everything around me metal? I'll stand by. I'm doing looking at yes. something here. Um, what the heck was I looking at? Oh, DCs. Um, here, here, here. It's somewhere. I swore it was right there. Nope, it's under the mechanics. Xanner. Uh, Anire makes some small motion, magical motion within his Titan. And you feel yourself uh, getting rigid on your feet and getting locked into place. I thought Anaira already went. Uh, yeah, uh, he's still, we didn't do his um, lockdown ability this time. Oh. Uh, I need you, Xander, to make a reflex saving throw of 40. Oh, shit. Okay. <clears throat> oh, ha. It's a 39. And I'm trying to see if there's any way that I can bump it up. I'm out of the hero points. It's 39. All right. Xander the Gnome Sorcerer from Varen, your feet do not seem to want to move. You are locked in place. You struggle and pull and pull and pull. I have a ring. I have a ring. Ring? The ring of spell turning. Turning. All right. <laughs> can you tell me what the ring of spell turning does? I can tell you. If you are targeted by a spell... Uh, the effect, the oh, ring yeah. replicates the effect of an 8th level spell turning with a counteract modifier of plus 35. Roll it, plus 35. Uh, that is a... That is a 44. Is a failure. Ugh. Shit. Okay. Xanner, yeah. your feet have been locked into place. Xanner is far back to the west. He has not moved into the field, staying long-range artillery spells. Xanner cries out in frustration. You cannot move your legs, and there is a giant grinding gear that is going to come ripping up over the side, come over and crush you to death with very little chance of rescue. You have your turn left and then when it gets to the end of the next round that will happen is it a spell no, the spell has already hit you with the feet okay it will be a physical crushing that will happen xander cast nullify on the effect on your feet on the effect on my feet and xander cast the spell and describe how you just avoided this effect <laughs> Xander uh, feels himself freezing, hearing and seeing all the lava everywhere, grabs his ring and, and tries to activate it and watches it fizzle out against this, then reaches down deep inside, contacting anything that he's ever spoken to, primal or elemental, everything that's there, and kind of revivifies his feet and, and melts away whatever's holding them into place and, and blocks the spell out with kind of a reverberating uh, sound. Okay. Out. And Xander's like, yeah, yeah. And he just bounces forward a couple steps <laughs> and this giant cog rolls behind him and misses him. Uh, huh. That is done. Uh, Piercy did, we just did your turn, right? 
Um, yeah, you just moved in. It is the start of a new round, and yeah. we're going to take a break there. And we will come back and see what happens with the rest of this battle. It is a new round. Bali continues at least this round to be a priest. It is your turn. Uh, you have this amalgam right in front of you. Yeah, I know. It's terrifying. Ready to uh, punch. Stepping back. One action. To step. What happened to my attack it's, of up? Oh, the dragon space. had attack of opportunity. Space. Space. But stepping ignores that, right? The what? My I, Someone had an attack of opportunity. It was my yeah. dragon. He's gone. I lost I lost my queen. <laughs> <laughs> or at least my bishop. Yeah. You're uh, freaking right you did. It's more like a rook. That is that. That is that. Don't taunt the god man. <laughs> uh, from that location, I have uh, lighted, so I'm going vertical. Take me to a north east position at full movement 25. It's so sad for me to hear at level 20, he's still 25. <laughs> And then I will, yeah, but it's flying now. It's a whole <laughs> new ball game. It's 25 in any direction. Uh, and uh, uh, <laughs> he's swimming through the air. <laughs> Don't come upside down. Someone give us a push. <laughs> uh, Bali then proceeds to touch himself lusciously. What? What? As he activates his vital beacon. <laughs> Do we know if our sound's still sounding strong? That's good. Great. And that is the end of my turn. Vital beacon on Bali. I'm only listening to my voice, though. So. All right. It is uh, the Clockwork Amalgam on the bridgehead's turn. It is pretty badly hurt. It's destroys its ranged spike arm and melts it into itself. Fire and molten stuff appears and it reinvigorates itself, healing 125 points of damage. Holy crap. That takes two of its actions. Who did that? The guy on the bridge. And then with its last action, it will attack Palik with the... uh, the, They'll do the blade. They'll do the blade. The blade's been good. Didn't it just melt the blade? No. Just did the spike. spike. Mm. The blade is really good with a natural 20. Critical hit on Palik. Oh, no. Palik has been hit for 107 points of slashing damage. Still standing? Nope. No? No. Palik then drops to dying two off of a critical. Oh no. And then feeble doesn't increase that. Or is, what's the one that increases it? Stop helping. <laughs> that clockwork is done. Um, it does not seem interested in Shunka at all. Its turn is done. It will most likely just be shredding the corpse of Palik on its next turn, okay. FYI. Xanner. Oh my god. Big um, big gear just rolled right past you and you're excited and then your excitement wanes as you see Palik get cut down. Blood everywhere. Um Xander Xander has a plan. I will cast Wall of Stone. And I am casting it out from the next platform in front of me, all the way across the gear, and it's gonna make a kind of an L turn, like a J going up towards Sildren. So it's going to block off Bali completely from the visuals like of Anire and from 
and like up here? from there. Yep, and, and, and keep going all the way up there. And can go right up like that. So does that work for you? Or do you yeah, have, okay. that's fine. Um, blocking all of those off. Great. How tall is the wall? Uh, it's 20 feet high. Okay. Two feet. <laughs> <laughs> Three feet high. Uh, it is... Uh, do, do, do. Each section of the wall increased by 15. Oh, the hit points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, so each each hit point is... Wall is forms. Also, uh, there is acid rain. Is that the one I decided to do? Still falling on the storm, which means it's still falling on uh, please, please don't do a that. Please don't do that. Yeah, oh, that you're all... in the storm. Yeah. Uh, sustaining it with... Where was I at before? I sustained it with lightning before or sustaining it with... A thunderclap. What does that do? The thunderclap. Where's this one? Uh, each creature in the storm must succeed at a fortitude save or be deafened for 10 minutes. Okay. A uh, creature that succeeds is temporarily immune for thunderclaps uh, for all storms of vengeance. All right. So are they deafened or not? Critical success for a Nair and his Titan. It's a what roll? Uh, fortitude. Oh, okay. Dude. And the one amalgam fails. What do I need to roll? Uh, fortitude. But what am I? What's oh, my 43. target? Oh, forty-three. How many? Forty-three. What? <laughs> I cannot hear you. He is deafened. Forty-eight critical success. All right. Uh, the amalgam that is next to police cannot receive orders from uh, then a tactical orders from uh, Anaya, so it's on its own. Okay, that's for ten minutes. Ooh, nice. Is Palik still cursed? Yes, that has not changed. If Xander's done, Master Yaru, it is you. Um, I have a question, Jeremy. Is your storm of vengeance affecting the chain gate at all? No. Okay. No? Okay. The, not the power conduit, no. Uh, okay, that's fine. Uh, I'm affecting the power conduit with my first attack. Okay, which cannot will... roll less than a 10. That's right. I can roll a 19, though. <laughs> <laughs> that would be uh, 54. That is a critical hit. You destroy the last power conduit. As you do so, the light fades and goes away. The power to the chain gate stops. And the chain gate is no longer powered. It goes down. The upper section of the God Killer Titan slowly turns around and looks behind it at the gate and sees that it is stopped. And then he rotates back towards the west, points a big Titan arm at the gnome sorcerer and says, I will use your blood. You will be the only blood spilt here today. And Yaru will use his last actions to dart over towards... Uh, you only did one action there, so you have two actions left. Yeah, two actions okay. to run as fast as I can towards Palik. Okay. Um, oh, son of a... <laughs> so if I have to jump over that, I will. There's no way to get rid of that. Permanent line. 160 feet, right? Uh, yeah, as, as far as I can get um, in between Anire and all of you. That's two actions, folks. Mm. And I cannot attack anybody in like my that, current position. Yeah. Yeah. So my turn is uh, Other done. side of Sildren. Oh, other side of Sildren, okay. What has happened? <laughs> Sorry, we're just fixing the wall and the lines. So like that? Mm-hmm. 
That'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then the other person. Yep. There we go. Okay, great. Okay. So yeah, Yaru's like standing resolute defending uh, in front of Felik as close as he could get. Great. Uh, there was something else I wanted to mention. And oh, I yeah. said that you, what did you just say? Something cool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because you have stopped the uh, chain gate, there's the portal plugs, uh, remains plugged up at the top and no more machines are falling through. There's an army that is held at bay. He just needs to get your corpse over there, Xander, and it will restart the entire process all over again. However, I said something like it's just us, yada yada. Yaro, you gain a hero point for taking out oh, the chain gate. Cool, thank you. Nice job. It is Sildren's turn. You're heading up north, kind of around the island area. Big wind blasting. Now blasting. the fight begins. A couple walls near you. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Rockety fuck. Um, Sildren is going to head around the wall. Um, and down the length of it on the other side, on the right-hand side of it, until he gets line of sight on Polik. And then he is going to... Oh, um, gain 15 for me, please. Use his staff of healing greater. For a... I think I can do... What's my max level spell on that? The Staff of Healing? I think it's like fourth level. Is that correct? Staff uh, of Healing Greater? I don't know. With a wall in between. What size is the uh, is an Iyer's Titan? Gargantuan. Okay. I mean, I have heal listed, but I don't have it. Okay, I'm ready to help. What do you need? Okay. Tim. What level can I, heal staff can I cast using it? Well, casting staff what? Staff of healing. Greater staff of greater, healing. Uh, greater staff. Of healing. Greater staff of healing. Staff of healing equipment. Greater is. Uh, greater, greater, greater. You can cast uh, third heal. Okay. Um, so that is... And you guys know about the amount of charges are equal yeah. to the spell levels you can get. Yeah. Okay. 14 plus, uh, 24, uh, 38. Polik is blinks. You are alive, prone, next to this giant machine that is out to get you. Um, and then Shunka... Wounded one. Shunka attacks the Wounded two, amalgam. Wounded because I was a dying two, right? No. Oh, yeah. Uh, so Shunka's strike is uh, 39. Actually, that would get flanking back 41 to hit. Is a miss. Dang. Okay. That was my turn. Okay. <clears throat> the clockwork amalgam that is not on the bridge, but a little bit more west, was told to attack Bali, but can no longer see Bali. And it's tall, but it's not tall enough to quite see over the wall. And instead, we'll engage Xanner. It will chomp over there, bong, 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 bounding across. But it's not as fast as some of these other guys. And it takes two actions to get over there. Xanner coming right at you. It then swings its blade of goodness at you. Big, beefy blade with a total of 50 to hit. That hits. 
Regular hit, Regular hit. is Xanner hit for 51 points of slashing. Yes. Halik, you are not taking your turn. Who dropped you? That clock where the other clockwork. You are before him. It is now then Anir in his God Killer Titan's turn. Anir points an open hand down at this little mouseketeer swashbuckler next to him. Bring a die to me. <laughs> and he says in return. <clears throat> Hello. <laughs> he says in return, the cat will betray you. You must slay him and implants a suggestion into your brain Ooh. to destroy Yaru. Like what do I roll? No. You roll a will save 47 is your target number. I've been saying battle royale for weeks. Here we go. Yeah, 47. <laughs> this is a mental effect if that matters. Um, yeah, 47. Oh, does he need, I have a Mask of Terror, does he need to roll something first? I don't know. Is it aggressive act? It's not hostile. aggressive. Hostile. No, I'm not going to say no. He wants you to do a hostile action towards me. Yes. <laughs> well, All right. Would it be viewed as being hostile? No, it specifically says it can't be a self-destructive thought or against self-interest, and I think that falls in line with it. I, I, I fail to save, so. Just a regular fail? Regular fail. All right. You must immediately follow the suggestion. You are affected by the spell unless the spell is canceled by someone, and it lasts for one minute. You guys okay. have just lost an ally and gained an enemy. Oh, no. <sighs> or... Yaru has gained an enemy. Yeah. What else is new? I I must I must kill the rat. The, 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 no way. I must kill it. I must kill it. The, the cat. And then stomping, Anair goes stomping between Sildren and Yaru to get closer to them. It is Piercy von Skeetenlever's turn. Go, my minion. Piercy. Protect yourself. Uh oh, <clears throat> that spell was in his mind. It wasn't an audio, or, or was it? A oh wait, hold He's on. Deafened. Piercy is Ooh. deaf. Hold on, let's check. Piercy is deaf. Let's check. Checking, mm -hmm. checking. Going to suggestion. Good it good has call. the trait of linguistic. It fails entirely. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Deafened. What did you say? Came to the rescue. He wow. still says it. Get him, my minion, yeah. and he looks like, at you, and what happens? Actually, like, Percy sees the hand point down at him, and he kind of cowers, and then nothing happens. He's like, hey, hey, I'm an immortal. He just hears, womp, 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 womp. Wow. wow. He still interprets it as, oh, kill Yaro? Yeah. <laughs> I was in the pride. <laughs> wow, how did that just save things? Oh. Piercy, you may take your turn as you wish, which could include killing Yaro. It's yeah, up to ahead. you. But here's the best part. Anaris still thinks you're under the sword. Yes, mm -hmm. he does. Kill him, my minion. He will betray you. You don't Why hear him. Like, Piercy not hearing him's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think all I see Piercy is just go, a giant <laughs> over-exaggerated <laughs> link. Um, oh. Well, I want to get flanking, but I can't get uh, tumble through if I go to the other side. So, um, I'll go ahead and tumble through anyway. So, Piercy's gonna. Well, you can get to flanking on that guy with Sildren on the other. 
Not yeah, when it tumble not, through, though. Not with tumble through, which is what he wants to do. Oh, he wants to tumble through. All right, make an acrobatics. Yeah. So I'm going to go here. And my acrobatics to do that. What is your acrobatics? Plus what? 36. Oh, nice. Plus, um, when I do tumble through, it's a plus two from my, plus one from my boots for 37. Nice. So 17 and 37 is 47, 54. 54 55. is a critical success. That does not take your action, is what we've been yes. doing. Nice. That's not a permanent rule, but I like it for now. All right, 55. He has panache. Revisit it after this episode. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and he has three full actions, so he's going to wow. start swinging. Over there. That <laughs> one. He points to the cat. <laughs> You're close. <laughs> Warmer. Warmer. <laughs> the spell is called pinata. <laughs> he's like nudging a kitten now. Just get up that way. Piercy. Um, and he has three full actions. Piercy is going to use... Oh, no, you're fine. Uh, That's cool. And he's just going to do a regular a regular strike first. And he misses because that was probably that was a 30, uh, 46. 46? Yeah. It's a that, miss. Yeah. All right. Um, second action is uh, he's going to use a finisher. Finisher, second action. On the second action, correct. And he's going to use a, a targeting finisher. Good luck targeting a specific part of the machine, the Titan. Yeah. What, what? Targeting the head. Head leaping up into the air like Yoda. Which will affect his will. If Ooh. you get a hit. If I, if I get a hit. When? I do not get a hit. Oh, that, come on. But... Because I failed. Yes, confident finisher, full. I do still get full confident finisher on that one. So that's 10, 17. 17. And while this is a robot, it still takes precision damage. So you're getting into weird components between joints and stuff. So, yes. Um, And then my last action is going to be to uh, now to get flanking by tumbling through. No, don't move. You're in a perfect spot. Percy can't hear you. And he can't see you either. You, you can't see you that's behind a, a wall. That's a 40. That's, that's a, uh, it's a 40, 40 for that. Is a failure. You okay. stay put. Also, due to the deafened condition, I want Xander to get a hero point for that spell. <laughs> right. All right. It is a new round. Uh, there continues to be battles out in the streets. People are being attacked and killed in Cadavier. Forces are trying to figure out what is going on and where this attack is coming from. But back in the battlefield, no more are coming through is the good news. The bad news is, Yaru, you start to feel resistance on your feet. You need to make a reflex saving throw. He says it so casually. I appreciate the casual statement. Um, Xander chokes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, reroll that with my impossible technique. Worse, I do have to take it. Um, reflex is... Possible technique is not a hero point, right? And isn't it you take the better result? Yeah. Um, so uh, like, No, hold on. Impossible. Don't forget these details. No, it's um, right here. Um, execute maneuver that defies 
uh, possibility. If the triggering effect was an enemy's attack hitting me, the enemy rerolls the attack roll and uses the lower result. If the triggering effect was me failing a saving throw, I reroll and take the higher result. Yeah, so you take the higher of the two. Um, so that was a six. Uh, so I will use a hero point if I'm allowed to. You can. Okay. So you're hero pointing the second roll then, the worst roll. Yes. So you have a six banked. Hope for better than this. Good luck. Oh. How about uh, 43? 43, you are able to resist the effect and step away. And uh, yeah, some big giant crunching wheel comes rolling in between the group and you are able to step out of the way. It's very much just a whirlwind. Yeah. What's the angle of the wheel? I have to ask because I want to know if it's hitting the wall. It probably crunches through a check section of the wall and creates a little hole there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Bali, <laughs> you are up. Visual. You have a wall that is blocking you off from your friends and enemies. Uh, I'm alighting and Oh, you're flying, moving. right? You're already flying because you're over the gears. It, but now I'm over the, uh, a little wall. higher than the wall. So uh, but keep in mind, there's also a gigantic, massive windstorm that quadruples this move penalty. If you move any further forward. Don't yeah, you're, move you're, any further to the uh, well, you have about like basically get over the wall like right and here. then go down. <laughs> I need to be able to reach Piercy with a sixty range. Why don't you walk you across do the top now. of the wall? That's that's all I want to know. Another you, you can do that now. Stand okay, on top. So it is not me progressing; it's me uh, going up and seeing over the wall and seeing uh, Piercy. And uh, I don't know why I'm rolling this. <laughs> you, you can. Hey, neighbor! If the gear did just what I was asking about, you can see him directly. Like, yeah, yeah, there, yeah. There's a hole in the wall right there. But I don't think I'd be able to see people. You can't. You can't. Oh, the wall of stone. I just said you can. The wall of stone that I have. <laughs> <been> declared. <laughs> All right. Do it. Uh, Do so, the heal. Where there's healing. All right. Oh, to whom? Give me a second. To Piercy. Oh, Palik, you will be next. Yeah, I'm, I have to focus it because there's. So yeah. just, just, this is just piercing. All right, big heal. Oh, uh, let's see. Not great in between. One hundred and twenty-three to piercing. Thank and he you. said, "Not great before that." <laughs> and then a reverberation of healing. Bounces off with the cleric cool abilities. Uh, 10, 17, 47 to Soldrin. Wow. Oh, wow. And I lost part of my hand. So it's 123. What do you need? D10? Yes. 1, 2, 3. Palik, it is your turn. Prone, blinking, conscious, giant machine with a big blade overhead. Yeah. Um... She's going to kip up. She's going to pull out a potion of healing and heal herself for 49. And then she's going to um, swing at this amalgam that's right in front of her. Palik refusing to run, staying toe to toe, fighting for the cause. 53 to hit. Is a hit. Huge. Ah, uh, no. That is a critical hit. Nice. Yeah. Only hadn't healed itself. Uh, yeah. 121. Whoa! Took all that damage back at least. Wow. Um, oh. it absorbs some of that. No, yes, some of that. But okay. uh, that's a big hit. Nope. But hold, hold on, half a second. It's gonna be. I need to make a. I need to make two fortitude 
saving throws. Two fortitude saving throws. The, the first one is for critical debilitation. First one is a big roll, 49. Uh, nothing happens. Second roll is even bigger, 52. Never mind. Jeffed. What else, Palik? That is three actions. Um, You kipped up? I did. The kip up is free. Or are you standing free. up? And then I took a potion out. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How much did you have? 49. <clears throat> the clockwork badly wounded is returning the mm. favor, slicing and slicing and slicing at Polik. Oh, no. uh, it will use its... It will use its... Oh, wait, hold on. Does it have... No, it doesn't have any special thing there. Yeah, it will use its blade. How many hit points do you have left, Polik? 87. Here it comes. First big massive strike. 56 to hit. Jesus. Wow. Uh, that, that, uh, that's a critical. With wow. a critical. Oh, he doesn't. Nobody has any sort of like re. Uh, Palik is hit for 92 points of slashing <clears throat> damage. Dang it. What happens? She's a dying two. Wow! Oh, she's not. Um, there no, we go. There's a wall. Dying two because <clears throat> you're wounded one, and then dying three because a critical took you but down. But none of that happens because Yaru has caterwauled, and Palik is standing at one hit point. What is... I keep forgetting about yes. this. Yes. I have a caterwaul ability. Once per day, give a daring yowl in the face of adversity, calling your companion back from the brink of unconsciousness. They are not knocked out and remain at one hit point. They are gain a wounded condition as though they have been dying. Okay. That, that's really good. You saved a, a dying three. <laughs> not not to... <laughs> yeah, but there's two more hits. Yeah, yeah, but still. Does that have to happen... That could have been dying. It had, it's a reaction. It has to on happen. The on the hit yeah. that takes her down? Though. Yes. It's a reaction. Yeah, right now. He just did it. Oh, I thought she was already down. Nope. Yeah. No, yeah. she was healed. No, she just okay. got knocked. Gotcha, However, gotcha. there are two more attacks coming. She is at wounded two, but has one hit point remaining. Yep. Second attack. Palik stood her ground. Here it comes. 43. No. Ha ha ha. Last attack. Polik with one hit point. Oh no, forty-six. Nimble dodge. Yes. Oh, gives you plus two AC. What does nimble dodge do? Plus, gives me plus two and just AC. edges just you out. <laughs> oh my god! Just like barely. Oh, matrix dodge. Yeah, a few hairs get cut off. Right over your head. Holy moly, Polik! Wrong bitch. Like with Yaru save. save. Don't yes. forget Yaru. Yeah, yeah good job. Awesome. Thank you. Xanner. That could have that turn could have ended Palik is dead. Xanner yep. sustains the storm with lightning bolts. Ah. And zaps That's both right. it's, uh, uh, the directional. Uh, the, the amalgam and the uh freaking anire. Okay. With uh a big hit, so they have basic reflex to to save for half. Mm, amalgam passes. Anair passes. Five. Actually, Anair has to re-roll 30, that. Why? Yaru has a black cat curse. What does that do? Yaru will uh, hiss a spitful curse, at, or spiteful, sorry, uh, at the creature. The tar- uh, Anyone within 30 feet, the target must re-roll the triggering saving throw and use the worst result. Uh, he fails. Okay. Uh, that is 25 points of electrical damage. Wow. All right. 12 to 12 the... 12 to the amalgam. Um, no, it takes more than that. I told it you as well. Because no. uh, your blood will be damage. spilt. 
And one more time, 24? 25. 25 to Anire. Oh, actually... Nope, that's electrical damage. Yep, I, I rolled the fireball dice, but it's electrical damage. <clears throat> okay. Xanar uh, then casts Fiery Body Thank God. on himself <laughs> and flies straight to Bali <clears throat> full uh, 40 feet. Um, a quick double check. No, no double attacks double. of opportunities. No All right, you leave this healthier amalgam behind. <laughs> Master Yaru, it is your turn. I was literally about to yell, if you don't have blood, he can't use your blood. <laughs> I will boil it out of your body. Just be fire and you can't do anything. Um, I will uh, gain 15 hit points from Bali back to full, I believe. Uh, yeah, you, you're back to full for sure. And I will step with the winding flow ability into Anire's space. Mm -hmm. You have three more rounds of this, by the way. And I will... Use two actions, one of those being a focus point for a quivering palm technique. Ooh. And I can't remember what happens the with quivering this. palm technique is a magical attack um, that I just have to roll. Make a melee unarmed strike. If you hit, then, a then things yeah, kick in. Something happens on my... Oh, you got to hit first. I know. What does a natural 20 do? Oh! You can spend a single action, which has the auditory and concentrate traits. He has to hear me. He can hear you. He can you hear me in there? <laughs> <laughs> Don't waste it that way. No. Uh, if you hit and the target is I'll, I'll put it this way. I'll use it on the machine, not him, if you want. No, uh, it, you, it, it can't be on him, unfortunately. He is protected. Um, but everything you're doing is against him. Um, all right, so you're hitting the machine. So it'll take the normal damage. Yes. Which is uh, just normal attack damage, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, 10, 11, 6, 8, 8, 8, 8, 9, 10, 19, plus 10, 29 points of damage. Okay, he takes that damage and, and is now... that for <clears throat> the crit, right? It wasn't a critical. It was a critical. 20, oh, oh, that, so twenty nine again. <laughs> yeah. So, what forty? I got it. Um, and a he is at half life. Chunks dropping. A symbol appears on his chest. The symbol of the three winds, which is basically three kind of circular um, spirals um, inside of one greater circle. Just looks like the the symbol for wind you've seen before, probably. And that like glows on his chest and like is pulsing. All right, you have one action left. Sure, let's flurry of blows. <laughs> does that critical need him to make a save? Though? Not yet. Oh, actually, he does need to make a fortitude save. I have a stunning fist. Okay, you can go ahead and make your flurry bow. I haven't hit anybody fist. yet. It's a DC forty-two. Forty-two with fortitude. Yeah, he's good. Okay, uh, forty-five. To hit it is a miss. Okay. Yes. Natural 20. Wow. Nice. What is the total to hit? Uh, 20 plus 27, 47. 47 is a regular hit. What is that natural 20? I want it. <laughs> <laughs> well, since you whined. <laughs> Dude, 7, uh, 10, 18 plus 
Uh, 10 is 28. 20. Doubled. No, not doubled. Or, or, Regular hit. Another hit. Shush, shush, shush. Done. And Regular that. hit because it was the flurry? Because it was the. No, regular hit because he didn't hit over the armor class to then make it. Got it. It okay. was my last um, attack modifier, so it just shot. Yeah, a little low. But still, it's a hit. We'll take it. Sildren, you are up, and then the enemies go. <coughs> um, I'm going to allow Shunka to take his action first. Um, he's attacking. Um, so he doesn't kill come on, come on, come he's attacking on. the amalgam. The one that's on Palik. And I'm going to use a hero point because oh I Oh boy, a two. Shunka's going all out to protect her. Yes. All right, so that's going to be then instead a uh, 29, 48. 48 is a hit. Wow. Just a regular hit? Regular hit. Uh, actually, flanking. 50? So 51. 50 is a regular hit. Okay, wow. What? Um, 10, 11, 14 plus 8, 22 points of damage on it. All right, not... Hold on. Is it these guys? Knocked prone. Knocked prone. Um, It does not take a lot of damage, but it is not prone. Nice. That helps. That's Yeah, that's a huge action taken away. Takes a move away. An action away. uh, And Nair is protected within there and unable to be targeted. Yep. In that case, Sildren is taking a... I, I don't know if anything matters, but if you can move fully closer to me, that's also a... I <laughs> Sildren <laughs> is going to right. take a Drag step <laughs> to the northeast, and then he will cast Electrical Arc at the Amalgam. Oh, across the way? Yeah. Well, right. actually, it's it's he's able to affect two, one or two targets. All right. It is 30 feet away. So You can have both of these guys. Okay, great. I will Here's the amalgam both. first. I, yep. Um, okay, amalgam first. That is going to be uh, what is 35 plus 19, 54 to hit. Is a critical hit. Yes. Need so, some fours? With, I think Seth mentioned some fours. Five fours are twelves. Okay. points of electrical damage. It takes more than that. And and it's doubled because critical, right? It's 54? Oh, yeah. So double that. 108. Because it was a critical, you said, right? Right. Yeah. So 27 more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 54. (laughs) It is critically injured, barely hanging on by nuts and bolts over Palik. Did everything I could for you, uh, and this is for Anire. Uh That is going to be a 53. Is a hit on Anire. Yes. Zapping out with Emperor Palpatine lightning. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine plus seven, 16 points of damage. 16 points of damage. No, I'm sorry, that's doubled. Because it was critical. This was not no, a No, because I only all. rolled five dice, but it's supposed to be 10. So nine plus nine, 18 time, plus seven. 25? 25, 25 yes. You got it? Yeah. Got it. Anire is getting a little low on, but he is determined to kill. It is the Clockwork Amalgam's turn that is far to the west, and it is going to chase down Xanner. I don't think it can get to you in one turn. Xanner does it have Mask of Terror. to oh. come after Bali, if I recall. Yeah. Um, kind of. Uh, Bali is ta- taunting it now. I know, but you are also up in the air. 
Yeah. Better master what it gives in your wings. Uh, and how high are you, Xanar? I am, uh, so I w- went up to where Bali is, so I'm 25 feet up. All right. Um, shoot! He cannot shoot! He destroyed <laughs> his shooting arm. Uh, instead, he will do one, two actions, stomping back towards the bridge area and attack Shunka. Okay, he needs to make, before he does that, he is going to make a, what is it, a fortitude save? A will save. For what purpose? Because uh, Shunka is affected by Mask of Terror. Oh, um, you know, we may have made this happen when it should not have happened before. Uh, It's immune to mental abilities. Alrighty then. Well, we have forgotten it often enough at this (laughs) point that it really didn't really matter. All right, it swipes with its blade, and Shunka gains an action with a critical miss. Nice. Nice. Um, so Shunka is going to continue to um, make minced metal out of <laughs> the creature that uh, had dropped Palik. Okay. So he will attack. <laughs> that is going to miss. It was a uh, 32, 34 to hit. All right. That is a miss. It is a Nair God Killer's Titan turn. Anair is going to go. You see him charge up his hand with a great deal of massacring energy, but hasn't built up enough of it this round. And instead starts cleaving around with his big bladed weapon. Hmm. And for two actions, gets attacks on everyone in the area. That includes Sildren, just even though he stepped back? Yep. Uh, uh, Hold on. Stand by. Stand by. And includes Palik. He has a range that is what? twice the distance of Palik. And includes Shunka. Can I make him make a fortitude save oh before God. that? What for? Quivering Palm. It takes an action for you oh, to trigger right. Do the uh, do, say something on my turn. That's right. Do the walls affect that at all? Like he has to smash through. If he's going to reach out that far for them, he has to smash through the walls. Uh, no, he gets to choose which one. Anyway, let me double check. Uh, against each foe within their reach, um, and he, so he's not going to hit the walls. So he is hitting Sildren, uh, five people right here. The good news is that he has his minus 10 full uh, multi-attack penalty on all of these. Uh, That's as good a news as I can give you. Here he comes. (laughs) It's coming at Sildren first. Oh, with a 53. That's a critical hit. Sildren still criticaled. Sildren hit for 89 points of... Uh, uh, should be slashing, slashing damage. Yaru, forty-one. No, thank you. Piercy is slashed at with forty-five. No. What? That, that that is my AC. That's a hit. Okay, that's a hit. So I'm using nimble dodge then, and it's not. Okay, <laughs> I will put those damage dice away. We will go. We will skip uh, Palik for now, and we will jump over to Shunka. Shunka with a 49. That will hit. Shunka is hit for 43 points of slashing damage. And the last blow, sweeping out. And does a huge last attack on Palik. Here it goes. Oh, do it. 36. Oh, jeez. 36. Oh, my goodness. Is that a miss? He still has... Uh, one action left, if you'll believe it. 
I don't want to believe it. And he will take a, yeah, he will blast out a metal spike out and over at the head of Bali across the way. Jeez. This is also a minus 10 attack penalty, though. Oh, no, and a 33 hits the wall instead. <laughs> oh. Bali does the... That could have been really. His really wings bad. are flapping, and he just like like it looks like he jukes, but it's just him like not wow. being able to control it. How the frick was Scorgeon on easier fight than this one? This is stupid. Uh, agreed. <laughs> Piercy von ah. It is your turn. Piercy is. Um, you still have the option. Of he didn't have a giant transformer. Yeah. Piercy is uh, going to do his first action to tumble, and ah, uh, oh, but Sildren's not flanking, is he? I am. No, Sildren is not flanking. Uh, can I tump? Can I, I do not tumble across? Could, no, I, could I tumble and get and get flanking with uh, Alistair? You, you can get twenty-five points of damage if you do. Because I'll be right stepping there. on the gears. Yeah. And then each turn you start, you would as well. <clears throat> Can't you take the same space as me? That doesn't get flanking though. No. Um, but I'm still gonna tumble, and I'm just gonna go straight across. That way, I get my panache. So, rolling for that. That's a 45. You fail. God. Big Sorry. metal leg blocks you. I stay where I'm at. Um, second action is try it again. Ooh, okay. That's much better. That's a... Uh, you succeed. That's a 56. You succeed. Do I critically nice. succeed? 56 is a critical success. Yes. Nice. Get, get the action, action back. back. Oh, yeah. We're rethinking this rule, but carry on. Um, <laughs> rethinking it now. <laughs> <laughs> Next action is to... Where did you tumble through, though? To the bridge side? You safe? Or are you going to yeah, go yeah, into yeah, gears? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, straight yeah. across. All right. Um, I'm going to use my... Uh, that first strike as my finisher. Ooh, not messing around, but that ends his attacks. It does. I'm going to do um, targeting at his head. So not going for the extra roll to hit, but going for he's gambling. Hmm. It's a 41. 41 is a miss. Shoot. Uh, and then I'm going to... Confident finisher kicks in, though. Yeah, confident. That's true. A little bit of extra guaranteed damage. 26. 26. Yes. Wow. On a miss is not bad. Just do That's that. Most of my hits. Do that 200 times. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm going to uh, tumble just straight north, not off into the gears, but but still on the platform, right. but just Make tumble a roll. straight north. And that tumble is probably not successful. It's uh, uh, 42. 42. You failed to tumble, and you okay. realize why, and that's because your legs don't seem to be working as you'd like. Make a reflex save. Make a big reflex save. That you, you really want to make. No limits. 49. Uh, and you are able to avoid any attacks, and you're able to keep your leg movement going. Woo! A giant gear goes rolling by from right to left and does not crush you. Uh, there continues to be a battle raging outside in the streets uh, in Cal Calavier's capital. But back here in our battlefield is Bali behind an L-shaped wall flying a couple feet off, 20 feet off the ground. Bravely <laughs> hiding behind the wall. What are you going to do? <clears throat> I need 
to uh, close in a little bit. So due south, not affected by the storm, which is still raging, correct? Yeah. Correct. Okay, so due south, I should still be able to cover that. Uh, and then healing will lash out violently at Halik. A critically important heal. How many hit points do you have right now, Halik? One. One. Uno. Wow. <coughs> you ended wow. with one hit point? Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah oh, that's right. Honestly, and you haven't taken damage. Zero, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Roll it, Christopher. Let's make this, uh, let's make it interesting. No, don't make it interesting. Make it good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you think? Nah. <laughs> would be the one time. Suicidal surgery. Four, just it, again. Wouldn't it add Two a wounded condition? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would, yeah. Would, yeah, yeah, increase yeah. that wounded. It would be it would be wounded. Um, I, I think uh, I'm not really, going really to wounded. heal you. That's fine. Uh, I am going to what? instead yeah, we're good. Uh, whisper. Uh, good luck. <laughs> whisper good luck. I'm a Cylon. Actually, Bali, <laughs> Bali is close to the uh, the stone wall there, and he feels the uh, the spritelings. Uh, moving about, and he commands them for their energy, uh, and they kind of dip into the wall, and they find their way. They actually gravitate up through little bits and spaces that are around. You're talking about these little emberly things flying yeah. around? Okay. Uh, find their way around uh, Palik and uh, chant. Yeah. And chant around her, imparting their spirit to her, um, and giving her uh, a regenerate. Casting regeneration on yes. police. Nice. So now you are not going to die. And every turn, 1,500 15. points. And that'll go 10 rounds from here. Wow. Perfect. Awesome. Does my regeneration stop? No, yours is still going for two rounds. Wow. <clears throat> well, one round now, right? Uh, well, once he activates his turn. Round. Okay. All right. Bali is done. Uh, next up is Palik. You heal 15. I do. Feel a little bit regenerated. 16 big hit points. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, a, a little bit of regeneration, uh, enough to strike once on this son of a son of a bitch. I, I give you one. Nope. Yeah, I was. I, like... got, I got two. Uh, I <laughs> just rolled a natural that. one. I'm going to uh, burn both hero points. You can't do that. You, can't, you have to oh, use, use one of someone else's. Take one. House rule. 52. To hit the creature is a... Yeah. The amalgam is a hit. Nice. With Shunka's it's, plus two. Yeah. All right. That's, anything you do has got to be enough. 60 points. Oh, yeah. And you have destroyed the amalgam that was yes. about to destroy you. Holy smokes. Then uh, light up my wings, and I'm going to fly over to <laughs> Bali, and I'm going to give him a little touch on the way by. All right. We're just flying together. What was the name oh, of that five. one? Five. What was the name of that spell? Uh, vital beacon. Vital beacon. Vital beacon. Oh, vital oh. beacon. Oh, okay. oh, that's what Vital beacon's the one that yeah. uh, cuts. I've spell, used yeah. the first charge, so you're at 98. You can go ahead and roll that. Just... Oh, 9D8. 9D8. All right, next up is Xanner. You see Palik flying nearby, s somehow alive. Uh, because the amalgam in the middle was taken out, I need to know the distance between uh, the... Uh, 
an ire and the amalgam. Is it 30 feet? 35 feet. Oh, God. So close. <laughs> Can't do it. Um, yeah. Uh, first, Xander sustains the storm by just filling it with rain and wind. 30? Just a huge amount of rain and wind starts coming down, meaning that uh, everything seen with, uh, in the area is now difficult to rain and everything is concealed Okay. inside the storm. So everyone needs a flat five or higher to target someone with All right. an attack. Uh, and then... Xander will, when he can't do chain lightning, uh, Xander's going to cast Polar Ray straight at... Uh, I could hit anything. Uh, but but he's going to fire it straight at the... I, mean, I could hit him with a lightning bolt, actually. I think that one's going to be more effective. Depending on what it could be. Yeah, I'm going to cast a level 8 lightning bolt. You need to make a decision. Since this is the finale, i got to count you down. 60. <laughs> 59. <laughs> 58. Xander casts uh, level 8 lightning bolts. Level yeah. 8 lightning is nothing to shirk at. Holy moly. At and at whom? Uh, at the uh, one next to Shunka. The amalgam. The amalgam. All right. It's making a reflex save to keep itself alive from this big lightning. Uh, 47. Uh, 47 is a uh, success, so it'll only take half. half damage. Make sure I'm doing this right. So it is. And then Yaro, you're up. Nine. Okay. Five, 12. Uh, five, 12, and seven. That's seven. No, 19. Plus four more, plus one more, because I, I said nine, right? Yeah. Um, that was 19, 25, 30, 46, uh, 55, and 10 more. 65 electrical damage. Okay, so 32. 32. It takes more damage than that, as it does not deal with electricity well. Good job, Xander. You have an action left. Master Yara, you're up. Uh, Xander will uh, lower himself to the uh, blow. The okay. Yaru will, first two actions will be a one-inch punch against an ire. Xander will not lower himself. I'm sorry, Yaru. Xander's going to throw an elemental toss. Okay, that's perfectly okay. Please do. <laughs> the more elemental tosses, Tell me the which element. Uh, bla- throwing it at the uh, the same guy that he just hit, the amalgam. All right. Again, and that's going to be... Ooh. What is it? It's a 44 to hit. 44 is a hit. Yes. All right. I hope this works. Um, I have a fiery body, so it adds this and those. Okay. So that is 15 plus 67, 82 points of fire damage. What? It takes it all and is critically wounded. Chunks of burning metal fall off of it. Sorry, this is that's written as a what? Uh, plus four more. I, I was reading it as a all right. A lowly oh eight a lowly eighteenth level plus so. three more. Okay, done. It is still alive but barely. Sildren, you are up. No, Yaru, you yeah, are up. Exactly. I skipped Yaru. Um, Sorry. I will. Yes, I will attack. Um, uh, one inch punch. Uh, the big guy, Nair's Titan. Iyer, yes. Yeah. Natural twenty. Whoa! Nice! Nice! Yes! Who just moved Yaru back to initiative, and how did you do that? 
I press the left arrow. That is awesome. Oh, on the encounter thing. Yeah. I didn't know we could do that. That's plagued me this whole freaking game. <laughs> now we figured it out. I, I I would cycle through like twelve enemies to get back to whoever's on top. Jesus Christ! And then it messes up the rounds. Yeah, that's forty six points of damage. Forty. It, was that double? What what, what what did you roll? A natural twenty. What was the oh, hit? Uh, uh, it's gotta be right. Uh, Fifty five. Is your total number? Yeah. Is a critical hit? Yes. Oh, so what did I say? Forty. You said twenty something. Uh, you said forty six. Forty six. Forty six double. Okay. Wait, no, 46 your total. No, it was a one-inch punch. That does a lot of damage. Yeah. You just did 92 points of damage? Yeah. yeah. Huge punch to Anire. After he takes that damage, Yaru will say, You have faced many creatures in many realms, but you have never faced the defenders of Varen. And when I say Varen, he has to make a fortitude save. The symbol of the quivering palm strike upon the armor of the titan's chest grows bright. You've done a lot of damage. Anire is badly wounded, and or his titan is badly, badly wounded. He's going to make a what roll? It's a DC 40 fortitude save. It's 40? probably pretty freaking easy. You said 40? Yes, 4-0. Okay, and it also has the incapacitation yes, trait. So this is likely going to fail, but it's bonus goodness. Here we go. Fortitude, I will. I'm sorry. Will? Uh, no, fortitude save. Fortitude. Four zero. Uh, forty six. He will pass. Which then I becomes already, a critical success. I already used my curse, didn't I? Yes, I did. Can't All right. do anything about that, so he, nothing happens. He survives at ends, and he cannot be afflicted by uh, it again. True, but he will receive another flurry of blows. Okay. <laughs> With 15, 46. 46 is a miss. And uh, 27 and 18 again is what, 40, 45? All right, miss. Yeah. S- then you're Damn. done. Sildren. Uh, Shunka spins around, bears his teeth, Shush. and leaps at the amalgam. Badly wounded, critically wounded amalgam. Uh, that is going to be 941 to hit. Is a miss. Ah! Um, <laughs> He's looking at his hero boy. Uh, <laughs> do it. No. No. Save it. My haste. We'll no, get him. We'll get him. So, use this battle for some reason. If I understand correctly, even when we have hit anire it seems like the electrical damage has been particularly potent is that correct uh i can't remember (laughs) (laughs) recall knowledge um no do it sildren so shunka misses and sildren's gonna do what sildren is going to call upon his deity and is that gonna be a problem Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it's only a problem for everyone within 30. What's your... What's um, your uh, well, let me actually... I, I do want to check one one God. thing first. Yeah, what's your hit points? Hold on. <laughs> Remember, this is a God Hold killer. On. It is div- divine. Um, So never mind. Um, And keep in mind, when Sildren is done, both enemies will go, including the huge charred up, charged up energy within Anire, who waited a whole extra turn for this. That's true. 
Massacre. Shit sticks. <sighs> Can I do it? Because, okay. Yeah? You know what? I am going to instead, I'm going to um, step towards Shunka, get within 30 feet of him. And I'm going to cast, this is a, one of the very few times that I've actually done this, and so use one of my focus points. Oh, to do healing? So you, you run closer to, to get the, to get within range. But I still shouldn't, like, I'm still outside a range of, like, I shouldn't take an attack of opportunity from, like, I don't get close enough to. Oh, he has a range of 40 feet. He's a massively long weapon. Right, but I'm not in melee at any point in time. You that... are. He has a range of 40 feet. Yeah, the whole time you're in melee. Okay, that's fine. It means that he won't get an attack of opportunity as I move slightly further away from him. If he has attack of opportunity, he could trigger it as long as you're within range of his weapon, which you are. Just step. Yeah. If, if I can, I'm going to step then. I don't if, know if that gets you there. This... I, I need to be within 30 feet. You're... Within, you are. Within, I think you're within 30, 30 feet. feet. But you mean, okay. a, you mean of both of them? Of Shunka. Just Shunka. I just need to be within 30 Shunka's feet of Shunka. Shunka's 45 feet away, All so right. a step would only get you to 40 feet. All right. Um, I will move closer to Shunka. Full on feet. run. Yeah. Anayar sees this and does an attack of opportunity improved. He gets an attack of opportunity, and even if he just gets a hit, he cancels that move. Swiping at you with his blade, Sildren. His big robotic attack is a 54. He's concealed. Yeah. So he has to make a flat five. And Mask of Terror. And I imagine Anayar would be affected by that. Yeah. Okay. I will allow that. Now let's do the conceal through the cloudy rain. Yep. Yep. He needs a five or higher. Flat. Rolling it right now. Fails. Yeah. With a two. Can there. swings and just hits nothing but cloud and rain. All you right. continue the move, you can heal your... So I'm going to heal Shunka. His reactions use that. <laughs> <laughs> Seven, eight, yeah, nine, true. 14, 15, 19, 36, plus 80. Um, that'd be one, say 116 healed. This is wow. the first time you've ever done this? Uh, it's one of, It's one of the first times that I've... I think I've the first time I've done it in combat with Shunka. Yeah. I think so I've done it. Shunka, 116? 116 yes. points. Animal healing. Yeah, because it's it's a special. My it's, I have two focus points because of my druid right. vestment, right. and I just used one of them. Folly nods in approval. Are you done, Sildren? Uh, yeah. Okay. The clockwork amalgam will now go. It has no direct control. Uh, Anayar does not want him focused on the uh, wolf, but it will continue to attack the wolf. This, this amalgam is critically wounded, barely hanging in there, but can still attack with full ferocity. That is a freaking 57 to hit. Ouch. Oh, critical Shunka. Shunka is hit for 95 points of slashing damage. Good, good job yeah. on the heal. It was yeah. worth it. Then a 44 to hit. That will hit. And then last one, oh, let's do the 44 to hit. That is 46 points of slashing damage. Shunka's down. Oh, no. Uh, and then it swings, on, uh, and we're doing dying on the animal. Uh, my range to Shunka. You're within 30. Within 30? Double check, yep. I'm going to spin the reaction. <laughs> uh, this is Protector's Sacrifice, and I think I can use it on Shunka. Okay. I had never used it before. 
Uh, so spending my one and only focus point, uh, Bali reaches out and absorbs as much of the hit as possible, which in this case is just 30 points of damage. But that should keep... It does for sure, because he would have been negative two, so uh, now he'll be at 28. Wow, you redirect this damage to yourself. This is, by the way, Bali's focus ability. He has never used the entire campaign. Uh (laughs) And now he uses it it for Shunka. Wow, Shunka still stands. However, there is still one attack left. The big slice comes down, critically fails. Shunka gets an action. (laughs) All right, Shunka. Shunka. Take him down, Leaps. Shunka. Come on, puppy. Strikes. Fuck me. Oh, it'd be so dramatic. Oh. So dramatic. You got a hero point? You got a hero point. You got to use the hero point. Use Come it. on, Shunka. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> From a three to a four. Okay, oh, what's man. your hit total? 33. That is a miss. Oh, that would have been great. Now, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of all ages, Anair in a badly damaged... Godkiller Titan with a fully charged level 10.2 massacre spell blasting out is going to move. Double check his move. Yep. He's going to move on the ground and try and get into a great line to trigger this effect. He gets difficult terrain. No, he's walking. No, it's difficult terrain while the huge storm is happening. The one that Still? Everybody. To everyone? Yes. But everyone's not been doing that. Yara's been running around like a fool. They, they should have been. All right. I thought it was I just. I thought it was yeah. flying. I thought it was just so, flying. So hang on. So it is. Oh, I think it might move from greater storm, to difficult. When I when I did the rain and wind sustain this. Round, oh, the conceal. The, the one that everyone's concealed. Oh, just the special thing. Okay. Oh. So, so just during this round, that is sustained. Oh, can we still when? He, oh no. Difficult terrain and making everything seen, uh, within or through the area concealed. So with the concealed, Tom, even though he failed, would that still be considered a hostile action against me? I guess. Can he then roll for Mask of Terror? Uh, What is is Mask of Terror? When someone does a hostile... Well, doesn't that just stop the attack? Not necessarily. Oh, okay. This is the amalgam? Yeah. Will save? No, it's it's, it's Anire. Anire on his miss. Yeah. Will save. Uh, huge, 55. Okay, then he's fine. Because right. he could become frightened. Okay. He, Anire, steps away from the heroes a bit and lines up an attack. And I just had it there for a second. I'm going to do it again. Xander's behind a wall. He really wants Bali, but then he would miss. And it's wider than that, but he, I'm only giving him one. Is Bali behind the wall? Bali is Bali is above the wall. Bali is safe. Nope. He blasts, only catching three people in the way. Concealment is not a factor here, unfortunately. It's what? not a spell attack. It arcs through this horrific massacre that may very well slay some heroes here in Season 3. We are looking at, uh, don't roll yet, we're looking at Piercy, Yaru, Master Yaru, and Sildren the Elder Druid. I'm bringing up the spell one more time. Your target number is a 48 Fortitude. We're going to do one at a time. Who's getting it? Piercy. Sildren, Piercy. And Master Yaru. First up is Piercy. 48 Fortitude. Good luck. Massive energy blasts out. Um... Critical fail. You've critically critical failed. Fail? 
What did you roll? I rolled a 37. Okay. Do you have any roll? I don't. Nimble dodge. No, no, no. no. Do, you, do you have anything? Um, you have nimble dodge, right? I have cheat. I have charmed life. Yeah. What's charmed life do? Yeah. yeah. What does charmed it, it life do? It gives me an. It gives me. And because I have it. Yeah. Uh, it's a roll. Have you? Haven't you already used that though? It's. It's a. It's a reflex. Okay. So I can use it. This is fortitude. I, it's a reaction. 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 And you haven't used it yet because you've done a lot of different things. It's. It. Ref, it's a. It refreshes. Were you blessed oh. with the terror? Okay. Uh, the Mask of Terror? Yeah, I have Mask of Terror, but I don't know. Does no, mask... this is not. No, it won't affect. No. Oh, okay. Charm Life is, yeah, a constant reaction. Yeah. You attempt a saving throw, but you haven't rolled yet. Does anyone have a hero point? Yes. Give it, and we'll skirt that rule since Tim wasn't aware of what was going on. You there can goes. re-roll, but. Okay. Who's giving? You. Uh, Jeremy. Uh, you, have an, you gain a plus two to the save is what happens, so you don't I roll do. again. Um. And I have uh, the thing I just got when we leveled up that allows me to roll two d20 and choose the best. Okay, go for it. Am I re-rolling both? Nope, just roll one. Okay. And you get to add plus two for Charm Life. And it's a fortitude? Yes. So that's a 45. Is a failure. A fail, not, not, a, not critical a critical fail. fail. Not a critical fail. Whoa. Piercy takes 115 negative damage. So 110. Uh, 110. Yep. Still standing? Yes. Yes. It continues out, and it hits Master Yaru. Fortitude save 48. What type of damage? Negative. I'm going to use Impossible Technique. What'd you roll? It doesn't matter. Impossible it doesn't matter. Right. I'm, not even, I'm not even going to say. <laughs> <laughs> It's impossible. Come on, baby. Oh my God. Uh, that's a uh, um, what's the word? Critical success. Uh, Is it with the eighteen and thirty-three? Right. That's a that's a fifty-one. Fifty-one. That's a regular success. But every success is critical. For you? Yep. Ooh. For fortitude. For fortitude no yeah. Damage. You take no damage I'm whatsoever. I'm a master of the mystic arts. Last up is Sildren, the Elder Druid. Oh! Yes! What? what happened? Natural 20. Oh my god! Why is this a big deal? Because I would have had to roll a 19 or 20 to succeed. Um, and I switched out my die to the one die that has been very... that It killed me in a previous campaign. <laughs> Alright. It redeemed itself. Wow! So 115 um, critical, critical. He was yeah. He was just a, he was just. Oh, yeah. like, I'm gonna fail it. I'm, I'm, I'm like, wow. Like, you can. The you energy can blasts out, destroys no one, and took you took a lot of damage I though, uh, Piercy. But now it comes I right back out. Killing no one, it explodes and reverberates back, doing 30 negative damage to the three of you. Even so, with the critical um, success. Even with the critical success. I have energy ages, so 25. Oh yeah, and I have a natural resistance, so plus seven. That's Piercy as I'm well, I'm at right? 98 hit points. 30 points of negative damage also hit the god killer Titan. And Anair is stumbling back. And even you can see in the um, the motions of this machine that is mimicking his motions, it looks around and is looking quite nervous. His machine is about to crumble, and he just did his big attack to save his bacon, and it did not do it. Piercy, last oh. to go in the round. Is tumbling... For his first action, 
Piercy, are you okay? And that's, uh, let's see, 36, 37. What? 47, <laughs> 49. That's right. 50. 50. 50 is a success to tumble on the other side. All right. Nice. nice. Sorry, sir. Um, you guys are making me nervous over here. Yeah. Gaining panache. Yep, has panache. Um, and is using using that finisher. Doing a finisher to keep, to keep the high attack roll. And we're going to do a... We're going to do a perfect finisher, so I roll two d20s and take the highest. Take the best one. Trying to get through that protective armor. Natural 20. Yes! <laughs> that is a critical success. That'd be a, it was a, it'd be a 58, so uh, yeah. All right. <clears throat> Huge. Come on. You tumble through, cut through critical components. So it's going to be here 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 26, and another 15 is 36, 41. Is that right? 51. 51. 41 times 2. That was the times. Oh, but another 19, but another 15. So big damage. 56. Yes. Um, 56. And then he'll take some, some, uh, fire. Okay. So what was the damage? 56. 56 points of damage is taken. The machine still standing and is now a, a lit on fire. Um, I have one more. Cannot make an attack. I can't make an attack. I'm going to tumble again. Back to the other side. Okay. <laughs> Make a roll. <laughs> and that's... Uh... Bobby, kill him! <laughs> oh, my God. That would be him. That's 51. 51? Yeah. Uh, is a success. You tumble through. Okay. Anair frantically tries to finally kill someone with his grinding gears. Do I need, do I need to roll a five or higher? To attack him? Yep. That? You need yep. that five or higher. That's right. Oh Thank you for calling that out. I swear to God. Seven. Palik, <laughs> <laughs> your feet seem to adhere to the ground. You need to make a reflex save. Palik is flying in the air. That is true. Oh, uh, then you are brought down to the ground. Wow. You are pulled. Okay. You need to make a reflex save to try to stop and pull your feet out from this effect. Oh, <laughs> I had true 20. What? <laughs> the 20s are flowing. Just Another a bad day. Another brutal death is avoided, and you fly up above a giant gear that goes crushing <laughs> underneath you. New round, Bali, it is Can your I shoot turn. 10 feet you may not. <laughs> Can we get a recap? Yes, you of... may. Okay. Bali, it is your turn. Quick recap of Varen. Uh, Varen, uh, right now, there are. they are now aware that there's no more coming through. They are fighting off what is happening with the uh, machines and they have them cordoned off into uh, a street, narrow streets, almost like tank armor from World War II. So they're able to do some damage there with magic and attacks, but it is the flying dragons that are still causing a lot of havoc and uh, destroying spires. Bali. Uh, Bali uh, reaches out to those around him. This is uh, Shunka Zanner and Palik and himself. Uh, the uh, the world goes impressively quiet and where there is dark 
metals and all these different things is replaced by soft grasses and familiar scents from where you're from. Uh, as a moment of renewal is cast, uh, everyone heals, or the ones that I mentioned, uh, a night's rest, and oh. the wounded condition is affected and slips away as though a full rest. That's a big one for Polik. It's been done for Polik. So I just need your values uh, when you're ready. And keep in mind, uh, both Xander and I, uh, we heal twice as much on a night's rest. Yeah. For a fast so recovery. how much do you heal? That's a great question. I was going to ask you that. God. Sorry. It's like your level plus something. Yeah, I think it's your level plus your con modifier. And who did you hit with that? Uh, that times. Is... I think it might be. Oh, times. Uh, Xander, Bali, uh, Shunka. Shunka, and Fleek. Uh, you heal hit points equal to your constitution modifier minimum one multiplied by your level. So 20 times your constitution modifier. Jesus. What's your constitution modifier? For you guys. That's that's not the constitutional score. That's the modifier. Modifier. That's plus one, plus two, plus three. Right. So 120 points for Xanner. Thank you very much. Or is it the casters or the individuals? The individual. Oh, okay. That's 160 oh, plus five. So, What's yeah. your constitution modifier? That's four times twenty is eighty. Eighty times oh. two because I'm fast healing. One twenty for oh, Shuka. Fast healing. Sorry. So that's one hundred and sixty. Mine is twenty times six times two. Two hundred forty. So I'm wow. I'm full. Wait, what? You right, double so that? Plus nine five. I do because I've got fast recovery. Not uh, fast recovery. Yeah, fast recovery. Okay, fast healing is a different thing. Fast healing is different. <laughs> fast recovery is our thing. Uh, Xander was what once. Let, let me let me double check that. That one. is correct. Twice as many hit points for Xander. Xander is yeah. completely healed. So uh, two hundred forty. Wow. Oh Jesus. Gosh. What a feat to shake combo wow. with yeah. that. Palik, it is your turn. I love you, Xander. And Palik's going to dash over. Flying through the air. Two movements and a swing. Charging the Titan. One last action. Get him! Get him! Get him! She rolled a nine. She has a hero point. Gonna use it. Last hero point for Polik. Like halfling luck. Um, forty-six. Forty-six is a miss. Xander, ah. it is your turn. Xander sustains the storm again with lightning bolts, sending them down specifically at the amalgam and at Anire. What was Shunka's recovery? The amalgam is uh, safe from that. It was just the middle of the bridge was yeah. covered. Uh, oh, so it's it's out of the storm? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. Still uh, good? Uh, Anire only? Yeah. Let's, All right. Let's, yeah, he Anire. passes with a 48, takes half damage. Takes half damage of... Staggering uh, titan form, grinding terrible noises. Anaya frustrated. Uh, Twenty-three points of uh, electrical damage. Cut in half. Still standing. Uh, Xander then flies down uh, to line up the amalgam <laughs> and the freaking uh, box and turns out because of the way Shunka and Yaru are standing, it looks like they are staggered, and they I can shoot a line that will go right through the two of them and miss all of my allies. 
and Xander will cast yep. the strongest he can, a level nine lightning bolt. A level nine lightning bolt is being blasted at the amalgam, at the titan god killer, just barely missing two allies. They do have basic saves yeah. of, of uh, DC 43. Your enemies are critically wounded. This is the amalgam. 43 is the target number. The amalgam rolls a 42 and takes all the damage. You will get all of it. As Avius would say, if he were there to Shunka and, and <laughs> Yaru, don't move! <laughs> <laughs> what is the total Pretty damage? Sure said that. <laughs> so he is... Uh, 12 and 18 is 30. 30 plus. It's a big spell. Uh, yeah. Uh, 12 plus 10 plus 5. 57. Uh, 37 plus 10 plus 7 plus 12. 96. Uh-huh. 96 points of electrical damage. Full 96. On the amalgam, is gone. Is shattered with electric <laughs> chunks go flying everywhere. There's only one enemy left. That is a critically wounded god killer titan. Anire, confused as to how this has happened, is making a reflex save to save his life. Critically wounded, almost destroyed titan form. Here he goes. Succeeds, takes half that damage. It's still 48. Uh, 48 points. 48 of points of damage. Anire is safe. His Titan, you can take down, Xander. Yeah. Exactly what you would think it looks like. A yeah. lightning bolt that is bigger than my entire body. Blasts out of my hands in this large column, obliterating, like blowing a hole through the amalgam, hitting the... Uh, the giant god killer and just filling it with electricity inside and out, reacting to the lightning coming down out of the storm as well and and recharging on itself and then just exploding from the inside out and just in all of its five different parts. The, the head, the arms, the legs. Just I imagine we see uh, Anire's uh, Featherfall. Uh, X-ray uh, <laughs> yeah. skeleton in there at some point. <laughs> uh, with all that happening, chunks of electricity falling, collapsing down to the ground is First Calibrate Anire, who uh, seems dazed and stunned, and he props himself up on the ground and takes his helmet off and lets it clatter to the ground, looks around at everything defeated, looks up at his army that is just inert and up there and doing nothing, and says, it wasn't supposed to end this way. Who would like to do something? Yaru will step out of the way for Xanner. Okay. Xanner... In full fiery body form, will fly right up to Anire and say so clearly, you don't fuck with the defenders of Varen, <laughs> and will reach out and hug him. Oh! <laughs> and lick him on the forehead. <laughs> oh! And with a hug, will immolate Anire. 
until he drops dead in the bones. There is a screaming. There is a yelling. It is terrifying, but no one cares. As uh, Anair, the main general of the Anakrin, is burnt to a screaming crisp and just becomes the cindery mess that just collapses within your arms like an old log in a fireplace. What would you guys like to do now? You have an inert gate. Um, there's still tons and tons and tons of automatons up there. Yes. Um, Sildren will ca- will now pray to Kath. Okay. And cast Primal Phenomenon, his 10th level spell. Um, and basically, just ask Kath to permanently take care of the automatons, uh, just so they cannot access, like, the gate. Just basically make it so that they're unable to pass through a chain gate ever. That is a massive ask of the spell, but it is a good end-of-story ask as well. Your response is a drip of water that falls from above and hits the force field, and then another drip and then another, and then it starts to drizzle and starts to rain and then starts to pour and pour and pour and rain and rain and gushes, and you see water starting to build up, and all of these machines are enveloped in water and instantly start to rust and fuse their pieces together and become just rusted machines as though they've been underwater for decades. Praise be to Kath. Bali uh, wants to... Dash to the gate, which has been inert. Yes. Inert. Uh, and looking for uh, the remains of the mother. And the mother is nowhere to be found. Where did she go? She gave everything. She is gone, Bali. Not in my mind. She may have gone through. But where? We've got to find out. The only way through that this chain gate would have been created is for Ren. So it's possible that she's back home on our plane. But where in Ren? Is there a way to determine this? Uh, no. Nope. We didn't we, know where Remember that when Anayar did want us to open it up to Kelly the Air, so... I mean, maybe... That's where that's that's where he wanted to go originally. That's where he wanted us to put the spike. All right. Uh, based on that, uh, Bali uh, casts his tenth level spell. What are you casting? Gate. Casting gate. Where the gate was. <laughs> <laughs> You're casting gate. Where do you want the destination to be? Calavier. Calavier. The where in Calavier? It's a kingdom. Uh, Probably the capital is be the only place I'm familiar with. All right. You crack open a gate. Would you like to quickly describe that experience? Uh, the it, it it probably belches forth much like the original gate did, uh, but none of the connections are made, and this is just uh, just some glowing energy just coming off a of Bali feeding into this gate and uh, creating a perfect sphere. You can't see through it. You don't really know what's beyond, but... Uh, can pass through now into this watery subsurface. All right. Um, Sodom will cast Restoration on uh, Palik 
because you were in Feeble uh, 2, right? Uh-huh. And one Super other thing. Fighting. So they won't remove the permanent piece of that, but I can reduce two conditions by one each, so it'll okay. get down to one each. Not that that should matter at this point, but just in case. Done. Uh, and all your damage from the remainder of the spell uh, would have healed you entirely. So the regeneration? Okay. Regeneration. We, we weren't talking about it, but I believe that when Cat's uh, Blessing came and, and caused the rain, it also cleared up whatever storm Xanner had that was there. And so it's it's back to the fresh skies with the rusted water above us. It's a one-way trip to Calavier. You have an inner Welcome chain back. gate, a regular magic gate, and no way back to uh, this uh, terrible Onocrine land. We have to finish our task here, but go see if you can do what you need to do. What? <laughs> We're going to split the party now? <laughs> well, now that the campaign's essentially over, yeah. The gate lasts one minute, so we're going to do, do it fast. Surely the rest of the Onocrine are there, wherever the portal went. Well, only what we, we saw pass through yeah, the gate. We, yeah, I, I'm not making the correlation that the two exist. Mm. This is where we believe we could start searching. Mm. The honor, only as many Onokrin as we saw pass through are, are beyond the gate. But we must... Let's go take care of that. ...permanently destroy this gate. And could, any yeah. designs that the Onokrin have on Varen must be permanently ended. What do you have in mind? In the I've got 30 seconds. seconds. <laughs> <laughs> well, we need to kill every Onokrin that will attempt to pass to Varet. I don't think I can do that in 30 seconds, though. Let's start by getting the ones that went through. Yeah. And we'll come back. And we can make it back. We have 10 spells then. now. Uh, Bali steps through the gate. Okay, you step through the gate. Everyone's stepping through the gate. What are we doing? Xander grabs Palik's hand. I grab Piercy's hand. <laughs> All right. You guys go through the gates. You arrive in the capital city of Calavier, and uh, you can hear on the far side of the city there is a battle raging. You guys are able to help out with that battle and help mop up the rest of the Onokrin autom automaton forces uh, after 30, 45 minutes of battle. Bali is seeing if he can find the actual remains of the mother. Uh, you can find the actual remains. She does not. Uh, it's something you want to keep away from Xanner. She is a mess. She is a mess. Leak <laughs> like catches Bali's uh, atten or attention and steers Xanner away and keeps right. busy doing whatever. Leak, I uh. I have a lot, a lot of visions of ideas of what the future was going to look like and what I was going to do and, and if we were even going to survive. Yeah. But the one thing that scared me the most of the entire mess that we've been through was the idea that I might have lost you. There were some really bad things that happened. Yeah, there were. I don't were. ever want to go through anything like that again. 
what I'd like to know if you're okay with this. Xanner falls down to his little knee. Oh! Grabs his ring. Will you marry me? Xanner. Yes, of course. Of course. Xanner uh, gives her picks, the ring picks. of spell turning. Like, doesn't even. <laughs> it never worked for you. Uh, she puts the ring on and then, like, gets you up and, like, passionately kisses you. Huge passionate kiss. Oh. This has got to be statutory, at least. <laughs> <laughs> Big kiss as they hug and hug. The camera swirls around them as they're hugging and hugging. Xanner, you are uh, happy and elated. Great deal of emotions running through you. Happiness, sadness. Um, there's some people, you can hear sounds of people just going, thank you for your help. And I think there's still one more down this road. Uh, but Xanner, you do hear one more sound, and that is the sound of Zandre and it is your mother rising up from the ground being held up by Bali and he helps her walk over to you she is alive what 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 huh? what where where are we mom mom you're in Varen you're in Varen with me we did it how Where's an, where's that Anire? We destroyed him. I destroyed him. He's never, ever going to come back. I knew you could do it. And she comes running over, and you catch her as she's still weak and gives you another great big hug. I hug her back. No fire this time. Just huge. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me this isn't just the minute long revive piece. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Make a quick center. <laughs> she I got one have, minute. She doesn't have much Gotta time. Go back to the farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, busts out in the tears. All right, Just she's crying as well, like crazy, and she even gets some strange look and says, "Come here," and doesn't quite know, but sees a look in police eyes and pulls you in yeah. for a three-way hug there as well. Uh, keeps uh, Piercy out of the way though. Uh, the three of you guys. <laughs> Could you do keeps, my husband next? Piercy comes walking in. He just thinks it's a group hug. <laughs> Read the room. <laughs> what else would you guys like to do? Children seem to have some sort of plan. Otherwise. Yeah, I mean, Sildren's intention, I mean, obviously we have to end the threat to Varen that the 11th span represents. How are you doing that? Um, by, I'm going to say, working with um, Vilrith and whatever uh, Arena. Arena is to um, basically permanently disable the chain gate Yes, sir. Piercy would like to try and make good on his promise to Vilreth to be able to return these people to their original ancestral planes, their, their yeah. homes. Sildren's so ex yeah. expecting to spend some time on the 11th span killing Onorkren mm -hmm. or removing their desire to seek Varen, removing their ability to seek Varen, and freeing the people of the 11th span from the clutches of the Onorkren. All right. Well, we will take a break there, <laughs> and we will be right back and see what happens with our heroes.
In the following months, the defenders of Varenne earn their title, continuing to battle across what becomes known as the War of the 11th Span, or the 11th War as it's known throughout the ages. As you go to the span using multiple magical gates created by Bali, day after day, week after week, um, you continue this assault, you all going there to battle them. First rescuing the people that are trapped there, bringing them to Varen after several weeks, coordinating with them to actually take them with gate magic to their original realms. This takes several months. While doing this, you also do continual attacks upon the Honor Krenn. There are many of them, but you are able to launch massive amounts of attacks, battles, and your huge level 10 spells, level 9 spells, big meteor strikes, all sorts of healing, and then disappear. <laughs> and then reappear another day or two later with gates in all these different places that uh, Bali knows about, you know, this this lower gate section, the temple area, the freaking storeroom under their main castle area. You can just appear and you keep attacking. Uh, over months and months, you start bringing other allies from Varen when they are available to do what they can to help. The Wizards of Azamir, uh, Knights, uh, Idrisil himself can join you on some of these battles as you fight against the Onarkrin. Over time, things get really dire for them. There are plenty of them, but they cannot withstand these constant onslaughts. All of the people have been rescued, although majority, some didn't choose not to go, but you were able to get hundreds and hundreds of slaves rescued and returned. Uh, Vileth is absolutely grateful. Arena is absolutely grateful, uh, but Xander is able to keep her at a distance. <laughs> the The destruction and violence against the Honor Krins uh, themselves is so just relentless that they finally have to use their last bit of command combined magic to cut off all connections to the 11th span to prevent you from ever going there and anyone else cutting off all teleportation and gates to that place protecting themselves but sealing themselves away as their last desperate measure to end this relentless assault by the defenders of the Varen. it didn't have to be that way <laughs> yeah dude <laughs> it is five years later Master Yaru, tell us what has happened to you in these five years of time. In a second, uh, Idrisil, <laughs> the <laughs> warden of Navarre, has uh, increased his title basically to Warden of Varen. He has gathered more than a dozen uh, soldiers at this point. He's gathered a druid at his side, Knights of Calavier orcs from uh, the iron lands all ready to serve each of their own kingdoms but come to the aid of the elder druid of varen sildren uh whenever he needs them uh now master yaru has been helping to rebuild varen there's been a lot of collateral damage from all of these wars um, most importantly though he's rebuilding temples he is making sure that each god is respected and each um, each house that they are in is untainted um, before he moves on to the next. And so for the next five years, he will be recruiting monks to both serve in the Temple of the Three Winds, but also to journey outward as he did, um, to sort of go on walkabout, to learn other life experiences from other temples 
so that essentially the the temple of the three winds um, we have our own tenants but one of those tenants is to respect the tenants of all religions and followings um, so he is making sure going to the 11th span going to um, all the other planes that he has access to again kind of meeting up with Sildren every once in a while to uh, to rebuild these temples and he has actually set up a temple a space in the temple of the three winds on Morikana mountain with a nexus point for Xanner. cool um but of course nobody knows about it but you know. um he has his adamantine fortress with them uh as he travels around so he doesn't like to stay in um First class areas or anything like that. Like Ableton Stable House is the nicest place. Yaru will kind of say he doesn't allow for the kings and the royalties to show him um, the graces that um, like Feyon did in the beginning of the episode. He's very much um, telling the people that it was a world effort that saved Varen. It was not just him and his allies, although they had a big hand in, to play. This was for the world and Yaru wants to help heal the world. That's Master Yaru. It is five years of time as well for Palik. What has transpired for her <laughs> life? Well, Palik helped Sildren. Uh, I mean, I assume all of the, the heroes helped Sildren in wiping out. Um, uh, wiping out the Honor Kryn. Um, once the dust settled on everything... Um, Oh, she wanted to make this uh, sure this one lizard family from the eleventh uh, <laughs> span uh, that had some health problems. Uh, she made sure Bali helped them out since she felt a little guilty. Done. Um, but the there's a few things. Um, once she, like the dust settled, she went back to Mirskon and systematically assassinated every single member of House Vass. Oh. There is a back room to House Vass. There's fighting going on in the main area. There is crashing of materials. You kick open the door, Palik, all by yourself. No other defenders are there. <laughs> and you see there is a naked woman uh, on the lap laughing with a man named Montre Vass. Yep. He is in this back room. He looks quite drunk, and he looks up and says, what are you doing here? I feel like actually Sildren probably is with Sildren? her on this, <laughs> on right. this one. Okay. Yeah. This one in particular. Sildren accompanies. All right, the two yep. of you are there. Uh, what the are you rest, doing here? For the rest, no. But yeah. for this one, yes. Okay. <laughs> and uh, she cuts him from belly to what are you, What are you doing? No! And opening up a cavity, and she takes a bag of 40 platinum and throws it into his empty, like, his, his chest. Oh, cavity. my God. Gross. The girl screams and runs out. You lead a bloody, gory mess of vengeance. She then is Ibi. going to take uh, that building that House Fast was in, and uh, she's going to create... Uh, her seamstress shop out of it. Nice. <laughs> You're talking about the, uh, the the foamy trumpet? Yeah. Okay. And uh, she made a deal. And I, I'm stepping a little bit on, on Xander here, but their their fates are intertwined a little. Um, she made a deal with Xander uh, that once everything was done, um, 
that uh, she would hang up her her sword. She would hang up her weapons unless like something really like a call to Varen, a call for the heroes came out. Um, and she, so she, uh, she's concentrating on her seamstress shop. She's employed a couple people and like, she's like a hit of the town. I still think blood and cuts is a good name. <laughs> <laughs> Bucket of blood. Um, tailoring. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Bucket of blood tailoring. Um, her and Zaner, uh, did get married. And, uh, Question mark? No, she, for sure. And I'll let uh, Inzaner's wrap up. All right. can handle the rest. Great. It is five years of time has passed for Bali Ashbeard. Uh, Bali had uh, indicated he wanted to return to the Shadow Hall, which he did, uh, to assess the battles that had raged there with the undead. Uh, the... Uh, reconstruction, the recrafting of the giant gate uh, to the north and making sure that that was underway. And um, after, and even while that was going on, he had actually established a, a cadre of uh, priests who would travel during these this warring period with the Onocran and the remainder of undead or the, the wounds that they had created throughout the continents uh, and trying to heal them and reestablish temples to the Stone Father in the different halls that could be reclaimed, including the Grey Hall far to the north in Ivoron. And you do find, as you were trying to get there earlier in the campaign, that that hall was decimated. Uh, and, um, no one left alive. The structures were all intact, so there's a lot of uh, recolonizing with other dwarves to bring into that place back alive. Excellent. Uh, that uh, is uh, his general travels as he goes, uh, but... He never leaves far from home, and home in this sense is he's always been a death warden, the guardian of the tombs, and he's made it a little less grim for that position. It's kind of an honorary position. On the three dwarven halls in Varen. Three <laughs> dwarven halls, yes. It is five years later, and Xanner. What has happened with Xanner, the sorcerer? It's lots of things. Xanner went through all sorts of emotional stops and ties and connections and was actually reconnected with his mother for the very first time and wanted nothing more than to show her where he has been, how he grew up, the things that he's learned. He took her to Edlin home. He showed her Mirskan and even introduced her to the Wizards of Azimir, hoping that they might be able to learn knowledge and information from each other. Xanar knew that Palik had her missions and, and the things that she needed to complete, but once they were done, he proposed again just to make sure that that's really what she wanted. <laughs> and then they got married. They they took uh, the ghost ship and honeymooned through the Thousand Isles in a much better way. They, uh, They're still undead out there. Bali hasn't gone there yet. <laughs> They, uh, they traveled around, and when they got back, when they made the Nexus their home, Xanar decided that he was 
to the point now where he could move beyond fighting. He could now use the magic that he has, he could use the power that he has to just follow through with what the Elder Druid, his close friend, Sildren, wanted to do and continue to heal the land. So he worked with Yaru to create new nexus points, to find new levels of connection and places to go that required further help and further assistance, like Thave and the slavery that was in there that, that he learned about and were trying to, to counter and worked his best to use the magic to bring healing throughout Thave and to be a scholar with Azimir. So traveling back and forth, learning and getting to know the assembly better and, and using their archives in any way that they would let him to continue to increase and grow magic throughout all of the red. Based out of the Nexus. All right. Great. Sildren the Elder Druid. After the War of the Eleventh Span was concluded and the um, honor... Uh, the Revenge of Ignal um, concluded. Uh, Sildren has headed back to uh, Azmir to get make sure that the druid, um, the druids of Azmir are strong and uh, powerful and well organized. And then, as the nexus points around and near the temples of the Three Winds pop up, off not too far away, there will always be. A druid grove mm. and in that druid and also um, with those groves comes the founding of the 10th conclave the guardians of the gates um, and so near each of those nexus points is a druid grove and the guardians watch over cool. for any um, any creatures that do not belong in mm. Varen. Um and in other places, there are druid groves as well. In each one, there are guardians uh, watching over the lands of Varen, uh, making sure that it stays healthy, that if the land starts to turn, if evil creatures start to come, that the druids will know, and they will be ready. And Piercy. <clears throat> Piercy... Um of course, yes, Bat joins with Sildren and, and the rest to liberate the 11th span. Um, following that, he returns to uh, Mirskan, to King Feon, to uh, his familial place of service uh, within the castle, within the kingdom. Um, begins to help rebuild Mirskan both above and below, uh, the, in the uh, sewers and the wardens below, as well as the buildings above. He does request of King Feon to take a short leave uh, for about um, two weeks, where he travels north of Mirskan to take care of some business that he had still needed to attend to uh, with uh, a dragon. Um, does he ever return from that trip? He does return from that trip. <laughs> he does. On a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, no, he returns, he returns from that trip, and, 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 and again, he's, he's in service of the king. He, um, he persuades King Feon to elevate House Summerall to, uh, to a special status 
house uh, within Mirskan, um, and they play a major role uh, in the rebuilding of the city as well. Um, and and in 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 no time really, um, the the Mirskan Yusoki population uh, begins to thrive. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to the hero in piercing. Two days. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to uh, Sir Skeet and Weaver, mm-hmm. um, and that is uh, that is Piercy. <coughs> it is fifteen years later since the War of the Eleventh Span. Xanner is an older gnome now. You have taken a break, a sabbatical, and decided to go on a trip and visit some old places you haven't been to in a while. You drop by the capital of Calavier and talk with several of the knights there. And you see in their main order hall, there is the old broken damaged shield for Sir Brenros that was recovered from the ice fortress out uh, the around the Thousand Isles. And they have it up there and you can see the honors that they are still bestowing upon him. You continue your travels and find yourself visiting Mirskan again. You walk past people who are enjoying their afternoons, having a laugh, having some food in the main plaza, sitting around a collection of statues of all the different heroes that were involved uh, as defenders of Varen. And it's interesting to see them all there, how you remember them, maybe how you don't quite remember them. Even looking at your own Xander statue, it doesn't quite look like who you look like now. You then travel to the town of Tavernry. This small town, you can see there are the last few vestiges of the Brotherhood Temple remains. It has been converted into a house for the poor now. They were quite a blight upon the town and now they are nothing but a memory. And lastly, you head to Edlin Home, your home where you were raised. You spend some time at the Thankful Lodge, where you and the Defenders first gathered at the small uh, dining area just outside the front door. They have new owners there. You look around and remember Iggy uh, sweeping and cleaning to earn his room and board and look wistfully at it. Behind the Thankful Lodge is a great pond and you walk around that pond Uh, catching the eye of a couple people every now and again, wondering who you are. And on the other side of the pond is the remains of the Ember Lantern, the tavern that you grew up in that your father owned. It was burnt down and destroyed. You just see little bits of uh, wood, planks of wood, rotting beams here or there. It's been gone for a long time and strange to think of the memories you had of cleaning up spills, Uh, dealing with the town drunk, arguing with your father, where your room and cot would be, always wondering if you could actually figure out this crazy magic ability that the wizard Gabe said he might teach you one day. And now looking back at everything that you've done, Xanner. You then thinking about Gabe, uh, head out to the northeast of the town of Edlin Home towards his tower. He has been long gone, having perished in the Battle of the Eleventh Span. His tower is empty. And you look back upon the town from a grassy hill and it seems just much smaller than you remember. 
you recall a vision from long ago of you creating a flame in your hand for the first time and arguing with Gabe about it. But it seems like more than a lifetime ago, an entirely different Xanner then. You're not quite sure why you came here or why you've gone on this pilgrimage, but it feels right to revisit the the old friends uh, and the old memories, some of which have passed, some of which are still around. As you head out of town, you pass by an abandoned house right in the middle of town where there's a couple of uh, targets set up where you see a young bard shooting some arrows poorly into them. And he stops and he sees you and raises an eyebrow and puts down his bow and comes running up to you. And he says, hey, I, I know you, don't I? I know who you are. You're you're that sorcerer, right? Well, <laughs> yes. Yes, I am. I'm I'm Tendal. I'm a I'm a bard. I I sing songs and and spin tales and I've heard so many about you guys. Uh you were the uh, one of the members of the Defenders of Varen. That's right. It's nice to meet you, Tendal. Oh, it's amazing to meet you. They, they say you rescued this town of Edlin home many times over. Is that true? It is. They say you slew giants. Well, that's not quite so true. Uh, well, what about they said you recovered uh, treasures from uh, from for Calavier, the queen? We did. Sir Brenrus was very helpful with the chalices. Right, right. The knight. Uh, they say you took out orcs in the Ironlands. We don't talk about that. The, the, the Brotherhood uh, that used to be around all these different towns here in Navarre, they say you kicked them out. <laughs> we did our part for sure. What about uh, uh, sailing the Thousand Isles and they say you slew an undead pirate captain? Yes, that is true. They say you fought alongside the Assembly of Azimir and that you were a member of House Navarre, that, that you slew a dragon to the north, that you taught magic to a powerful young sorceress, you defeated uh, that Scorgenar undead guy and his, you, you held off his armies, that you guys uh, destroyed those golden knights that were trying to attack Calavier, and you saved all of your friends from dying and you guys were heroic to the last. We certainly did a lot of things together. A lot of different things. People will be telling this story for generations. What would you say to the people that, that hear this tale? What words should they know about what you defenders of Varen did? Well, of all the things that we've done, and there were quite a few that you listed, the one thing that I think should always be told with every story that comes with it was that the defenders were there for a purpose. We were there because we cared about the people. We cared about the lands and we cared about each other. When you tell the stories of the defenders, remember to always tell them how much we loved each other. He starts trying to ask more stories. You you listen to him for a little bit. You finally part ways. And Xanner the Gnome Sorcerer walks down the road away from Edlin home. 
and we will end our season there. So thank you so much, everyone. This has been fantastic. A uh, thanks to Alistair who played uh, Idrisil and Master Yaru. Great job, Alistair. Yay! Great job for Seth. Seth played Ig Ignal Heavybringer as well as Palik. We had Christopher jumping into the campaign, uh, playing uh, Sir Brenrose, and then Bolly Ashbeard, the healer. Yeah. Woo! We had uh, Tom, your game master, throwing all sorts of crazy, dangerous stuff at these poor guys day after day. Woo! <laughs> the world. Yeah. Uh, we had Jeremy playing as just Xanner throughout the entire campaign. <laughs> yes. Great job. We had. Chris playing not only Sildren, but beginning the campaign with Killian as well. Great job. Absolutely. And we had similarly Tim who joined us as Jix. And what was Jix's title? I keep forgetting. Uh, King of the Hammerheads. King of the Hammerheads. And also as Sir Piercy von Skeetenlever. Great job. And uh, thanks again to everyone here who's come along on our adventures. We absolutely appreciate it. We put this show on for you guys. Um, come tell us what you think. Go to ingloriousbards.com. Join the Discord. We'd love to hear your thoughts. And uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. 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 See you.